to the Mix Show. I'm Ben Hansen, joined by Sergio Vasquez, Hello. Jeff Marquiafaba, hey. and Kyle Hilliard. H- hello. This is a beast of an episode. We've been wanting to do this for a very, very, very long time. That is true. And this is it. We're now going to record our Game of the Year discussion. So this episode is going to be about categories. It's going to be biggest news, characters, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. if you're worried about spoilers, I totally get it. Uh, we're going to have timestamps, so if you want to skip like characters or moments, if you're worried about spoilers in there, that's a great way to dodge those. They're also towards the back half here. But we have a lot of categories, some fun ones. Um, some are more fun than others. Some are a little more serious. We tried. It was interesting. Like We came up with so many options. And then we're trying to like whittle some down, like which are redundant, which can we get rid of? Mm-hmm. And I think we all were sub- like subtly in agreement that like we can get rid of some of these negative categories. Yeah. We, yeah, we didn't want too many that kind of. Once we kind of had a full list, it was like, man, a lot of these are negative things, and that's not really what any of us want MinMax to be. And right. So worst let's just game have, of twenty nineteen. Yeah, let's just have more fun ones and right positive things. We cannot talk about Jump Force at all if we just eliminate all negative categories. Yeah. I think it would work out pretty well. Uh, also, before we get into all that fun stuff and run through all those things, I uh, want to thank everybody that came out to the first MinMax community meetup, which yeah. was at Bauhaus Brew Labs uh, on Monday. That is like. It's a very scary thing to just like send up the flyer and say, hey, everybody that supports the Patreon, and if you're in Minnesota, come on by. And then people actually came out there. And like the part that really uh, tickled me the most was the amount of people that came out when it was just like them by themselves, like they didn't bring friends or anything. Like huh. that, I would feel uncomfortable doing mm-hmm. that. And the fact that people came out, met other people from, you know, got to know them a little bit more than just a name in the Discord and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really heartwarming. Yeah. And just anyone who is nice enough to come up and tap me on the shoulder and yeah. start a conversation with me. Like, that's great. Yeah, I the, love that. For future reference, like, please do that. Like, don't feel like you can't, you know, Well, that was the like, engage with us. You totally. Know? And it was, it was amazing being at Bauhaus and getting set up with, like, Smash Brothers and everything there. And then just trying to figure out who's here for MinMax and who uh-huh. is just here at the brewery. And it was like, if anybody was looking at that Smash Brothers start screen for more than five seconds, I'm like, you're with MinMax. <laughs> so then I went over and just like would introduce yeah. myself. And it's like, oh, thank God. I'm not just yeah. talking to a complete stranger here. Yeah. And I, I always feel awkward about that. And I don't want to be like, hey, look at me. Look at this guy. This guy's here. Come talk to me. And so yeah, that's I appreciate a weird speech. When, <laughs> yeah. Which I did to everyone who came up to talk to me. Yeah. But, yes. yeah. but yeah. You said you don't like to do it, but you did it so often. Right? I know. I know. I'm very confusing that way. Uh, but yeah, it was just super nice to meet a lot of people who would tell us their names and their screen names. And, and specifically people would say, you might remember me from such emails and suggestions for topics <laughs> yeah. as it was like oh my god i yeah, love that great. email yeah. that you wrote in a year and a half ago i can't believe mm-hmm. you're here and yeah. are willing to call it out um and so bauhaus said that they were overwhelmed by the support from the community because so many people brought toys to exchange for beer there so all those toys go to hcmc uh which is a hospital here in the cities but the fun thing too is then we also have the gofundme for international listeners and viewers or people outside of minnesota and i'll have uh, i'll have a link in the YouTube description there or in the podcast description so you can find it. But like we've cracked over two thousand dollars now that's that awesome. we can use to buy even more toys and games for folks. That's so that's right. gonna be a very fun, silly shopping spree of probably leaning towards like a bunch of switch lights and then just installing some great games. We're not gonna put any filler on there. But I realize like we can put like some jackbox stuff on Switch. Like mm. that'd be a fun thing for like a big group if they're in the hospital with a family, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, and so good. that'll be a fun shopping spree and I will involve the community in that and we'll have a lot on Instagram, all that fun stuff. Um also more uh let's see. Oh, table setting, uh the game awards going on, on Thursday. Um we haven't talked about this before <laughs> we got it on air, but uh we'll be streaming some sort of reactions for that. 
it I for sure will be there and then whoever else wants to join to be cool we'll see who's up for that uh, and so we'll do the full commentary and stuff and I'm really looking forward to those I know people have warmed up to them over like the last several years yeah, people fun. don't make fun of them anymore but it's just like it's just a fun communal viewing event and so we look forward to having the chat jump in there and, and make fun of the awards with us yeah we can finally see the end of that Ghost of Tsushima trailer oh yeah that's <laughs> weird yeah that tease did you guys watch State of Play the PlayStation thing yeah yeah what'd you think I thought Resident Evil 3 was super exciting and fun. I was annoyed just from the live stream point of view that like they try and do that fake out where they had it first person and they pitched it in the buildup as like yeah. this is the campaign for Resident Evil Resistance. Then they show the trailer and it's like, oh, surprise, it's Resident Evil 3. They're bundled together. Yeah. Which is like a fun twist. But then like they set up the Dreams trailer in a way where they're like, here's a trailer for Dreams. And then like the entire point of the Dreams trailer is it, it, was, it was also kind of going for like a twist, right? Yeah. Where it was trying to like make they it seem like it a sci-fi game. And then psych, it's all one game. The other, the other thing about Resident Evil, which at least for me, maybe I just wasn't reading enough into it. My first question was like, wait, so is it going to be first person like it's like right it was like there i think there was a shot of third person but uh but then they released i think it was like what, an eight minute video of them sort of going down like what the game was a little right. bit more and then they, they showed just straight on third person gameplay and it, it looks like resident evil 2 which is like perfect like, yeah and it's absolutely. crazy that it's like was it april april 2020 yeah, yeah. that's nuts so yeah. a timeline that's getting increasingly crowded with major releases yeah March yeah. and april for yeah sure. why not um yeah so that was surprising also a lot of people we're excited about Babylon's Fall gameplay, mm. like the new Platinum games, which yeah. I did not expect that. I was expecting more of an RPG, which I guess is stupid to expect from Platinum. But then seeing that gameplay, it's like, oh, it's just a stylish action medieval game. That's yeah, really cool. That, that's kind of the thing that I got from it. But uh, I'm a little disappointed in that they didn't show, like, you know, Platinum games have recently had either, like, they've always had, like, some sort of hook. Because, you know, they, they, they have, like, if you dodge at the right time, the game goes into slow-mo, which is kind of Platinum's thing, right? But, like, the the thing that they showed off was, like, this pull mechanic, which has been in, you know, Devil May Cry 4, DMC, and Devil May Cry 5. But I didn't see anything that's, like, you know, with Astral Chain, you saw, like, okay, the, it's here's regular Platinum action, but you ha- you can control the second figure with Nier Automata. They, were, yeah. they had that whole, like, backstory and the fact that it was an RPG. Here I'm not seeing, like, beyond that pull mechanic, what is kind of, like, them no building button. on. Yeah, there's no iterative concept here yeah. besides, like, hey, you can, you know, you, you're in a medieval medieval setting. And I was kind of, like, Hanson expecting some sort of RPG progression of, like, upgrading yeah. your things, which I'm sure will be there. You know, but that trailer specifically, it just felt like here's the combat. We've, we're making another platinum game, right? Which that is, was like the sole pitch for it. Yeah, which is cool to see Square Enix funding a stylish action game. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were, you know, happy to work with them again after uh, Near Automata. Right. But... Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. So, should we get to the big awards here? Let's do it's it. It's going to take yeah. like five hours. So <laughs> it might take five hours. Sure. We yeah. should dive in. Uh, so we'll run through different categories. Uh, if you were just listening to this. We're going to have a video version that hopefully will be showing what we're seeing. So if you want to track it along there, but we'll try and read out what's actually on this list. And it's tough because all we have to go off of really is us right here. Hang on. Kyle is correcting a typo. Great. Thank you. Uh, you don't have the double, the left. Whether. Oh, okay. Just trying to Great. help you, Very man. smart. Just trying to help you. But uh, all we have to go off of is like the people here. It's always tough to be like, well, it seems like the industry, this had a big impact. But like all we can gauge is our own feelings mm-hmm. and levels of excitement or disappointment whatever it is in these games and then find how that averages and then put that on the list yeah. so this is not some objective view of 2019 yes. and, and we should also mention it's especially weird for this year because none of us knew we were going to be here <laughs> for, for like three-fourths of the year right. and so normally like we go into these kind of discussions with a huge group that all have different interests and they're and we you know everyone's been playing different types of games all year. Yeah. And so 
you know, when we ended up here, it was like, oh, we've really got to start cramming stuff in and there's just only so much we could get to. Yes, for sure. But I don't think that will have a huge impact until next week yeah. when we actually do our ranking mm-hmm. uh, for the games of the year. But this, it's going to be more select and specific, so hopefully it won't be too disastrous. But yes, look, but, it, but if someone says, hey, why didn't you do this for this category? It's probably because... Someone here hadn't played it, and or we didn't remember it. Right. We need like or more we, brain power. We were certain that someone else had already played it and didn't think that <laughs> yes. it was going to be a problem. Yeah. So uh, we could do like a ranking and actually like list out these different things, but I figure let's be more brutal. Let's stick mm-hmm. to the mid max name and have the winner, which is the maximum winner, and then the minimum winner, which is the runner up. So <laughs> which is which doesn't minimum, make sense. But, but well, you know, it I works for us. We're it shoehorning it in. So we I like it. We have different categories. We're all going to volley out suggestions from the year. Then mm-hmm. we'll try and whittle it down and get to the obvious winner for the winner of these categories and then the runner-up. But that's going to be tough for some of these later on. I yeah. can't wait, which is why we should get going right now. Biggest news of 2019. Let's start with mm. this. A nice way to look back on the year. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Now, let's see. Did anyone obsessively take notes all year about <laughs> major news? I have every time. See, this is my this is how I determine what's a good news story in 2019. Anytime I open up my computer or Twitter and said, oh, wow, which I say out loud several times a week. Mm-hmm. But like anytime I saw something that was like, oh, boy, as Mickey Mouse would say, then <laughs> I wrote it down in this note. So I have yes. a track, of, which thank you from yes. the rest of us oh, for doing you. that. Oh, yeah, it paid off finally. The O-Boys document. <laughs> <laughs> the oest boyest <laughs> That's right. Okay, so the news stories that had the biggest impact. Okay. Do you want to just list them do, off? Or? Do other people have... Yeah, I you guys must have something. I, have, I don't want to monologue I have a here. few, but I mean, like, I'm sure they're the ones that you... Do, should I just go down my list and then you're just How about you volley, you volley one and okay. we'll write it down on the list if we think it's a, it's a potential candidate here. <laughs> Randy Pitchford's flash drive. 100%. Wow. <laughs> uh, do you want to explain what that means for people that aren't familiar <laughs> specifically oh, with Randy Pitchford's In detail. You did this to yourself. I think... So Randy Pitchford left a flash drive with important documents... All the company secrets, as some would say. At a medieval times. Right. And then there was also... Just the perfect restaurant to leave that at. Yeah, yeah. Of course Randy Pitchford's going to uh, medieval Mm. times for dinner. Um, And then there was also... Go on. Pornography on the flash drive? It was... That he was using for magic research. This is the explanation (laughs) that he gave. Just the entire first half of this year and the Randy Pitchford saga, but I like boiling it down to one headline, and I do think this Randy Pitchford flash drive is absolutely a contender for just weirdest news stories. Because then the person that found it, they had to, like, bribe them in in a way by giving them, like, a bunch of... Gearbox, like, you know, gifts and stuff yeah. like that to try and get that flash drive back. But then they talked about it on Piff the Magic Dragons magic podcast. <laughs> That's right. It is a saga, man. Uh, uh, okay, so some of these oh, are, they might be small. If you guys think it stands no chance, just we'll go just ahead and, and put an accent right now. Okay. Uh, Rockstar and their PC launcher. No. Okay, interesting yeah. detail for it's the news yeah. yeah. it's, 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 it's a notable it. news story. I don't think it, it's, you, you know. Right. The news story is that Rockstar wasn't doing it already. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're finally giving away uh, San Andreas. So finally, <laughs> putting Red Dead Two on PC before Red Dead One—that's fine. That Whatever. is, yeah, that's hey, cool. New story of the year. Uh, <laughs> okay, it. here's another one. Uh, Sony buys Insomniac. Uh, not interesting, but I everyone thought they were already owned by Sony. Wow. I mean, which is you know just inaccurate, but like because of that, because they've been so tied to Sony all these years, right? It wasn't like a big I mean, deal. It was exciting for Insomniac, and it's I think it's good for Insomniac, but it wasn't like a big headline to me. That's yeah. true, but 
I don't know how brutal we want. Like Let's that feels that feels like an okay runner up, maybe you know. Uh, maybe I, a, no, okay. Yeah. I'll put it down. I mean, as an I option. guess it depends on what else is coming, but there's some juggernauts we haven't hit yet. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'll just get with this next one here. Hey, Blizzard and the China debacle. Oh, right. That, okay, well, yeah, get rid that's... of Insomniac. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, you just yeah, blasted yeah. that one. Uh, okay, that is yeah. off the list then. So now it's just Randy Pitchford's flash drive and Blizzard China, which, <laughs> again, what a saga. Yeah. Um, Kyle, do you have another one you're going to add to here? Uh, a Bungie Activision split. Yeah, that, yes. that was the one on yeah. the list as well. Do you want to explain what that's about, Serial? So, uh, if you follow Bungie's history, they were, uh, for a while, they were, I want to say they were independent first and then got bought by Microsoft. Right. And then they split from Microsoft. Wait, just to back up a little, weren't they owned by Apple initially? Or they I think they're just been. making Halo they're make, 4 Well, they're Apple? Marathon was like a Mac game, yeah. and they made NOP, G-N-O-P, which is Pong backwards, which mm-hmm. was like a game that was included on Apple computers. And Everyone's then, favorite Bungie game, of yeah. course. NOP. NOP, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but you're on the they right have a, track. They have a long yeah. history of being acquired and then becoming independent again, and then it <clears throat> yes. happened again. But I think it, this one felt a little bit more surprising because it felt like they were at least locked in for... Like that, that ten-year contract, it felt like okay. At the end of that, that's when they'll reconsider. But yeah. the fact that they had, they you know, essentially broke that. Well, you know, whatever the stip- legal stipulations were for that, they basically were free of that contract ahead of that its expiration, which felt surprising at the time. Yeah. Right. And them also ha- getting to keep Destiny, I think, was like the other big part of it because it felt like this is Activision's next big thing. Of course, they're going to keep it. it. Like if if this thing were to happen. Activision would keep Destiny. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's just amazing because like so much of that paperwork was out there as well in like the legal documents, you know. And so everybody mm-hmm. knew they're like, okay, the structure for release is you have the big release, then the comet, the little expansion and, sequels and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, but apparently in that paperwork, I didn't notice it, but I guess it's that idea that Bungie owns the IP, which is insane. Because yeah, Activision would bill it as like from this from the creators or from the creators of Halo and the and the people that brought you Call of Duty was like mm-hmm. their big pitch mm-hmm. for destiny and now yeah. just to be like oh yeah but we technically don't own it and we I just guess... poured probably hundreds of millions into this thing and now it's just no longer ours was there like a did activision ever come out and say exactly was it just destiny wasn't meeting expectations despite being the, the hit it was call, right? but it was not hitting like yeah. the marks like they wanted they another wanted. call of duty and they were getting right they were getting something like game, popular but not, but not like, to yeah. their expectations gotcha. right okay. which, I, which i guess says and like a lot about what publisher expectations are for certain games i remember there's like that tomb raider thing where it sold like like you you would look at the number and say that's a that's a good number of sales and square enix seemed to be disappointed by that mm-hmm. so oh, yeah. like hitman specifically right yeah, that was the it was one. like that hitman was and, and yeah. tomb raider, and tomb raider? Yeah, okay. uh, was like it's the best selling one in the franchise but not enough yeah. for the publisher to be happy right, right. and it's so crazy with the game like Destiny, where they also had microtransactions in there, and I'm sure everyone was angry about that. Now it's free to play. Like it's just amazing to see Bungie take ownership yeah. over that entire property. Yeah, again. I think I think going forward for the like most of this year, a lot of their major decisions were viewed through the lens of like, is this something that would have happened anyway, or is this because of the split? Things like it coming to Steam obviously was a thing that yeah. w- wouldn't have happened otherwise. But right. even things like cross save, right? Like that them setting up so you have a universal account that you can take anywhere. Um, and even just like the way they're they've started rolling things out with Shadowkeep, where it's less like focused around individual like tentpole releases and more around seasonal content. You know, it, was that a thing that Activision had pushed them to do, and they said this is a good idea anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the delay, I feel like this was a lot of the split was based on the initial Destiny two not doing super well for them, and Forsaken I think was the kind of the nail in the coffin for that contract. But I think it 
Destiny has been on an upswing for most of its trajectory. So I wonder when Activision made the decision versus when it came into effect. And like Destiny keeps getting better, but you know, when did Activision decide to pull that cord was Right. Hey, good breakdown, man. Uh this is a weird one because it was like bubbling for a while, but I feel like the first time you saw this headline in any capacity, it was one of those like, wow, what is happening here? Which is the George R. R. Martin working with Miyazaki and from software on the mm-hmm. new game, Elden Ring. Yeah. Is uh, that a contender? It's ex- it's exciting, but I don't think it's a contender. Okay, I'm going to write I it down it's, and it's, go against what you just yeah. said. Just sure, sure, sure. From yeah. software. It's just, I think it's major. I, I don't yeah. think it's like up there, but I, I do. I think it's a weird combination for sure. Like yeah. to have, like, it, it just feels like George R. R. Martin could work with whoever he wants, right? Right. At this point, except for, you know, on Except for novel. himself on yeah. his own book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for him to. You know, however it came about, whether someone said, like, hey, you should work with these guys, or he was like, I really like Bloodborne or something, and said, like, we should we, we should work together on this. Like, yeah. it's kind of an interesting combo, for yeah. sure. It, it certainly was a good headline. I think the thing that keeps it, for me, from being more important is just there hasn't been any follow-up, and we don't know how long we're going to have to wait for that See, kind of follow-up. See, this is an argument that's frustrating. I hear you, but at the same time, it's like... This is headline that was a woe or a wow or an oh boy moment, right? right. And like the fact that like yeah. there's still I more to that. come. Yes. It's like how important is I that? I get that, you know? but just in terms of the things that it's also going up against. Okay. Which yeah. I think. All right. I will not put it on the list. Uh, well, I mean, you can put it on the list. I'm not going to stop you from putting it on the list. Yes, back on the list. <laughs> there we go. Jeff, um, you want to volley one out? No, I don't. Okay, great. Um, next one. This is one category that I did. I. I have been like struggling to find the time to go through all these, and when I saw Biggest News, I was like, "No, Hanson has like every <laughs> headline recorded." So. I'm so excited. Okay, what about PlayStation Five details out of nowhere appearing in that Wired article? I, I like that one on the list. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, it, it's so also weird. weird because that was if if we had heard that thing, like they could have made that a much bigger deal. But like the way it was released is also like in a way kind of muting, but also amplifying because it feels like the fact that they just said, "Yeah, Wired's got all the details on the you know yeah. the, the specs of the PS4," just felt like, "Oh, okay." But also the fact that they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna tell you guys." It's, what, uh, what it's it is. still confusing. I don't know how it happened. Yeah. Twice it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were two rounds of that. It's also it's an interesting signifier of like how information is shared and today, yeah. like they didn't need to do a big thing. It it was totally fine just yeah. being like one interview with one outlet and it got yeah. shared by everybody else. It's also know? like. It also, I think, tells you how important it is to certain people, like the the specs, and how unimportant they end up becoming. Because when you think about, like, how many people think about the specs of the PS4, right? Like at this yeah. point, right? Like they yeah. think, like they'll tell you, like everyone in play, like their initial pitch is always like teraflops. Yeah. It's got 1.6 yeah. teraflops or whatever. It, it'll run at this like gigahertz or whatever, and then like, everyone forgets that as soon as the console yeah. is out. It's yeah. just like how do the, how do games run on it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, only... and because because the hardware is so customized, it's just it's so hard. For even like the best tech company, you know, like the best tech outlets out there, even they're like, you know what, we're gonna have to wait and see like how this te- how this hardware is actually working once mm-hmm, it's yeah. in, you know, the total ecosystem of the new console. But I also did like with that one that they did have the very concrete thing that everyone can understand of like they brought out and they demoed it with a game showing that the loading times were like nearly non-existent even with the PS4 at that point. Game. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. really smart for sure. Uh, okay, here's some more we can fly through. Uh, the Call of Duty 2020 shakeup before Modern Warfare came out this year, like that announcement that Sledgehammer is moving into a support role and that Black Ops 5, this is a Kotaku story, I believe. Yeah. I, I'm fascinated by Call of Duty's development, but I understand I'm it's, on a limb Yeah, there. I mean, it's, it's, one of the, it's interesting, but it's like it's not okay. big headlines or anything. What about from GDC? Um, 
Oh, what if my computer um, decided to close uh, Google Docs? Put it on the list. <laughs> uh, no, what about from GDC, the announcement of Google Stadia? Yeah, I think that's a that's yeah. that's noteworthy. That's a woe moment. Yeah, a woe and again, that's, that's it, an old boy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's that tough thing of like knowing the follow through and that Stadia hasn't uh, lit the world on fire at this point. Yeah, it's like, man, it feels like it hasn't even released. The news that like Google is getting into the game industry in what they see as a mm-hmm. big way, yeah. I think, is is a story from the sure. year, right? Yeah, I, I'll only pee on that one a little bit. Oh, please, just a tingle. Um, <laughs> but even even when they announced it, I was already like. I don't think I don't know how this is going to work, and I'm very skeptical until we actually start seeing demos of it. But when you first saw the headline, you probably fell out of your chair. Yeah, no boy. I I guess I had no boy. I <laughs> <laughs> can't remember the specific moments. I don't remember the exact place I was in that right, moment when right. I heard about it. Okay, as what? opposed to Randy Pitcher's flash drive. Yeah. Everyone oh, knows who they I were. was driving home, and not I in the times. <laughs> This oh, just in. I like how you're like so very itty bitty in your own car that you're driving like this. Meep, meep. Yep. Okay, if uh, Sony buying Insomniac isn't on this list, I don't think Microsoft buying Double Fine is going to make the cut, but worth noting is no, a very interesting cool. thing very this sweet year. announcement. Yes. Uh, Kyle, do you want to throw one in there? Um, you know, I honestly don't remember the full details of this, but there was like a lawsuit between Rockstar and the Pinkertons. Oh boy! Like okay. they're like over like the use of their family name in Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, I think it got settled out of court, which makes it like the fact that it, you're. I don't think it was on the list, but I. I, remember I think we're that. all in agreement that is the number one news story yeah. of 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, like Rockstar gets sued every year yeah. for, for yeah. someone looking to cash in. Lindsay on Lohan's their, granddaughter yeah. at this point <sighs> is also uh, next. Yeah. Watch out, Rockstar! Uh, here's a know. tiny one that I don't even remember happening, let alone writing down, but. Apparently, the director of Cyberpunk 2077 joined Blizzard. Does anybody remember that? That's yeah. a weird news I, I story. I think I remember yeah. writing that story. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, here's another very specific one. I don't think it's going to make the list, but one of those things this year that I was like, wow. Uh, when AOC uh, called into that Donkey Kong 64 live stream oh, to talk about right. trans rights. Right. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. just one of those like, this is insane. It's the to future, have, man. To have somebody in Congress... Yeah. jump on the line and talk about Donkey Kong 64 and she also talked about how much she loved Pokemon Snap. I was like, this is, like, I know she's very young but like this is mind-blowing that we're mm-hmm. at that point in doesn't society. Bernie Sanders has a Twitch st- uh, channel, doesn't he? I haven't yeah. checked it out. I don't think he's playing any games on there. He but, was uh, talking about how much he liked Space Invaders. And <laughs> Boo, old man. That game with the stick that you twirled the hoop, you know, down yeah. the street. You know, he really liked threes a lot because mm-hmm. it's just like numbers, just mm-hmm. lots of numbers. Right. Even distribution and all the numbers <laughs> the top there. top three percent. <laughs> Some uh, really good Bernie impression. <laughs> killer. Uh, I have EA canceling the Star Wars Vancouver game. Also notable, but mm-hmm. not yeah. huge. Um, this is tricky. It was definitely a huge thing when it happened, but when Metro Exodus was pulled from Steam, and that kind of ropes in the larger just push for Epic yeah. exclusives. Yeah. That, that was like the first big kind of like story because that, that it was there was an additional layer there that hasn't been in in story sense of they pulled it from steam which is different from like right this is an exclusive and i think that that was like i think that specific moment led to a lot of the kind of simmering ire yeah. for a lot of people because like they like everything else every other epic Epic Games exclusive is viewed through that lens of like you are literally taking a, taking it away from Steam, which is where I've yeah. been comfortable buying all of my games. And, and I for, pre-ordered it, right? Yeah. And like, w- there is no better like encapsulation of that feeling than the fact that the game was on Steam. You could pre-order it 
And then they said, like, no, like, we're, we're you can no longer pre-order it. If you pre-ordered it, we're honoring it. But this is moving to Epic. Yeah. And it was such a weird thing throughout the year, too, because then Shenmue 3 was also a big hullabaloo about this as well. And it's tough because, like, yeah, that one headline maybe didn't pop as much, but it definitely was such an ongoing saga this year of just Epic locking down. It's like, if there's a cool, like a cool game coming out on PC... Odds are it's going to be on the Epic Game Store over Steam at this point because yeah. they're just shoveling out Fortnite. Cash. Although today, I think I think it was today or a couple days ago, the um, uh, the Bastion developers, what is that? Uh, Super uh, Hades yeah, with Pyre, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hades. Well, uh, Hades oh, is now Hades, on, yeah. is on Steam now, right? Yeah. So, so now that, those exclusivity contracts are starting to expire. Yeah, which is right. interesting. Yeah. yeah, I believe that those contracts are only for a year of exclusivity. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if yeah, seeing we saw Metro Exodus pop up again yeah. next year on Steam. Uh, tying into this and just uh, the insane amount of money that Epic has, uh, Fortnite Chapter 2, I feel I, like this I is like a I like that on the list, actually, because it was like, the way they did that, I thought, I'm not even a big Fortnite mm-hmm. guy, but yeah. I was watching it from the outside, I was like, this is cool. Like, the this black is... hole having like such a narrative yeah. moment in this, mm-hmm. yeah, this battleground. Like, I just, I, I like, because we were talking the other week about movie trailers and Avengers, and it's like, you guys don't have to put out a trailer. Like, yep. just, and I feel like that's what they did. Where they were just like they turned off the game and everyone freaked out and then they turned it back on and had a big thing. You know what I mean? They didn't mm-hmm. they didn't make a trailer for chapter two. They didn't like buy all this YouTube ad space to sort of hype it up. They just like flipped a, a switch that feel like yeah. it like collapsed the world and like reopened. Like I just thought it was cool. I just yeah. like how it, it was done. It's a nice flex of like they have the world's largest captive audience at this point yeah. and they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. take and advantage it was fun. of that. Do yeah. some fun with it. You know? Plus yeah. like they get to lean into everybody saying shut down Fortnite, Fortnite sucks and they're like, okay, we did it. And <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah, hold yeah. to it for what, like thirty two hours or something, something like, like that? that. Yeah. yeah. Um okay, what about Okay, I'll jump in if you have a ton more. By I've, the got, way. I've got a couple. I'm, oh, yeah, please. Uh, this is maybe under the, the radar a little bit, so I don't know if you have to add it to the list, but Devotion being delisted from Steam and not coming back oh, in any way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it makes the list, but it it was definitely, that was like one of my oh boy moments in that, like, it was when I, <laughs> Hang when did you it say went owl down. Boy moment? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, it was like delisted because it had some, like, Message that was going against like the the Chinese prime minister at the time. It was like a yeah. Winnie the Pooh yeah, poster, ca- right? Right. Well, it was like a, a reference to calling him Winnie the Pooh, which is something yeah. that is like know, borderline like illegal in China at this yeah. point. Um, and so it went down, and I fully expected that game to come back uh, because in the wake of that, people were like, "Oh, this game's actually really good, uh, and people should play it." And I was like, "Okay, I'll wait for it to come back and I'll buy it." And then it never did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so like the fact that they just said like for whatever reason we can't make this work. It's not the game isn't. The game is just gone yeah. at this point. They released a statement later, basically being like, "Sorry, you know, yeah, it's, it's not, not coming, coming back. back." By the way, yeah. watch watch the movie that's coming out based on our first game, which is like, yeah, it's oh, like really? that studio is is strange. Like they had like yeah. a weird hit, but, which is a, yeah. an odd precursor to a lot of the Blizzard China stuff for sure. Yeah. Just like how how like you forget every once in a while that China is like one of the biggest forces in gaming. Yeah. Which by the way, the Switch just launched there. By the way. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and like for like, and they are very much kind of wielding their power as a market force by like, you know, using their kind of authority and tendencies to say like, we don't want this, <laughs> like, don't do this. Um, right. Which and might my, tie into yeah. one of the other big stories from the year that we right, exactly. put on the list: Blizzard China. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the other one would be like Anthem. Like it's complete kind of like for that game to fall so flat on its face and for, you know, Bioware to... Like, you know, they, they announced that they're having that huge, you know, uh, update. Well, they didn't announce it, but, like... Kodaku leaked it. Yeah. 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 Uh, for that game to have become such a, like, a just a huge uh, failure in a lot of ways. and For sure, where I would cut you off and tell me where uh, MinMax stands on this, I'm with you, but what's the headline? I like having this to that one thing, and the headline is not just Anthem an opinion falls, piece. Anthem falls flat on its face. Yeah, but no one wrote mm. that headline. 
You know, yeah, it's just like, like a sentiment yeah. because more it, than it, a specific. It was a story yeah. that like was made up of individual events, but that told like you know through that narrative, it told a complete story. The headline was like a hundred review headlines. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's and, like, true. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't an announcement. Anthem, like, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking I get away. What you're saying. Yeah, it was. It was a thing of you know, it was a story told in pieces where they said like, "Hey, we have this roadmap. We're not doing that. Yeah. We're going to go completely quiet on the game." And then you know them. Like part of it, which I think kind of elevates it a little bit, is that like they're still br- planning to bring it back, but yeah. when, how that's going to happen, you know, yeah. and like a lot of it is, is also like the story of, you know, that also Kotaku also reported of how that game came to be and why like a lot of that game's development was so like strange and kind of like um, tense for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, which happens with a lot of games, I'm sure, but like for for that game story to have become so public, um, I think kind of is like a nice intersection of like people didn't necessarily want this game from Bioware and you know people were I think there's a certain amount of celebration seemed like this new venture from them that is like oh this is a thing you're turning it into a thing that is like a market force versus like the RPGs that we want and for, yeah. you know people are kind of rejoicing in the idea that okay now you can go back and make the games that I want yeah now make Mass Effect 2 too yeah now <laughs> make Dragon Age 4 basically right uh, uh, what about uh, Dexit the Pokedex controversy with Sword and Shield uh yeah, I mean, okay. I, I think we the can put it thing, on the but list. For us, it didn't have that huge yeah. impact, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like think we even barely talked about it on the podcast. You know? Yeah. yeah it's I don't know. The it, game. It, I mean, I, I know you you like to get to the core of the headline. Yeah. But I feel like the game coming out and being good just sort of undercut that whole. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. But um, okay, what about Reggie retiring from Nintendo? That's that's like a a nice you know. I, I think the oh, headline nice there thing. is important. It's a nice thing. He's I don't, I, oh, serial. It, it's like a nice. It's Richie. like a nice story you bundle because like it, that usually we don't get to see a lot of that or we yeah. haven't seen a lot of that yet. Yeah. People <laughs> just kind of either quietly go away, but like yeah, for, or they get for, fired for some weird reason yeah, or something. Sp- like they so leave for, a flash drive at a medieval times uh-huh. or yeah. something. I mean, that, it was like a heartwarming moment, you know, that yeah. that happened to be on Twitter for a while of like everyone saying kind of their goodbyes to Reggie and then like him being like for the company to acknowledge him in such a way that. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he got he got his send out and he's coming back back for the game awards. That's right. Yeah, yeah. very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metroid Prime Four getting rebooted and moved over to retro, I Neat. think is cool, but yeah. probably yeah. not a contender. Um, Activision, remember this when they laid off 800 employees? Yeah, it yeah. was a huge dealer in the year. Mm-hmm. Again, huge saga, but I don't think the four of us fell out of our chairs for it. Yeah, uh, Herman Hulst does the new worldwide studios president for Sony. That internal Sony shakeup again, news story. Yeah, but it's a lot of just sort of rearranging. Is yeah, right. Uh, Ninja joins Mixer. That's honestly a big deal. That's big. That it's is, like yeah. it's hard to like you know. I don't think it's big in this group specifically, yeah. but it does kind of point to where you know that the effort people, Microsoft yeah, is people making. People are still to... trying to compete with Twitch, who which at this point seems like so ubiquitous, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my last one was very early in the year. It's just to tickle your your memory banks. Is that a phrase? No. Um, do you remember? At the start of the year, when that professional Overwatch player, there was like a conspiracy. This is that, on my list, too. Oh, really? Yeah, Everybody yeah. thought that she wasn't actually playing for these Twitch streams. And it was a bizarre saga because then everybody on the internet, of course, is like, just because she's a woman and she's good at the game, these conspiracy theories, this is so stupid. Turns out then she was not actually playing. And yeah. and the team explained it as, it as a, like a social experiment. It was a social yeah. experiment <sighs> right. to pretend just... as if this woman was that good at the game. That was such a weird little beat yeah. in the game, video game combat. industry. So not making the list, oh, but one of those yeah. weird things. Yeah. I also like, I don't know, one of my personal stories, which I don't think ranks, but it is like the Shanghai Dragons. Like being this weird, like ridiculous historic underdog in oh, the like Overwatch they never won League. anything. Yeah, right? like the yeah, first. I think I want to say like the the entire first season they didn't win a 
This is the Overwatch single, team. Yeah, yeah, they didn't win a single Bad match. Bears of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I think you know, if you if you count them among professional sports, they have the longest losing streak in professional sports ever. <laughs> right. Uh, Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, and now I think you they're actually out, like a pretty you know. solid team after you know several. Have they rostered. won at all? Yeah. Uh, they they've won. They've oh, like okay. they, they're like contenders in the league now. They're not like you know perpetual. You know, losers, but like, is it, it weird, weird that, like, that, the it's first weird time that that makes me like significantly less interested <laughs> in the Overwatch League or just oh. Overwatch League? Because if you tuned in, you'd and... still be like, oh, they're really good. Like, you want to tune in and just see, like, you know, goofball <laughs> like, 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 I was, I was, oh, I was watching that, like, they had so many close calls, yeah, that, and mm-hmm. then like. The time they actually won, there was like this, like, uh, uh, uh. That's gonna and be then, exciting. Yeah. yeah, and that's like watching them win their first match was like super gratifying. But yeah. I just no want to mention it. I don't yet. think it'll sure. win. It's, okay. it's like winning, om- like, made them less renowned almost. Yeah. Okay, so biggest news right now on the list we have Ninja Joins Mixer, Reggie retiring, Anthem's failure, Devotion is gone, <laughs> Fortnite Chapter 2, Epic Store exclusive slash Metro Exodus off Steam, Google Stadia. PlayStation 5 and Wired, George R. R. Martin and From Software teaming up, Bungie Activision Split, Blizzard China, which we haven't really dove into yet, uh, yeah. and Randy Pitchford's flash drive. What gets cut? What's a safe cut? Um, I think you can cut Devotion. I just, I, okay. I think yeah. it's, an, an, I, to me, it feels personally important uh, for reasons we'll get into I in think the future, Anthem's failure, but, too. Yeah. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like that was like a, a pretty consistent talking point for for a while. Like, and it still kind of is. Like, as soon as you know, you see it's that Kotaku the, report, it's one of the gaming stories of the year. But I don't think it's a gaming news story of the year. Which is again, this is why yeah, all I, categories are flawed. But that's the way I see it. I, I, I don't I know. There, there are things on that list that I would cut first. But yeah, so let's I, cut those I would go with uh, <laughs> Reggie retiring. I would cut George R. R. Martin and from software. Mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm, cut yeah. mm-hmm. um, Epic Store. I would cut. I would not cut. Epic I would Store not yet. cut. Epic, right, yeah. Google Stadia. I would. Okay, uh, I, I kind of know what my top two are, which are like, which are sort okay. Of, well, let's keep going. Okay. We'll see where the table screams. I, I, Ninja <laughs> joins Mixer. I'll cut because again, yeah. it's an interesting saga, but for the table. But I'll, how much? I also I also think that there is there is time. I think the story is still happening. I think that if in six months he goes back or whenever his contract expires, but and again, you, it, I don't want to factor I, that in. Yeah. I well, sure. But like, I, I, what what I'm saying is that that individual uh, point by itself, I don't think is like isn't enough to hang with it like a lot of this other I, stuff I think it's also and uh, now you're a Giant Bomb fan does it hang oh well because <laughs> no, you can't yeah, help on, not compare it to I yeah. well it. it doesn't make the list was the one that we use the game informer all the time <laughs> right yeah. right um so we have Bungie Activision I would cut PS5 details and wire just because like okay. it's 2019 you assume yeah. that it's going to get out there somehow that was more weird than that was like no it's pronounced know. wired yeah. oh that's okay, okay thank <laughs> you um let's see okay so at this point, it's Fortnite Chapter 2, Epic Store Exclusives, Bundy Activision Split, Blizzard China, Randy Pitchford Flash Drive. I mean, was... The, okay, I know it's like a... It's probably the most fun story on the list, but do we really think Randy Pitchford's Flash Drive is like... Yeah. Number one news two? story? Yeah. You know, that's a, but it's that's the most solid it, one. It, it was like a fun time. It was like a really fun time on Twitter. Like, we all had a great time. The fact that like this was this was like kind of like a jumping off word for a lot of people, like kind of this pent up animus towards Randy Pitchford in a right, lot of ways. Yeah. But to me, to me, that... I mean that is such a spectacular implosion <laughs> of a because it also connects to like do you remember the reveal stream for Borderlands 3 and again mm-hmm. I'm going against oh, yeah, my own yeah. rules of rotting it out but just like the Randy Pitchford oh god why does he have to be connected to mm-hmm. one of the biggest games of the year with Borderlands 3 was such an overwhelming mood for 2019 right and you could just feel everybody within 2K wincing of like, yeah. oh, like we can't say no because it's an independent company and he owns this stuff but, it, yeah. it did seem like a big flipping point for that company that usually their fans are 
on board with pretty much anything that they're doing, you know? Well, like, aliens, colonial marines, and battle Battleborn. Well, yes, okay. Well, uh, I think they're yeah. on board with Borderlands. Borderlands. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Although that Halo port for PC. But it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Samba de Amigo and Wii? Whoa! <laughs> I guess oh, it boy. is kind of hard. Brothers in arms. <laughs> Hello, I've neighbor. <laughs> Randy has been a controversial person for a long time, but this was kind of... This was such a weird conglomerate of like yes. so many so many bizarre things that like everyone was talking about it yep. and couldn't even believe that it was something that was happening yes you know? exactly that suddenly magicians podcasts were in the gaming lexicon <laughs> <laughs> such a funny beat yeah uh, but okay. i mean i don't know i i feel like what did it affect I, the sort of larger industry, or was it just like it was, like was, a, it fun, it was a fun was train wreck to watch? Tabloid yeah. stuff, you know. It was tabloidy. Yeah. It was the most tabloidy. Yes, but but I guess news story that yes, made you go, "Wow!" In terms of biggest yeah. news, yes, not necessarily biggest. I think big, I, the I category know. isn't biggest industry impact. Right. Right. Know. It's biggest. Oh boy! At this oh, point, I would, is that, that, is that a, the name of the that award? Was now? A major. Oh boy! <laughs> I would cut epic store exclusives just for fun in the category of like the news story is. It's again a story from 2019, but is it a news story? I think I, I think it's still something people it. talk about all the time. Like I think it, that True. is that is maybe my number one. See, I, in I, I feel oh this. wow because like that is that is when you think about PC gaming at this point, that is the thing that keeps popping up. That that is right. every every week. I feel like there is a new either epic store exclusive, another round of people being super pissed off about. And that. there's more sustained anger about this than there is about. Even uh, even Blizzard, like the Blizzard China stuff, Calcone, right? China. I feel like that stuff is is mostly blown. Like there are still which is some, insane to me, but right, yes, yeah. yeah, like the fact which that is the reason is still, why it should be our number one, <laughs> no, right? No, 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 no. But like I I mean I I think that is a much bigger deal than than a lot of the stuff on this list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about Bungie Activision? Yeah, I think that. Can I think yeah, that I, yeah. that one. Interesting, oh, yeah. and for the future, also it's so focused on Bungie and Destiny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Happy for those folks to finally have like some independence and be able to chart their yeah. own, you know, Destiny. Right. But. I, I, I don't they think it, I don't think it had like I don't think you know you, you didn't see like a, a dearth of like in studios saying like we should also be independent if anything you saw more studios get bought yeah. right right, right. which, which kind of makes this exception more notable but yes you know. okay so right now it's Randy Pitchford's flash drive uh, Blizzard China Epic Store exclusives and Fortnite chapter 2 I, I'm having a tough time cutting Fortnite chapter 2 because it was like one of my favorite things it is one of those like wait they're doing what now and I thought it was one of the bold most bold marketing plays I've ever seen in well, the video game industry Hansen, is that a moment Versus oh. a news story. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Also, yeah, I could use my argument of it being focused on a single game and not necessarily... Well, though, Fortnite is the game, game? The game industry right now, <laughs> for better and worse. Okay. I think that is a, a moment to me more. That's yeah. a great point. All right, noted. Okay, so Flash Drive, Blizzard China, Epic Store exclusives. Um, is this the point when we go around and name what we think our number one would be yeah. and see how that uh, shakes out? I mean, we, we may as well have a one and two, right? Because that's how the well, category Let's just do one, out. but I think okay. yeah. I think we'll figure it out from that, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, hang on, writing down. Do you want to start with Serial so you can vamp on your phone here? For a yeah, correct. Serial. Uh, yeah, I will go. I would go Epic Store exclusive as number one. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, and I guess we should clarify this won't necessarily. I mean, voting. Right. We're not voting necessarily. No, right? because it's, some people could be a ten death. out of ten yeah. on their vote. Another person yeah. could be a three out of ten on their yeah. vote. So you know, yeah. math just, always gets messy. Yeah. We'll just keep talking it out like. Like Grown we've ups. always done. Yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. you. All right. <laughs> okay. Now we gotta figure out a timestamp for that. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah. Number one. Yeah. I think. Um, is that an instruction? <laughs> man, you know it is neck and neck. Look into your heart. I would know say the right Blizzard China. Number one. Yeah. China, China number one is what you're saying. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <buddy. laughs> 
Uh, Blizzard China for me. I think the fact that like yeah. what was essentially a what many people consider to be a flawless developer. I mean, people held up Blizzard as well, being. Real. I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean, before now, I feel like every. What are you talking? Don't you remember Diablo BlizzCon Mortal? last year? Uh, I guess yeah. that's yeah. true. Or like I, even porting to I PC. I, I guess I feel like console people lost their minds. It's just like they were. I guess maybe I'm I'm like uh, not. Uh, sort of acknowledging the tale enough, but yeah. like let's say before that BlizzCon Diablo Mobile, like I feel like no, no one could ever say anything negative about Blizzard. And I then, disagree, like, but yes, obviously this yeah. is a huge twist. And yeah. I mean, you mentioned the console thing, but I feel like they have turned that around to the point where people are excited that their games are also on. For console. sure, but then if you include like the auction house, like the, there's always the uh, real player ID. I don't remember that saga from mm. years ago. Like there's always something to be mad at Blizzard about, but it's never quite hit the levels yeah. to the point that. Uh, Congress people across the aisle mm-hmm. are sending a letter yeah. Blizzard yes. saying, "Hey, we don't appreciate you squashing yeah. the for, for them, oh, sorry, uh, for them to reveal like two pretty major things at BlizzCon, and for those to not like, I mean, they did take over eventually, but for them to be to have any competition in terms of like negativity on the other With side, Diablo Four and Overwatch mm-hmm. too. Right. But I think what hurts this a little bit in my mind, maybe, but maybe I'm zooming out too much, is that idea that I feel like it was a kind of a flash in the pan. Like as much as people were. Outraged once Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 were announced, at least looking at all the comments that I was reading, like people were not still fully losing yeah. their mind. I think that there... has to do a lot with the, the way anger works on the internet in general. Yeah, to yeah. Be fair. That, like... That's also getting back to the impact argument versus okay. a news, you know, like a major news event that yeah. this every, was an old uh, boy like, for sure. Every, like, <laughs> oh a lot of non video game outlets were also yeah. covering that. And because maybe, it was, yeah. Maybe there's a little bit of like acknowledged bias for me, but like I also don't want us to like I don't want us to move on from it. Right. You know what I mean? Like I want it to be remembered as like a major part of this year. And it was yeah, it was so weird that it's so connected in my mind to right when I left the magazine too, and that the Blizzard cover. And so like there's so many there's so many emotions tied in with that for me, but I would go Blizzard China as number one. Oh, did we want to add uh, Game Informer layoffs half its staff to uh, biggest news yeah, of the year? 40%. Yeah, 40%. Yeah. 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 You talk to, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's really more subjective. like a third, right? <laughs> if, you, if you factor in ads, it's not just no, editorial. It's my number one. I don't know. Uh, okay, uh, if we had to choose which one to cut between Randy Bitchford's Flash Drive and Epic Store, Epic Store Exclusive, which, by the way, is there a better way to frame that other than Epic Store Exclusives in your mind, Serial? I think... I think that's the proper way to frame yeah. like Epic Epic buys exclusives or something like that. Yeah, know? I think there's yeah there's also Epic some courts exclusives yeah. or something. Um, man, I I I love Randy Pitchford's Pitchford's flash drive and all its content. You've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> a lot of good research on there. Uh-huh. But I I actually I think Serial has kind of convinced me a little bit of it being more just fun gossip than sort of like it was it was like a brilliant train wreck and I think yeah. it, it kind of a- acted again as animus for like people like I've been finally looking for a great reason to dunk on Randy Pitcher <laughs> and this is totally it yeah. I mean that to me though is like this is the category for that like that doesn't fit sure. in other places we don't have a hottest mess serial whereas I feel I still feel like the the epic store thing is certainly it has been a topic of conversation the entire year yeah but like if if we're saying it's Metro Exodus, that to me wasn't as big of a headline. You know, it's kind of yeah. standing it, it in for, starting it, to me, for a starting was. point of a, a lot deal. of things. I think it was but a big deal. I'm, I'm not saying that it wasn't a big deal, but in terms of the last ones that we have. And that, if the soul of this category, which I'll proclaim right now, is that oh boy moment, I don't think, you know, Metro Exodus is now exclusive to the Epic Game Store 
uh, made me blink twice. Yeah, so I mean, I, I I guess to me this was like the Epic Store thing. This was like the biggest recurring story of the year yes. for me. Like it was the biggest news going out through this entire uh, like year, basically. But I guess it's a, a down, down to a matter of like, is the category a single incident or like what is the biggest event mm. that happened this year? It's named go. very clearly We've biggest news. But <laughs> oh, not okay, news. okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, then if I'd known that ahead of time, then <laughs> yeah. can you live surreal with? The winner being the Blizzard I, I guess in debacle. terms of like acute versus chronic, like the the, the moment me? in time when that happened to Randy Pitchford, I think got more people talking at the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I think in the long view, I think the Epic Store exclusive is a much more important thing that happened. In t- in two years, when we look back on this list, I think we'll be like, oh yeah, that flash drive, you know, like that was insane. Yeah, versus yeah. like, oh yeah, that Epic Store stuff. People yeah, are still getting the, unreasonably the mad about that, aren't of, they? Right? Yeah. Am I? Am I safe in declaring our winner, Blizzard China debacle and runner-up, Randy Pitchford flash drive? Do it. You're sure. sort of you're the you. I feel like it goes without saying that you kind of make these. If it comes down to it, right? <laughs> no, I don't want you're the, the one. You're the one that's here. I think that's. I like. I mean, that, I like that. Uh, I'm sorry, Cyril, but I like. I like Blizzard one. Wait, why did you also delete Randy Pitchford's thing? Gonna, little little copy paste. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. We're, we can live with this. I love sure. it. There it is. So the biggest news story of 2019 in the gaming space was the Blizzard China uh, Blitzchung debacle over Hearthstone, and the runner-up is Randy Pitchford. <laughs> Congratulations to Randy yeah. Pitchford. Yeah. yeah, really great job. <laughs> okay, good job, Capcom to Randy Pitchford. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right, the next category is the most confusing category. Uh. This is recently renamed the Oh That Came Out This Year Award, uh, which I see it as the honorary. Blank Check Award, which is one of my favorite things on the Blank Check podcast, is yeah. when they talk about a movie that's not that old and they say, this movie does not exist. Like, this just is not existing in culture in any way. So, I gotta make sure mine but the official out. name is, oh, that came out this year award. Uh, so, I think the way you should look at this world is that idea of the game that had the biggest drop off, most anticipation came out, ah, damn it. boosh, just zero and people will be like oh yeah, yeah. basically yeah. the first was the oh boy this is the oh yeah. <laughs> yeah not just not just that it didn't sell or that people stopped playing it but like people just legitimately forgot about yeah. that yes. game coming out yes i just absolutely. i had one and i realized it came out very late 2018 so now i'm bummed that's fine does anybody have a nominee let's see for the oh that came out this year award i mean we were just talking about jump force <laughs> You can't do that. Oh, I yeah, mean, do you want to? I think people went into that list, with kind a... of like appropriate expectations. So I don't think uh, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, they're like, this game looks... So but... Jump Force on the list? Let's just put Actually, it on the list. Yeah. I, no, I don't think so because okay. the fact that we were talking about it earlier says that yeah. we're still talking about it. I would nominate Crackdown 3. Crackdown 3 oh, is that's a great a good one. Yeah. option. That is a good one. Um, I would nominate Sky Children of the Light, the follow-up game to Journey from Genova Chen. Uh, people may disagree with this now because I didn't realize it was as big of a deal, but Metro Exodus was the one where like yeah. I wouldn't have yeah. even known it was out. I think that's I think that's a contender for sure. And like a lot of people love it and I think it's a solid game, yeah. right? Which, just... which is kind of makes it more frustrating too as right. well because it came, it came out the reviews seemed good, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's just like people kind of people quiet and yeah. done. If you grabbed if you grabbed a random Gaming enthusiast off the street and said, "Is this game out?" They may not be it's able a to sir, answer that. It's a sir, unhand me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, how about Golem, the VR game? 
Okay, but was anybody on the edge of their seat about Golem? The fact that we were confused when it was coming out, yeah. I think, hurts that. But I hear your point. I mean, the, the reason I bring it up is because of the uh, the people behind it. Yep. You know what I mean? Mario Donald from Bungie. A lot Jason of Halo Spencer. talent. But I, I, yeah, you can, we can leave it up. Because it's it's not even that it's like, oh, yeah, that came out. It was like, what is that? Right. right. Yeah. Uh, I would nominate Trials Rising. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. What do you guys think about that? Certainly does not exist. I think there are stronger contenders because yeah, Trials mean, is kind of a niche game to begin yeah, with. I don't think there was like a lot of anticipation it, for that. It, okay. it is both niche and they have they come out so often that I feel like people are okay. Yeah, I, about, have, I have a pair of nominees: uh, World War Z, which came out, mm. and also uh, Warhammer Vermin, Vermin Tide Two. Interesting. Uh, both of which fill a void that I think a lot of people want filled, which is like a, a Left for Dead style game. Yeah. And both of those came out, and both of those, from what I've heard, are good. But yeah. no one ever talks about them or mentions them at all. I, but at the same time, it ha- definitely has the silence after the fact, but I don't think it had the roller coaster ramp up. anticipation. I never said, yeah. heard somebody say, I can't wait to play World War Z. Okay. You know? Except for me after E3 <laughs> when right. I played it. And yeah. I said, hey, this is actually ridiculous. I feel like Vermintide 2 maybe sticks a little bit more because okay. people, sure. there was a first one. Yep. Okay. Um, here's an odd one. Labo VR. Just, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to think because Labo was 2018, but Labo VR. Right. Okay. Specifically also, well, it's VR. Like, it's weird because like that's 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 not a game. That's an accessory. It's a, there's right. a game on there. Yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, the there's a jumpy frog can, game. It's the same as like if you like a we fit you or something yeah. like that's we still consider that a game even though it included an accessory, right? Like, sure. like Labo VR has like you know like a f- games in there that you're playing. It, it's sure. like it was like Nintendo Land. Or but something was there like, like you know. In the spirit of the category, was there a lot of anticipation for it? I mean, it's Nintendo doing VR. Like, that's kind of an oddball thing, you know? Yeah, but really... I don't know. Like, I don't know that people were excited about it. Okay. Yeah. Much, I'll, I'll but, cut it. But, but I do think it is shocking how... It, it is. It's surprising. Like, the fact that they made it is surprising, but I don't yeah. I don't think that... It, yeah. that well, let's just keep adding for okay. now, and then we'll cut sure. later. Um, I would nominate Rage 2. Sure. That's a good yeah. one. Mm-hmm. What about... I, I was gonna say Gears Five, but I think that made a splash. I think people ended up ultimately liking Gears Five. And I, we're it's kind of it's a contender. It, it, I, I think it's above. It, it is above this award, but kind of below really yes, yes, any I agree. other radar. Uh, I have one I'm feeling very know. confident about. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like good even job. when you said that, I immediately thought, wait, is that the 3D? Is that the one from the 3DS that they no brought out? Is that sure. a port or is that a new uh, game? <laughs> here's a weird one. Overwatch Switch. No way. Really? I feel like no one is talking about that at all. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's people specifically saying like, hey, I would love to play Overwatch on Switch. I remember that. I remember people yeah. saying that and okay. for it I'll to finally it come true. It's a weird one for sure because it's like it's, it's not a 2019 game, but I, I thought it would be a bigger splash. I yeah. thought like, because I think everyone did what I did, which was like, oh yeah, that would be cool to play on Switch. I'll add that mm-hmm. to my wish list. Yeah. And when it's like five bucks, maybe I'll pick it up and then uh, no one's really playing no, yeah. it. You know? Okay, well, well, this is for you. I don't want to say no one, but this is a game yeah, yeah, yeah. that is... The direct follow-up to literally one of the biggest games on planet Earth. Okay. And no one has mentioned it a day after its release. Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, that's the good. The Niantic Pokemon Go. One. That's good to put on the list, yeah. And I would say I there was just... not a crazy amount of expectations, but everyone, I think, saw that headline and was like, oh, that'll do well. And then as far as yeah. I can tell, it has not. I don't think so, yeah. Hey, you guys can tell me if I'm stupid for this because I don't know... In terms of people wanting it for years and years and years, I don't know if the reaction to it finally coming out, but does Shenmue 3 fall on this? 
Has there been enough mm. talk? Has it fallen off to the there's, point where there's recency bias there for sure? Yeah. Because it, people yeah. like we we are in the part of the process where people are still talking about it, mm-hmm. and I feel like it would have to be by next year that. Yeah. If people forget about it by next year, that would it's be also, when it's would tough say, for, like, it's tough for me especially because I played it, so it yeah. was sort of and at it the is recent. Of my like mind. you, you yeah. just played it versus like but something think, like World War Z. If you if if we had done this category back then, yeah. yeah. And if it a, came out in March, option, I think though. it's a good option. But I think it is just like we have to be subjective about this, and mm-hmm. nobody's yeah. surprised that Shenmue Three came out this year, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe not that. I'm just wondering, like, is the rest of the internet talking about it? You know? No, certainly not. I think they're talking about it more than some of the other ones on this list. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about Ancestors, Humankind Odyssey? Oh, yeah. Do you think? But again, I would say there wasn't that much hype. It was just like, yeah, this there was a lot game. of vague and being I guess, yeah, I guess I looked at like, it I as like, know, I see it as like the game from the guy that created Assassin's Creed, which should yeah, be like, like a big thing, but it's like they didn't market it that way really. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's not kinda, at all like, it, it does yeah. not like borrow from that lineage at all in a way that makes you think like, oh, if I haven't been liking recent Assassin's Creed, it's, I can play this game. Like, yeah. that's not what that, right. that's not what this yeah. is. Okay. What about um, Far Cry New Dawn? I was thinking that one too. That kind of lands in like the Rage Two yeah. area for me. Kind of went, but I think Rage Two is a better candidate in mm-hmm. that slot. Yeah, yeah. In that, they in sort that of like milieu, mil- those, milieu. Those two sort of like made neither of them uh, sort of be talked about. Right. If they had released like months apart, I think each would have gotten its time in the spotlight and, because they yeah. kind of came out around the same time. Like everyone was like, oh yeah, that's there's Rage Two and Far Cry. Like they kind of got spoken in the and same. And also, sentence. I think the thing that makes Rage Two stronger is that a new Far Cry game usually comes out every year, and so well, I think yeah. it's it's easier to kind of okay just look over that one and forget about it. Yeah. What about? Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Travis strikes again. Colin, no more heroes. Mm. Is that a contender I mean, on this list? Yeah, I think you can put it on there for sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean it was a big Switch exclusive. Yeah, that was kind like of his, his, lot turn, of shoulder his return to directing. I, right. I like I, you know, obviously I'm a little biased because I reviewed it and played it and liked it. But right, like yeah, it does not seem like that game has made a, uh, a splash. At what all. about Mario and Luigi's uh, Bowser's Inside Story remake? I don't know. That's a like, remake. Yeah, it's I, a okay. remake. All right. What yeah. about Minecraft Earth? Technically released. It's a little bit of Very a Shenmue reasonable. argument too, right? Yep. But yep. yeah, not not making a splash really. But I feel like Harry Potter is a better. Example of that, yeah. In that, in that category. How about... <laughs> I was, I was going to say Apple Arcade, just because like, everyone was like oh super hot on it, and then now I feel like... I but think people we're, kept playing Grindstone for a while, and so they yeah. were accidentally I think people are still Apple talking Arcade. about Apple Arcade, just kind of like... It's hard to be excited. Like You can maybe mention a game on, on yeah. Apple Arcade, but in terms of like, I'm really excited about the concept think, of yeah, Apple everyone, Arcade. I still want to talk about it. Everyone got their free month and was like, this is an amazing launch lineup. This is this is the future. Yeah. And I just feel like, I, even then, I was kind of like, well, I like Rhinestone, but like, I, I think we're overblowing this a little bit. Yeah, you know? but well, like again, it's hard to maintain excitement for like, yes. oh, you can yeah. download games digitally now. Like, yeah, yes, we exactly. just kind of come to expect it. Right. right. Any other nominations? This is a good list. It's a good list right now. Right now we have Crackdown 3, Sky, Children of the Light, Metro Exodus, Labo VR, Vermintide 2, Rage 2, Yoshi's Craft World, Overwatch on Switch, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes for the, oh, that came out this year award? Yeah, yeah I think Slash. you can cover Vermintide. Yeah, that was going to be okay, my first Vermintide. Um, I guess we also could have said Ghost Recon Wildlands. I thought about yeah. that. Yeah. It, well, it's telling it you got the name wrong. It's Breakpoint. 
<laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but people also be, weren't talking about Wildlands. But so. do you feel like Rage 2 is yeah, also I, I think, yeah. I think not that's, that, so that, that's not fair, right? To, to think like, oh, there's already one yeah. that fills that slot. Because, you know, the R2 could be Rage 2 and Breakpoint. Right. I, I, on that point, like, I almost, Division 2 feels a little that way to me. Like, it was good and people yeah. really liked it, but it was like really flash in the pan, disappeared quickly. It does seem that way, but I bet if you look at that player count, it's yeah, still probably pretty decent. I think there's more of a tail on that one. Compared to current player count for some of these games like yeah. come on so I like uh, I think Metro can go I think Labo Hang on, can I, go I can I, cut Metro uh, yeah okay I'm sorry Jeff I'm, you didn't right. fight for it uh, Labo I will also cut yeah Labo VR um, I will cut Overwatch on Switch sure yeah Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also like a re-release, so it's like people. Yeah, are st- people true. are still talking about Overwatch. It's hard. It's hard to know like how much of that conversation is yeah. overlapping. With yes. The Switch version. I would cut Travis Strikes again. Yeah. Uh, I think- yeah. I Probably think, because like it's the table, and Serial loves that game, you know. So also, I think the people like Serial who were excited about that game were, you know, I feel like I got what I wanted, excited right? for like, it and like it pr- talked about it enough. And it's and yeah. it's also I was also I not I'm, I wasn't expecting it to be like this is like a revelation and everything. Yeah, just, I right. feel like I got I got what I wanted, and I like it's not like I, I was expecting to talk about this for the rest of the year. Like not really because it's it is a prelude to Normal Heroes three. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, uh, Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, Yoshi's Craft, World Rage 2, Sky, and Crackdown 3. I feel this, like so these are five very big swingers yeah, in my mind. I, I feel like Yoshi can go. That would be the one that I would cut from that list because I don't think people were like chopping at the bit for another Yoshi game. I feel like those games are always kind of like, oh, yeah, we're making one of those. And people are like, yeah. okay, cool. Um, we'll see. You know, like there wasn't a lot of anticipation for it. I don't think yeah. anyone. Okay. I, I think very few people were like over the moon about the idea of a new to Yoshi game. To be fair, game. I considered myself excited, but the fact that I have not picked that up and thought about Same it. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If, I mean, if there's something okay. you would prefer I, to cut uh, first. I think it can go. I'll cut it. I'll yeah. cut it. There's, uh, uh, can I say Harry Potter? Like, I understand. Yes. I understand that it's important. It seems huge in terms of it's Niantic's next follow-up. Yeah. I think a lot of people, and maybe this is my own bias, just thought, like, I don't want to play a Harry Potter, Harry sure. Potter yeah. game yep. on my phone. But know? it was in terms of ingredients that should have worked. But yeah. Didn't. yeah, yeah. I mean, even like a uh, big Harry Potter guy, big Pokemon Go guy. When they announced it, I was like, oh yeah, I bet that'll do well. I'm not interested in an, another GPS game yep. to mm-hmm. my to my done thing. Uh, so now we're down to Crackdown Three, Sky, and Rage Two. Um, so should I- we do around the table and choose our number ones? Is that how you want to yeah. do this? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Serial, where are you at? I think Sky Children of the Light is probably my number one, just okay. because it is the next game from. The people who made Journey, yep, and I think you know they wanted to do it, but the fact that that game released on mobile kind of just completely sucked the life out of that game's oh, excitement. Yeah. And they yeah. said it was coming to console yeah, for nineteen. That has not happened. But it's like that game is built around mm-hmm. the mobile platform because there are there are free to play aspects to it. So unless they completely rework it for yeah. for consoles, I like I don't know that I'm interested in playing it now, even yeah. if it came out on but consoles. Even, yeah. Yes, Jeffem. Yeah, uh, mine is Crackdown Three. As your number one? Yes. As in terms of a game that people wanted for years and years and had very high hopes for, yeah. I feel. Just that had, series had coming for. back. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, high hopes. Is, but I, I, your point, I, I guess, think, is well I, stated. I think yeah. there was, you know, everyone loved Crackdown 1. Mm-hmm. Crackdown 2 was a disappointment. And then we have been seeing snippets of Crackdown 3 for a long time. Yeah. People were like, oh, man, you know, it's got all this environmental destruction. It's going to be amazing. It's, and then it, it's like was Microsoft's like only legitimate exclusive for like what feels like a decade. Yeah, it was announced know? at the beginning of the Xbox One's life cycle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so okay, Kyle, where you at? Uh, Sky for sure. As a as someone who beat that game, yeah. Uh, like I, it blows my mind like that journey, which is like 
just the game that people point to as being games as art, as being important to the medium, like the fact that that came out and like it was free and I it, it, like in the Game Informer office, like Miller reviewed it and I'm the only other person who beat it because I was like, surely there has to be something else here. And I played yeah. it for maybe two hours or so yeah. and we did like, I mean, it's tough to factor this in, but like, you know, I did interviews with Genova Chan, we pulled out news stories, I remember at Game Informer and like zero people cared. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. It's which a is impossible to think of. Yeah, I guess to me that's that's why I question it a little in terms of I and maybe it's just me. I wasn't super anticipating it to begin with. Like uh, again, mm-hmm. I understand the legacy of yeah. it's the next game after Journey. But as soon as I heard it's this thing on mobile, like I was checked out and I didn't really care to begin with. But that's, before I, it came out, but I think that's know? part of it though. Like it, it's yeah. like the fa- I think them kind of pivoting in this direction that I think kind of nobody wanted them to, I think is part of, like, that game's having been forgotten, right? Because if you told me even now, like, hey, Genova Gen's announced the new, another game and you can just kind of forget about Sky Children in the Light, I'd be like, okay, I want to play that because because that that leftover excitement about Journey, I think, would still prompt me to want another game. Yeah. The fact that this kind of was their next thing and it just completely got skipped over after people found mm-hmm. out that it was a mobile game with yeah. like the, the structure that it was, I think is like kind of a... It, it does lend itself to being in the spirit of this category. Maybe yeah, and I think forgotten. it's been seven years of people saying, oh, I can't wait to see what that game company does next. They do it and it is a flat line. Like, I think that's... So yeah, notable. No one's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I guess I can understand that. It, to me, it's a little award confusion of like what the category is because to me, when I think of it, it's hype. something that people were anticipated for the actual game that it was supposed to be, and then when mm. it came out, people were disappointed. I mean, I was definitely looking forward to it every time it would pop up, which was you know, every couple years I would get yeah. excited about. It. Even when it's on mobile, it's like okay. Yeah, I mean, I was okay. just excited for a new That Game Company game. Yeah. Like, the okay. sort of the platform was sort of irrelevant. I was like, well, if they, anyone, anyone can make it great, it'll probably be them. And then it, it was like, it was, it's, I mean, I will even say it's a good game. Like, I liked it. The ending is really cool. But it just, like, it just, no one cared. It's, I mean, no one's playing it, you know? So is this list Sky Children of Light number one, runner-up Crackdown 3? I, I like that. I liked I liked yeah, uh, the I Crackdown so. 3 suggestion quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I guess the other question I have is in terms of what's important to us versus what we think the larger community was looking at. Yeah. Um, I know you like Crackdown a lot, right, Kyle? Yeah, I, I like Crackdown. That was fun. Um, I didn't beat it. You're the one person. And so Rage 2, does anybody have a lot of hype personally for Rage 2 is the question. I, I was curious about what another Rage would yeah. be like, but I don't know that it was like, I mean, I can't <laughs> wait to play another Rage. Rage 2 was my, oh, this is coming out. Award. Right. Like, oh, they're making a sequel to that? You know, like, that's... You know. I, to me, that one was exciting because they were... I mean, I guess the first Rage was kind of open world, but it seemed like the gunplay was really exciting. They had more... It was kind of a more parkour kind of actiony thing people people seemed more psyched about it as it was re- as it was coming up to release i yeah. think and then it and then just no one talked about it after it came out i think it's on game pass now right and people aren't playing it really it's always weird like how you perceive these things like i haven't seen somebody tweet about rage 2 in four months therefore yeah. but like i don't know what else we go off of right mm-hmm. i think honestly but I, to, I mean to me like obviously sky is going to be on there to me i guess crackdown is the better example yes to me than rage so. okay there we go let's do it sky children of light locked in the oh that came out this year award or the honorary blank check game that does not exist <laughs> with 
Crackdown 3 as the runner-up. Wow. Uh, Good job, I guess. <laughs> you did it. Um, now we're going to have the uh, I Need to Go to the Bathroom Award. Oh, and perfect. I'm going to be the runner-up, and then I'm going to run upstairs and go. I mean, Jeffum's the winner for that one. Yeah. yeah. It's always me. I guess we'll find out. All right, we'll be back in a second. All right, we're back. Next category. You you really could have started the segment before you yeah. popped the can. I have no, a lot going he, on in my brain. So okay. He wanted right. that sound effect <laughs> yeah. for the ASMR fans. All right, here we go. Next category is a game we all agree is probably good, but we didn't play it. And we know this. these categories are starting off a little more negative. This is a positive category, just yeah. a backhanded mm-hmm. positive category, right? Okay, a game we all agree I mean, is good. It's, it's, it's not it, even it, backhanded, it, really. I think it's a category that acknowledges that one day we're all going to die, and we have to choose how we figure out what <laughs> right, to do with yeah. our time. Mm-hmm. That's Hell positive. Yeah. That is yeah. amazing. Right? Yeah, everybody I did, honestly, I everybody it, loves death. I think it's a positive. I don't think it's a negative thing at all. Okay, a game we all agree is probably good, but we didn't play it. Does anybody have a nomination? Uh, Disco Elysium, yeah. right? I mean, well, I, Okay, so but you I played, this is, I this played is about problem. seven hours of it. Seven I, hours. Yeah, and I, I really think like it's it. a contender. I've played uh, maybe forty minutes of it. Um, okay, I will leave it on this list for now. But I think the fact that one of us has played it does hurt it in this category. Sure, maybe. Um, yeah, should I not? Um, should I not have played it for the sake? Yeah. Of, what, are you, what are you doing? I mean, there's also like. Um, yeah, this one's tough. I started Darksiders Genesis, but it's just like it's one that does not count. Doesn't count. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't think I don't so. Know. Yeah, I, you know, played it. I feel like. I also would would be more reserved to say like okay I can we can probably like safely say that game is good I don't I don't know that I'd be willing to make that jump oh for yep. Genesis yep. For, yeah for, sure, for Dark sure, Souls sure. Genesis and whereas like I'm very confident that if I if I had played through it at this point or like by next week that Disco Elysium would be in my top ten yeah yes okay okay what That's about a good as a nomination for a game we all agree is probably good but we didn't play Life is Strange two. Yeah, yeah. I, I've played like half of the first episode. Okay, but that's not enough to, to I, really weigh yeah, in. And... Again, I don't, I don't know that that hurts. Okay, thing. if you right. if you've only played a little bit of it, and it's something that you can see yourself playing, or maybe not, or it's just not your cup of tea, but it's something that you don't feel like you have gotten the full experience. Yeah, I think, yes. the, yeah, I think yeah. the spirit of this category, like even playing it a little bit, it may, might actually help. Of like, I can confidently say this is good, but I can't confidently say okay. for sure yeah. that it's good. Sure. Uh, another one for me is Outer Wilds. Yeah, that would be the number one that yeah. I would not which I started, sure. but like did not get a sense of at all. I want to give it more time. Um, Here's yeah. the tricky thing: is like, yeah, by next week when we actually rank the games, we probably will have played more Outer Wilds by then, don't you think? Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of in a, in a weird position where I played like 40 minutes of it, and I'm like, I think I might be good. Yeah. but I mean, I don't think it has to be... But it doesn't I, have to yeah. be accurate. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be games that we... It doesn't have to be accurate. But no, well, what, I mean, what, like what Hanson is saying is that like... It can be a sham category. <laughs> what Hanson is saying if, is if like, let's say, for example, that after this podcast... You play Outer Wilds, and it's like your number one or something, right? Yeah. How does that affect this category? I think it boots That's it right a good point. I'm with you. Jeff, I'm kick it to the curb. All right. Like, I, if, you're, here, if I think, you're confident, so, you're not... So you think, but you think we're going to play enough of I it think, next? I think this category is ideal for games that we all agree is probably good, but there's no chance we're going to have played okay. it for okay. the yeah. game of the so year. So you're confident okay. that you okay. can... Okay. You, okay. You, yeah, yeah, in yeah. that case, you can finish Outer Wilds by next week. Thanks. Yeah, because that's that is the one on my personal yep. list that I'm going to try to spend time with there before we chat. So, well, okay. to be fair, Disco Elysium is mine, but I don't think I'm going to finish it. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think about um, Judgment? Uh, I've played half of it, and I can kind of confidently say that it's fine. Like I don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right. I think it's a good yeah. option. I I don't. Yeah. All right. Not on the list. Um. What about? Um. I just had one. Was were there like 
a Dragon Quest game that came out this year or something. Dragon like Quest that? Builders. No, I've. Well, that's, there's the I've Switch played a whole lot of, of yeah. eleven, okay. which is great. Oh, yeah, but, no. but didn't that come out on PS4 last year and came out on Switch this year? Correct. That's the kind of no. thing that this category speaks to me of like a JRPG that I'm just never gonna. People say it's good. Yeah. I take their word for it. Yeah, I'm not playing. I mean, it. that's what Disco Elysium is for me. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm being honest. Like it just doesn't too, seem that's... like my genre. I, I don't think I'd really enjoy. It, but everyone's is really positive on it, and I like I admire the excitement surrounding it. And, yeah, you know. Let's keep throwing stuff on that seems like we all agree is probably good, which is the name of the category. Um, telling Lies? That's a good one yeah. to add to the list, yeah. Okay, yeah. that is the follow-up to Her Story, a game that I loved. Yeah, made pe- my top ten. Mm-hmm. People are positive on it, yeah. yeah. I think you at least give it a nine. Yeah, she really liked yeah. it. Yeah. We yeah. should play that game. Yeah. There's a lot of the games, and I notice there's a theme here. I'm going to keep balling them out. Um, Please do. After Party? I, play, I played and beat it. I played a lot of After Party. That's right, yeah. Okay, and I like and that. all right. Yeah. What about um, Nights and Bikes? That's from the one. creative director yeah. from Tearaway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also not like super like. Oh, I should play that. But I okay. I haven't played it, and I don't really have that much of a desire to. Which, like, I get it could totally be a fine no, game. No, it. What about the aforementioned um, Hades? From super giant. Well, that mm. one's in a weird spot. Like, I haven't played it. I'm confident it's good, so it fills those two categories. But it's also like early access. It, it's yeah, in early access, so I'm fancy. waiting to play. I I specifically I'm waiting to you play. You know it until when it's you done. are gonna play it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Guys, out for for real, quote unquote. And to I will 100 play that. And to be clear, like if we want to establish this, at least for me, and maybe you guys will disagree. I feel like if something is in early access, like we can totally consider it for yep. yes. this list. If you can buy the game and play it, even if it's incomplete, like I think we should consider it. For yeah. This list. So maybe in that sense, we. Well, like, I don't think that's a reason I, I to knock that could, game off the list. I think okay. we you know. could consider it, but it's it's kind of a difference, like, oh, if Minecraft is still technically in alpha or whatever. Yeah. Like, I also, like I, we're just, we're just, it would be something that you're just ignoring at this point or that you don't think you're going to yes, play. Yes, yes. Yeah. I also um, think that th- this is, like, a nice dumping ground for games that aren't going to get a chance to be talked about yep, next year. Where sure. I fully, like, I imagine, like, uh, to talk about Hades next year. Yep, okay. I'm going to hold you to that. Hmm. Um, a Plague Tale Innocence. That's yeah. A good one. I'm yeah, 100% that bad on that list. Uh, that's maybe that, the one that I'm least interested in playing, but I, I definitely have it somewhere on my. Oh, it'd be cool to check that it's out. Super, I guess. It's super. It's kind of high on my list based purely on like at some point I asked people, like, hey, what should I play this year? And like that was the number one yeah. answer over Outer Worlds or like or Outer Wilds and Disco Elysium. People were like, you need to play uh, Plague Tale yeah. Innocence. Yeah. What about Yoshi's Crafted World? Well, we don't want. I, I don't want to play Yeah, okay. I don't think okay. that fits here. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I don't know what the reviews were for it, but did anyone play Concrete Genie? That was one that I was. <sighs> the reviews were fine. Positive. It's yeah. seven fives. You know, like I don't. I can okay. live without yeah. playing okay. that. Yeah. Any other any other suggestions right now? Yeah, like Disco Elysium, Life is Strange Two, Telling Lies, and a Plague Tale. Oh, of um, Astral Chain, which I still have not gotten around to. Hmm. I've played like half of it. So oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm planning right. on finishing it by next okay. week. So. Okay. Was there a standout sports game this year? Like, there, was there one that reviewed super it. well? It was like NBA 2K20, yeah. stuff like that, but none that I've been meaning to play. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know? Some Black Friday bundles with Xbox One X available right mm-hmm. now. You know? Oh. $150 off, dude. <laughs> Can't say no to that. Okay, so should we start whittling this little list down? So wait, but are you saying that this category then is stuff that we are meaning to play? Yes, that we most yeah, want to play, that, that we acknowledge is good, but just have not. That if you around. had okay. like, let's say, four Sundays in a row where you had nothing going on, yep. would you play these games? That, that you would be very excited to play these. I'm looking through my list right now to see if there's anything else. Okay, I, I am. 
the fact that Disco Elysium is so high for you guys, I think is interesting. Surreal, I want you to help make the final call on this one about whether you think it applies for this category, the fact that I've played a little bit and you've played more. I feel like that yeah, cuts I, it from this category. Uh, I don't know, because I think part of it is like, it, it is a way to acknowledge games that we should have played by now and we can sit like without making a full determination can we say like yes this is a very good game that you should play it's like a recommend like a kind of like a recommendation without recommending a blind it. recommendation kind of kind of yeah and i feel like i'm still yeah. at the point in that game because that game is supposed to be like 40 hours long or something yeah where i i feel confident about it but i don't necessarily can for sure say like this gullism is fantastic and i love it right um I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like there's a chance, even though you know you guys haven't finished it, that we could be talking about it next week. You okay. Know? I feel like a Plague Tale. Like none of us are going to make an effort to play that in no. the next yeah. couple of weeks. But everyone's very positive on it, and like okay. I want to know more that, about that it. That was my question. I don't know if if people were as positive. The reason Disco Elysium sticks out for me is everyone was like, "Oh, this is the best game of the year. This oh! is amazing." Yeah. And it's like. Okay, I believe you. I'm realistically just not going okay. to play yeah. it. At Whereas this point, yes. A Plague Tale, I don't. I, I there's defenders seen out there, the... but yes, I'm willing to cut a Plague Tale. Oh, you want to cut it? I was saying to keep it. I know, but I was going against you. Um, you son of a. <laughs> but in terms gun. of like, do you think you're ever going to play a Plague Tale, or is it just? I was looking. For, I I made a cursory search when all those Black Friday deals were going on to see if there's anything that might have. Like it was like twenty five dollars off, yeah. and that was just high enough for me to be. <laughs> I like, think ah. the fact that I realistically probably will never play it almost makes it fit the category more. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, we didn't play. Like, probably aren't going to play. But hey, it's there's supposed an to be element good. of like, yes, shut up. We, I know that you guys like this. I want to acknowledge that yeah. sentiment. But look, guys, like, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, should we just do number one choice and see how it shakes down right now? Or can yeah. we agree to cut something? I know the Disco Elysium is the tough one because that'd be my number one. Because realistically, I'm not going to play it, but everyone's head over heels for it. But like, it gets sort of yeah. uh, well. Weird let's see. Guys. Let's see where it stands. I mean, is it in that Outer Wilds batch where you're gonna you're gonna try and play more Disco Elysium by next week, Serial? Yes. Then doesn't that okay? And then yeah, sure. It, I, as I, long I, as we trust that you technique. that like you will be able to I, talk about this game in some way. Yeah, I mean, I can talk. Yeah. Okay. I think we can cut it. Sure. I will. I will have played more. Of this it does feel like next the, week. It feels like the game that this category is made for, but yeah. unfortunately, we've, it does, we've stuck is, our finger weird. in that. Sorry, pie. guys. I was trying to be thorough, so I messed <laughs> up this category. How could you? Yeah. Okay. Um, my number one would be Life is Strange Two. Mine would be Life is Strange Two as well. Though. Okay. With with Outer Wilds and Disco Elysium gone, I think Life is Strange is mine, the one that I most want to play. Mine's Plague Tale, just because I had multiple people always recommending it to me. Yeah. And, yeah. How do you guys a, feel one about... beaten down Brian made a lot of effort to That's try to get me to play. He told me yes. about that as well. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, where do you guys stand on telling lies? How much do you want to play that? I, I, really... I, I've told lies. <laughs> it's okay. It, it, you know, yeah, all the white lies. Look, okay. You haven't played Disco Elysium at all. <laughs> look, I, you know what? Uh, uh, I, you know what my problem is? is uh, what was the original game? The first story? game? I still haven't played her story. Oh like, yeah, I know. It's, I haven't either. Yeah. So. Oh, which is like affects that okay. sort of. Like, I do think that I'll cut it for that reason. Like yeah. if either of you don't know what's cool about this type of game, like yeah, and it's like one of those things well, where it's like but, if I'm going to play it, I'm going to play her story first. At the probably. same time, I feel like that one could have won this award the year that it came out too. You know, as a, as a thing that everyone was saying, hey, you should play this. I understand. I'm sure it is good. It's just not yeah. my bag, and I and I'm not gonna seek it out to play it. Mm-hmm. If it if it helps at all, I think you can beat that game in like three hours. Yeah, like tops. 
Yeah, it doesn't help. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm sure it is good. It's yeah. it, it's just something that hasn't spoken to is me. It your, is that the one that you are? No, more? no. Okay. I would say Life is Strange, number one, and A Plague Tale, Innocence, I'm it fine with being number two. Hang on, let me... Uh, okay, now up. the new Oxford American Dictionary. <laughs> yeah, I messed up this. <laughs> okay, I can live with that. All right, telling lies, you're gone. Yeah. Life is Strange 2 as the official winner for 2019's game. We all agree is probably good, but we yeah. didn't play, and A Plague Tale, Innocence for... Le runner up. Right. And so Long now up. we do the ceremonious slashing of ourselves for not having played these games. That's because right. Because we're not real gamers. Mm-hmm. Shame. Shame. And we're sorry for all the listeners and viewers that are screaming right now. <sighs> have you not played that? Uh, ah! That's what this for. It's for the yelling portion of the discussion. All yeah. of our Ray Romano's out there. This one goes out to you. <laughs> this next, next category is something I'm very excited about. It, uh, it's about, pretty but broad. I'm, but I'm also very excited about next year because when we're planning for this category next year, we can keep track we'll of it all year. We'll actually keep track all year. Because this yeah. is just kind of scrambling in retrospect. Yeah. The category is dumbest thing, ladies and gentlemen. Dumbest mm-hmm. thing. So is like leaving a – just an example is like leaving a flash drive at a medieval times. <laughs> is that a dumbest thing? You know, I don't it's know. It's pretty dumb. I feel like – We want to keep it in-game. in-game stuff. Here? I, we, I don't game. think it necessarily needs to be, but okay. maybe leaning in that direction. Okay. But hey, something can blast through, right? Yeah. Okay. Cat, or nominees for dumbest thing. Okay, dumbest thing. Here's what I have it. Um, I don't know if you're there yet in Resident Evil 2, but I'll say um, Ada and Leon's kiss in Resident <laughs> Evil 2 struck me as <laughs> right. one of the dumbest things I saw this year. Because like, wait, what? How? No. No, they can't kiss? No, they can't kiss. All right, look, I'll just write it down. Can I? Okay. I don't remember. I was really into much. it. Well, is the thing. I, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I really liked it a lot. I, it gave me an oh boy moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So I have I have one from Death Stranding that's not a, not a story spoiler, that mm. really. Do how, how do we, but it is like something I didn't know that you could do going into the game. How, do we want to? It's, it's very a mechanic dumb. spoiler? Yeah, it's like a mechanic. Okay, and you've you been warned, skip, listeners and viewers. Yeah, you can skip ahead. They, so if you've played, you played early in the game, you know you can deliver a dead body, mm-hmm. right? There are multiple occasions where you're delivering people who are fully capable of walking who talk to you while <laughs> you're walking it. around. Wow, that is very dumb. Which is like is in dumb. a game of like the weird, like potentially dumb stuff, I was like in my room like looking around like, are we seeing that? Like, <laughs> the, you, the, and there's this like really dramatic cutscene of you like zipping the person up and then placing them on your back. Oh, and they're, they're in the bags? They're in the bag and they talk to you. They're in body you. bags that have like meshes on them. Yeah. So, oh, like, their face is God, open. Kyle. And it's just like <laughs> home run, what? baby. Yeah. That, okay, is, that is a good one. I'm yeah. glad we agreed okay. to it, because it really is like one of the craziest things in that game. What, in a game that thing. is full of crazy dumb things. Yeah. I think I thought I had a good one for this one <laughs> until I heard that. I'm gonna have to acquiesce. Okay. But Delivering the, people in yeah. <laughs> living people. Uh, living people. Yes. Ugh. Living is very important. Mine is the loading issues in Anthem. Specifically, if you die oh, in Anthem, it takes like 30 seconds to load you, but they load you outside the mission zone. So as soon as you start, it starts a countdown <laughs> clock good. that you cannot get back to your party fast enough. <laughs> right. So uh, then you have to load again to where your party yes. is. Yeah. It's double back to back load times for no reason. Now, quick it, question. I don't think it precludes it from being on the list. I don't know if they fixed it. I never okay, went that's back. my question. Yep. It was more it, just well, it was more information. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was more I'm just curious if they yeah. I forgot about playing Anthem this year. Um yeah, oh, that came I out mean, this year? Just in terms of dumbest <laughs> thing, I'd also throw in there 
that like fetch quest BS gameplay mm. gate in Anthem mm-hmm. at launch where it was just like, okay, making good progress. I'm actually kind of into this world and yeah. then just here's a checklist of the most banal crap that never ends. Oh, Death Stranding. <laughs> I'm, I'll just, I'll put it. And then at the <laughs> end of the game, they do it again, except it's like a way longer carrot. That's just like, if you want to see the thing, you're going to have to do more work. It's so stupid. Yeah. Okay. What about um, very specific? The pacing in Kingdom Hearts 3's cutscenes. <laughs> uh, Kingdom I mean, Hearts I dialogue, basically. But I'm, but I'm not a big lore guy with Kingdom Hearts, so like I can't criticize that. What I can criticize is how uncomfortable those scenes are on a basic human I, level. I, I back, I'll back you up on that. As right, someone who okay. has on occasion defended Kingdom Hearts, who fell off of 3, like those cutscenes are sometimes unbearable yes. and laughable. Unbear necessities. I okay. I, I feel like my biggest one is maybe irrational, somewhat v- like very personal, and you guys can tell me if it fits the category or not. But GT Goku and Dragon Ball Fighters is like the thing that I am most <laughs> upset about. Good. I think That's it's incredibly funny. stupid yes, that they yeah. had this layup. Like they had a character poll that's like, who do you want in, in, in Dragon Ball Fighters? Power poll. Like, uh, yeah, they had a power poll. Uh, and Kid Goku, like Kid Goku from Dragon Ball was like maybe, I want to say it was either the or among the highest, most yeah. requested characters. Yeah. And they added him to that game as GT Goku for a reason I cannot fathom. Here's, because, G- like, I, I was going to say, can we explain to <laughs> Jeff? Explain, please. No, you can't. So, I mean, I think we You can. know who Pretty Goku is, right? Right. Yeah, Kid so, Goku is very cool the, the, in Dragon Ball. Yeah. The original okay. first iteration right. of Goku and is that is Goku. Cool. And it's just a kid version of Goku? Yeah. Right. Okay. And, like, to me, he is the essence of Dragon Ball. In a yeah, he's ways. great. Like, okay. he, Goku's character makes more sense when he's a kid than when he's an adult. Yes. Uh, but, like, GT Goku was this weird thing where in Dragon Ball GT... The show. They, yeah, the yeah. show. Which, that was another which show. is not canon. Yeah. Like, which, it, so it was the successor to Dragon Ball Z. It's just... The it's creator was for, not involved. And it's, it's just, like, canon, the cash-in really. BS okay. Right. Okay. weird and offshoot that's technically right. continuing the storyline. Part of that offshoot was, like, having Goku become a kid again. Someone wished him to be a child Pilaf again. made him a child again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's the theme song, yeah. Jeff. I'm uh, okay. And so it, it's like wow. part of this this thing that everyone like is the closest to being a universally hated thing about Dragon Ball is is GT. GT. Like there yeah. are some people some people will defend it, some people like it, but it is like the thing that everyone's like GT. Come on, the yeah. fact that they forewent making the most classic like yeah. best iteration of Goku in my mind. And just said, like, yeah, no, he's going to be the GT version, which means he turns into Super Saiyan 4, which means there's, like, Kid Goku using a spirit bomb, which, again, I know this is all very nerdy things. It's, it, <laughs> but it for things, the look, it just means he's wearing, like, the blue shirt instead of yeah. the orange, right? Yeah, but he also has, like, he is he is using abilities that don't fit with GT. And, like, okay. even... Yeah. even And the he fact raps that he about is, the plot of the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the fact that you, like, you can have colors that make him look similar to the, like, oh, really? actual, oh like, oh All right, Dragon right. Ball Goku. It's a good. Mate. Great it's a good. Mate. Yeah, it's good. Great. Um, I had written down, I don't think it, it hangs here, uh, but frame rate and Link's Awakening. Uh, As a it, it's a dumb thing. I, don't, yeah. I do not think it I is know. dumbest. Thing. It is not the dumbest thing. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Now, here's something very specific. Not a spoiler, I don't believe, but Pokemon Sword and Shield... I think the sound design in Pokemon Sword and Shield is one of the dumbest things this year. Specifically in like the end game or like when you first meet the legendary dogs in a big meaningful way, I guess you'd say in that game. It is one of the most embarrassing scenes I've ever seen in a video game because the like play more Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But like they don't have the dogs obviously say their name like the show. I understand it's always confusing. The show differentiates from the game. So in the game... They still do like somewhat digitized cries, 
but for like these legendary amazing beasts, these dogs, like their cries are just like, <laughs> like that's seriously what it sounds like. It sounds like uh, dog s, uh, no pun intended here. Dog stuff. Yes, and then like there's these climactic cutscenes with these dogs, and they loop this. <laughs> Like, there's a scene that's like seven times I'm in, in a row. row right now. I don't know. <laughs> it is I, so I, dumb. I think the fact that they haven't updated the... I know people have mentioned language issues with, like, they can't say their own names. But yes. you can make a, a, an animalistic cry yes. that is higher quality than what 100%. they're going with. 100%. Okay. I, thank you, Serial, for backing me up. I'll say just... And also, the fact that people don't talk... I know that's more debatable. But, like, there's literally a gym leader where all he does is sing. He's like a performer. And they have this big musical sequence. And then it's just like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you know, it's him just like quietly, no uncomfortably mouthing into a microphone while the text on the bottom says like yeah. one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, rock. Well, that's Nintendo games, I guess, right? And Zacia in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Okay, any other contenders for uh, dumbest hmm. thing in 2019? And again, we're about to get nice. <laughs> I yeah, swear yeah. to God, it's coming up. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um. I think we're good. I think we can start cutting, right? I think so too. Uh, we got some sound really design good ones. in Pokemon. <laughs> no. I, I'm less offended by that. Um, I'm not. I think. Go um, uh, okay, so for the list, for audio listeners, we yeah. have Resident Evil 2, Leon and Ada kissing hard, uh, delivering living people in bags and Death Stranding, loading outside Mission Zone and Anthem, Countdown Clock, uh, Anthem's Checklist Gate, pacing in Kingdom Hearts 3, GT Goku and Fighters, sound design, and ending. Stuff specifically with legendary dogs yeah. in Pokemon Sword and Shield. So I think Resident Evil can go. Yep. I, I think that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're all good, but um, yeah, to cut down. One kiss has got to go. I also, I, I also think Anthem's. I like the loading one. Yeah, checklist yep. gate. I we think. Yeah, I'll let it go. Yeah. Um, Death Stranding. I know there's stuff at the end that people are also. There's some really dumb stuff at the end. Yeah. But there's also some really good stuff. About yeah. It. But with, I don't, uh, without I, spoiling I'm, anything, I'm, is there anything that tops people living in base? But I guess we're just going off the table, right? Yeah. And like, I mean, I, I'm very partial to that because, like, I, I, I was like, I'm I want to tweet very about partial this. To it like, as well. The yeah. thing at the end is a, like, it's it's so hard to classify because it, it is legitimately a dumb thing. But for me, it was also, like, a dumb thing. Like, this is so silly, but I also am really into it. Huh. But. Uh, but there is also this aspect of like this is legitimately stupid. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean will, the, um, the cutscene where but like, the, the first time you put a woman in a bag yes. here, like she walks out. It's like a Kojima cutscene. Yes. She walks out slowly and like like Sam like gently zips. She just lays down on the ground and is just like Zip looking up, up at the sky. Sam. And yeah. she's like, I mean, honestly, that <laughs> the, might the have fact- been a line. I think she says. <laughs> Zip, I, I'm not even. I think she says something yeah, along those lines, might, like, "Can you please say. zip me up so yeah. we can go?" The and fact you, that both characters acknowledge that this is the best way to do this, instead <laughs> of like, "Look, there, we, I have a suit for you that would make you more mobile," and it's like yeah. a very and they clear. Wa- they walk up to you to get on your yes. back. <laughs> it, it is a very clear concession to the fact that's like, okay, we can't actually have a second character running around in this yeah, world. Right, we right. need to make this an object, mm. and we have to justify it through gameplay. And, and you I can fall it. over. And oh, like, no, no. And See, like, they can get injured. Yeah, the, the thing I did, I have a clip of this, which maybe we can show now, but like, I have a clip of me riding into the base in a motorcycle <laughs> with, with a- her on my, my back, and then I jump off and roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, onto the floor, so that it's like you just see the body going. Foom, 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 uh, foom, okay, foom. it's 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 exciting for me to talk about it because it was I didn't I didn't know if it was like going into spoiler territory. And I wanted so badly to talk about it with okay. somebody. It's just it blew my mind. Uh, it is not like a thing where you're like, oh, this is a revelatory story moment. No. It, it is a yeah. thing that mm-hmm. that is quietly underspoken, but is also like ridiculously. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I do like that. I it's not going to beat that by any chance, but we should just mention 
the Monster Energy and AMC yeah. ride ad right, while, yeah, you're, yeah, while yeah. you're pooping? Has, has anyone watched that show or anything related to the AMC ride show? Yeah. No. The, other, the other, I tweeted about it. The other dumb thing about the Monster Energy drink is there's five cans every time. But if you drink more than three, it doesn't serve. You can drink three to get a, a boost. Yeah. But the fourth and fifth do nothing. Oh. So why do they always so have five? The the other two bo- the other two cans only do things if you're a real gamer. Right. So yeah. if, if, it, if the game is telling yeah. you that, yeah. and also while we're complaining about it, even though it doesn't matter, you fill it back up in the river, but they're still calling it Monster uh, Energy. Yes, the fact, it's the like, fact that your canteen. Do you has know a how filter, they fill Monster it's Energy ra- drink in the real world? Apparently, it's radiated poison river yeah. right. water. So that well, like, just, I think it's an idiotic situation. I think either, it's Brando. Either you know? Timefall has like. High fructose corn syrup in it, or mm. your canteen has a filter that just like supplies high fructose corn syrup <laughs> yeah. and like okay. whatever whatever the like the. Well, then the, that makes complete sense. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, right, there's probably an email and taurine in it. it like taurine is involved at some point. The okay. fact that Kyle said you were not annoyed by the sound design in Pokemon Sword and Shield, and I'm the only one that's like seen a, like those cutscenes that are very embarrassing. It is a yeah. very competitive category. It is. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I will sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. I will sacrifice the sound design. I think about Pokemon. It's like it's kind of a tradition thing, you know. Like to suck. I mean, honestly, yeah, it's not a great argument, but it doesn't surprise me that they're sure. still weird. Some might okay. call it a dumb argument. But now, where do sure? we stand? Sure. On... I would say the pacing oh, with uh, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, it's dumb. Yeah. To keep or to go? To go. Just yeah. okay. in terms of what is left, yep. I can totally understand that is very dumb, but I'm more, we got, yes, we got I, big sluggers here. So, okay, so at this point, my own, like, I don't think GT Goku is like the number one, but I think the one thing I will say against Anthem is that like that is a thing that happens, like that is a, a kind of glitch that happens in a lot of other video games. I don't think Interesting it's, like, take. there's like yeah. a specific... like It doesn't it, it doesn't happen like that, though. Where that's it's, that's where it's like fair. A yeah. long, low time... To put you in a place that is going to mandatory demand another low time yeah. to, to just move you up. You know, sometimes it's like they are right there, but I can't get to them. Yeah. And like, it's, it's going to do a, a full load just to just to move me up another hundred feet. Yeah. I mean, like I feel like stuff like like in Destiny, things happen like that where they they have a very similar like, hey, you're about to load. If you run out of time here, you're going to load into the boss area. But like there will be times where that puts you in a pit where you die. OK. And then you're, you're the, cycling. The that. other thing is that like sometimes when it happens, you are in a skirmish with your party in the area that they're in. You die. They load you back out at like the starting point of the mission. And then you have to load back to where you just died. With the rest of your group, how would yeah. you, I would describe that as dumb. Yeah, the it's thing, profoundly dumb. And I like giving it to Anthem in this category in some way. Somebody's got to give it to Anthem, <laughs> right? Because it's a whole game full of dumb things that <laughs> yeah, are like yeah, screw yeah. ups. Yes, in there. Yeah, but yeah. do we think this is this is the dumbest thing in Anthem? Uh, I mean, no. Well, yes. I mean, to me, to me, it is it is the it is the thing out of all the dumb things. As I was playing that game, it's like, how did you let this happen? Why have you not fixed this yeah. on day one? Also, it's just everyone will encounter it too. Yeah, like it's like one of the first dumb things you'll run into in mm-hmm. Anthem. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I I do I, like GT Goku. I think it's like a good, I love GT Goku because it's a very specific decision. Or like Anthem, maybe there is some like programming reason why mm-hmm. they had to do maybe it this way. Maybe there's some legal reasons why it's they like couldn't the do it. It's like the biggest unforced error. Yeah, but, uh, like I don't know. We don't but, know that's unforced. But well, I, I, I like the idea of a boardroom. Uh, you know, people being like, "Oh, people really want Kid Goku. Oh, let's get the version of Kid Goku that nobody likes yeah. and make and let's put a lot of effort into that." You know, I do. Uh, yeah, and the fact. 
that there are three Dragon Ball fans at this table who all agree this is one of the dumbest things. Well, Jeffum's caught up now, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's a real contender. If I had to choose, I think I'd maybe say number one Death Stranding runner-up, GT Goku. I would agree. I think it's very close for me. I, I, I don't want to like completely dis- discount the anthem because it's a very stupid yeah, like, yeah. video game thing, but like mm-hmm. I feel like... The thing that tips it over is that these feel more like intentional decisions versus yes. just a thing that we could not circum like you know well, who kn- who knows right but like yeah, probably dev so reasons sorry. for all of these yeah. you know so but like the I, the it was the dev reason for GT Goku yeah I don't know <laughs> uh, but it could be like some weird rights things with the original Dragon Ball <laughs> yeah, right maybe. that's true I, I, that's I true. feel like that all falls under the same license but yeah yeah it's hard to speculate but like yeah uh, yeah I don't know yeah it's tough I I like Goku because but I'm also like a Dragon Ball. Kid, but again, we have so. nothing to go off of except for the mood in yeah, this room. I yeah. am at a table with a bunch of Dragon Ball nerds. I, right. I understand and how's that. it feel? Do you feel like the coolest well, kid? Well, feeling less cool now. But <laughs> <laughs> Normally it's sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but living people in Death Stranding, number one? I like it. I think I mean, so. I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Delivering living people in bags in Death Stranding that is a lock <laughs> that for is the dumbest killer. thing in 2019. Um, I, think I, took, I think I took footage of that cutscene just because I was okay. to see if I had yeah. it. But we'll, Are we... So is it locked? Getting rid of Anthem? I'm sorry, GT Goku and Fighters. Do it. I yeah, can, for sure I can understand it. Red Serial? Huh? That was 2019. Yeah, he, he was in the second season pass. Okay, yeah. there it is. Watch original Dragon Ball. It's a good show. There we go. Dumbest thing: delivering living people in bags <laughs> and Death Stranding. Runner up, GT Goku, and Fighters. Next category. Oh, we can skip this one. It's too nice. Uh, favorite, favorite thing. thing. Probably Again, Goku and Fighters. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I love that little guy. <laughs> Such a scamp. He just wants to look at Bulma's private parts. He's a cool <laughs> yeah. character. Um, and again, trying to keep it like in in games, right? Or is this um, it's, because it's more broad than that? But again, you can make t- an argument for anything, right? Because this is where we were kind of thinking of maybe like the Fortnite two stuff could go, right? No, no, that, no that's for best be moments. That's a moment. Okay, so favorite thing and moments. We're drawing a line between those two. Very clear. Okay, <laughs> obviously. <sighs> Favorite thing? I don't know. Why people timestamps? Okay, um, I will start volleying things for favorite things. Hey, the very simple, the ping in Apex Legends. In terms of a yeah, thing, I mean Left 4 Dead. I've never played that. <laughs> in Dota 2, uh, it's very good. It's very good. I, I think it's worth considering. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. But that's Thanks just my joke. Is that that was an element of Left 4 Dead that was really was uh, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how about? Luigi being scared, his scared animations That's about good. everything. Uh, yeah, mm. uh, the good. classic, just nostalgic roars in Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a who could forget? Uh, Again, look, this is a safe space, right? Uh, with the Age of Empires two re-release, if it's edition, down. shut up, <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> There's always been in the Age series taunts where you can type in a number and it has this very specific taunt like start the game already or like I need gold or it can get more specific like um, I'm just scouting. I'm just scouting. Welcome to the one man show. I'm going on Broadway where I do the taunts from the Age series. (laughs) And and Pokemon noises. Correct. (laughs) Just to shake it up. But in the original Age of Empires 2, there were 40 you could type in. And like when you got up to like 38, it was like, you know some Star Trek quote or something, right? For the Definitive Edition, they went in and now there's 105. I just love that in this remaster, Mm. they went in and just added a stupid amount of taunts 
now have 105. So it's like specifically like they're attacking with archers from the right. Like they get so specific. Like, of course, that's number 78. It made me happy. I'm putting it on the list. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about... Um... Uh, well, a quick similar thing that is equally nerdy, but like the fact that they gave units spells in Wargroove, I think is like one of my favorite things. Uh, because Interesting. So in Advanced Wars, there were like units that were so situational that you that you almost felt forced to use them. Like fighter jets specifically were like they could only destroy other aerial units. So if there was no aerial units, you basically never had a chance to use fighter jets. And once all the like once you had air superiority, fighter jets were basically useless. So in Wargroove, they gave the, the equivalent units, which are witches, because uh, they're on a broom. Uh, they gave them spells that can heal your allies and can like help actually help you after you've cleared out basically all the enemy air units and so like they they're it, it is part of that game's like brilliant design for me that yeah they made every unit useful in a way that like the the people who made advanced wars could not figure out which is like a super cool thing yeah um, okay i don't on know that it, yeah that's fine put it on the list we're um, stacking things on right now it's something that i think you had to pay for ultimately but um live action cutscenes in devil may cry 5 oh what a great mm, that's one. a very good one yeah. yeah oh my god kyle yes which I yes, think, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> no. I did it. Uh, yeah, I think it was like you had to get the collector's edition or something. Like it was like an extra ten dollars. Yeah, it was like a bonus. Yeah, but but still, love. Can you explain what it was? Uh, so they basically uh, choreographed and you know did cinematography for all the cinematography for all the crazy over the top cutscenes in Devil May Cry, uh, like in a little uh, motion cap studio. Essentially yeah. for like storyboarding. Right? Yeah, yeah, storyboarding. Yeah, and they like integrated like action figures and they yeah. it, there's really dumb and fun and they're all like live action just to give like the animators something to work off of. Right. Um if, if you're if you're not sure what I'm talking about, like Google it. It should be pretty yep. easy to find and you can watch a couple and they're they're really goofy and fun. Yeah. Uh, and you and can and you can integrate them into the game. Mm -hmm. So like what you can choose to do it like so what the game will a new cutscene starts, it will play the live action cutscene in it. So yeah. it's really weird. In a very similar vein, uh, I'm going to nominate Resident Evil Code Vein. The Raising Kratos documentary, the God oh, of sure. War documentary that was released mm -hmm. this year, which came out you know Was it this year? Yep. It was okay. months and months after the game came out, but you know, I understand, you know, because some people are like, oh, it's still going through PlayStation PR filters. And I, I'm sure there were some things that were too hot for TV. But, like, that documentary is amazing to have something so raw come out of a corporation as big as Sony. Like, especially, you know, filming things with Sony over the years. Like, it, it can be really challenging to get some humanity out of that company <laughs> at times. Yeah. And this documentary, I think, is just incredible on that front to the point that, like, there are some really intense moments, and one with Shannon Studstill, who's the head of the studio. And I was listening to an interview with her on um, Game Maker's Notebook, where Ted Price asked her about the documentary. And Ted Price is like, do you regret releasing that documentary? And she really gave it a long thought. And oh, I was yeah. like, well, it was definitely raw. And like, it was just amazing to see this head of the studio, the woman who should be in charge of this, being like, yeah, I don't know about that. Like, that was maybe too revealing because mm. there's, there's some brutal stuff in there, and it's mm. awesome that they had cameras rolling during all this stuff. But, again, I like documentaries, so what are you going to do? Uh, I was gonna. I was guessing that you were going to say the classic soundtrack in Resident Evil 2 as an option. Oh, that is fun. Mm. That, yeah. that was another one that, like... Yeah, let's put it in there. Because it's also the, the sound effects, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I don't... Like, honestly, I don't remember a lot about Resident Evil 2, especially since so many things are different yeah. playing through it. But when I turn that on and I walk into s certain rooms and the and like the theme song for that room kicks in, it's like, oh, man. Meep, I do meep, remember meep, that. Meep, 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 meep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
the Mr. X tips his cap. And... Uh, I this is a very uh, another very specific one, but the hey, um, for? the lightning counter in Sekiro, uh, which is maybe it. part spoiler, but uh, it's basically so there are bosses in that game that can summon lightning, hmm. uh, and it's like a key part of of their boss you know design, but like there are multiple bosses that do it, and then the way you're supposed to fight them is you basically. To, like absorb the lightning with your sword and then reflect it back at them and but it takes like very like crucial timing and it's like that and then like the Mikiri counter are like super good like like f- you moments for, to, against bosses that are like oh like you have here's your ultimate attack I'm gonna deflect it right back at you and it, it's like it, to me it's like that and the again the Mikiri, the Mikiri counter are like the two moments where you can just like give the boss the middle finger and just say like no I, I read that I know what you were going to do I'm gonna like and that is that game in a lot of ways is yeah. learning the boss's patterns and if you can it, it's like the biggest reward for having learned how to defeat a boss yeah a solid any other contenders uh it probably won't make the list at this point but the overworld in Dragon Builders 2 which is an interesting way that they solved the problem with the first game, which is that so much of that game is the fun of unlocking things and building up, you know, a town, which in the in the first game, it was like you did that in a level and then you would go to a completely different level. So it felt like you were losing, you know, it basically erasing what you had done. And in this game, you have a main level that is kind of like your overworld place that you are. And then you go off to specific smaller levels, so you're still building up a town from the beginning. But then when you're done with that, you take all of the technology and knowledge and resources and stuff that you got from there and bring it back into your main base camp. And and that's the place where you're kind of building your endgame stuff there, correct, Kyle? Yeah, yeah, you have like a, a core central area that like mm-hmm. everything is sort of funneling into. Yes, and so it's, it is super satisfying to kind of get kicked back out, have to start from scratch again, but also once you're done, you take back this giant boatload of new kind of stuff that you can add to where you're yeah. building your tournaments. And the big yeah. thing is just a big improvement over the first game. Yes. It's like, yeah, yeah, it made it much more satisfying through line. Okay, start whittling down. Yeah, so you so can right cut now, off Overworld and Dragon Quest <laughs> okay, Builders yeah. 2. The list yeah. right now is... Ping and Apex Legends, Luigi being scared in Luigi's Mansion 3, The Taunts, Danger of Empires 2, Definitive Edition, Units of Spells, More Groove, Live Action Cutscenes, DMC 5, Raising Kratos, God of War documentary released by PlayStation, Original Sound Option in Resident Evil 2, Lightning Counter, and Sekiro. Mm. I'm willing to sacrifice Age of Empires 2. Glad to give Thank that a uh, little bit of a do. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I love the sort of like hyper-specific mechanics, but I guess... Oh, I love that. Yeah, I don't know. I think the I can cut my war group one. I I like it. Okay, and, but war group um, units. Uh, yeah. There we go. I assume that'll be part of your argument for maybe something next week. Um, I'll cut the ping in Apex Legends. I don't. I don't oh. know. I'd be. Oh. I mean, okay. So part, part okay. of me feels like it's not like it is an influential thing, and in that other like people took notice of it. But part yeah. of me having played Epic. Dota like that, I feel like I know where that co- comes from. Is that like because you can ping all, basically any part of the Dota interface and it'll send a message similar to well, it's like in, the, in yeah. the RDS, right? I, I, yeah. I guess that's kind of why I'd be okay with cutting it. It's because it's like it was it was really well integrated, but it, it wasn't like, like this revelation in game design to me. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I feel like we've seen that in a lot of games. Okay, but okay. Apex did it really well. For I'll sure. cut it. Yeah. Um, Luigi being scared. I, I do love like it. That, it yeah. is called Luigi's Mansion Three. He has been Essen Bricks for three entries. I get it. I get it. 
You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's adorable though. There's no doubt. <laughs> it makes me endlessly happy. That's, yes, that is the joy of which I didn't. I mean, my only interaction with that game was from the stream that we did. But it's just Same fun here, that everything that you interact with, he does a stupid yeah. animation that makes me happy. Kyle, you played the most of this game. Do you think this hangs? Yeah, I mean, I think the okay. impressive thing about that game is how many animations they have for Luigi all the way through the course of the game. <laughs> Pooping his pants. Peeing his pants. Doing both at the same time. Right. Change, putting on challenging. brown pants. I would fight to kill Resident Evil 2. I feel like other... Remasters have done that, right? Of just being able to switch back to the original sound. Um, not so specifically. I mean, but it, is, it was kind of a small thing. Like I'd be yeah. okay with cutting it. It's cool though. The the live action cutscenes one yes. kills it for me. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of like the the weird thing you can manipulate in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Lightning counter in Sekiro. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, I really like it, but uh, I think. Or, it kind of speaks yeah. to like why the bosses are fun in Sekiro specifically. I guess yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, okay. I'm feeling yeah. a cut. Yeah. yeah. I, okay, I, we're down to Luigi being scared. I, <laughs> this is a good category. The live action like cutscenes of DMC five, 5 and the Raising Kratos got a word documentary. To be fair, did you guys watch that? I, I didn't. I, no. I did watch yeah. it. No, I like it. Are you are you leaning towards well, one of your favorite I, things or your favorite thing? Period. Well, like, in I haven't played Luigi's Mansion three, so I don't have like that. Right. You saw as much as Jeff did. You were at the yeah. stream, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, I do like it, but I also do fall back on Hans's mind of like, why is he still scared? They haven't made like the ghosts are no scarier than they were before. But it's like a Which dumb is part reason. Of the but, chart. Yeah, right. It I doesn't guess. make any yeah. sense whatsoever. It's a, it's a point for and against it, I guess, yeah. in a weird way. And I guess the thing about raising Kratos is like we want to see more stuff like that, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like even in, like even removed from God of War, I think it is a good documentary. Yep. Like my my hesitation is that like, okay, going forward, is this a thing? Like this expands the scope in a category. Like I if, I think if we're okay with keeping that scope where it is in terms yeah. of like it could be a non game thing. Like I like that. I think it's fun. I think so. Yeah. It's a game industry thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I actually now just totally remember that maybe my my non game related thing would be uh, Ikumi. Uh, Nakama, Nakamura? Oh, her like E3. Oh, presence. like her entire presence yeah. on E3 is maybe like my favorite thing Gosh, now. I didn't even but... think of like E3 things. Ghostwire Tokyo. Like Keanu well, Reeves. Like, even like, separate yeah. from that trailer. Yeah. And stuff like that. That's a good one. I'll write it down just for the sake of writing it down. Uh, Do we, we look up her Tokyo name? Lady. Yeah, it's, I think it's Nakamura, but I'll, I'll look it up while we're. Okay. And now I'm offering to cut Ghostwire Tokyo Lady. <laughs> no, I feel I don't know. I feel like she has she's presenting at the Game Awards. I think almost based entirely That's based true. off Look, that. She, she has like 150,000 followers. Yeah, Iku- I'm not Ikumi, one of them. Akumi Nakamura. Nakamura. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying we're going off the table, not the fact that Jeff Keighley thought she was going to be good for social media. Well, but like I genuinely enjoyed her presence. I Jeff like said he actually I, spat at his TV when he saw her. I genuinely enjoyed her presence as well, but I don't think it, I like it more it than the documentary, just because it was such a positive, fun. Like we were all so happy about I'm killing her, and like we all fell in love with her immediately. You know, Hanson, I, I haven't seen the documentary, but you did sell me on watching the documentary oh, okay. because it does. I do. I do also like the idea of a company drawing back the curtain in that kind of in the kind of way that <laughs> Mike is, is being silly. My mic, yes, is breaking in. In a way that they don't usually do that. So that to me it's kind of a mix of a very good documentary, a very good behind the scenes look, but also something that most companies would not do. Right. right. I, I I don't know. I I'm almost kind of saying like I 
my top two would be Raging Kratos and Ghostwire Lady. Like, I, I kind of like it more than Luigi <laughs> being scared, personally. <laughs> Ikumi. Nakamura. Miss Nakamura. There we go. We did it. Hmm. I... Because I, I think those two things are fun, but, like, I don't know. I feel like I got more joy out of Raising Kratos and Nakamura than... than yeah. Me. I think my two would be live-action cutscenes, number one, Raising Kratos, number two. I like cutscenes in general. I also like the live-action <laughs> ones in Don't Make Cry 5. Um, I think I lean... Man, I, I like Luigi, honestly, because yeah. it's such like, a consistently... One? No, no, no. Uh, live-action cutscenes number one, Luigi being scared number two for me. I am good with live-action cutscenes number one as well. I can live with Okay, that. let's lock that in. Okay. Now, what's the runner-up? I, I, I think you're, you're very passionate about raising Kratos, and I don't have anything to sort of say because I haven't watched it. You know, and I think that's telling that if half the table hasn't watched it, yeah, yeah, it's the group, right? And so I'm willing to cut it for that reason, but you guys are insane. I'm, th- that like was said, an argument I, I to like keep it. it. I was impressed by your passion. I'm saying I think you have more passion for that than I do the other two. Well, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to cut Luigi being scared. Okay. I don't do it. Don't do it. Personally, I'm, but you know. Me and Kyle are roiling on the inside, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hang on, though. Yeah, hang on, Hanson. Now you step (laughs) up, Chief. Uh, The category's favorite thing, I probably did say thousands of times during that stream, that is my favorite thing. Yes, I love that. (laughs) It is so goofy and charming and makes me happy when I see it. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm going to unbold live-action cutscenes at this point. And doesn't Raising Kratos, like, I mean, don't you feel bad for the studio that they work so hard and sacrifice so much of their life. Yeah, but make... the fact that I'm, I'm celebrating the fact that they were somewhat transparent just about how brutal that dev was. Mm. And <laughs> ending it with the thought of, are games even worth making Okay, so wait, point? if I'm the only one arguing for Nakamura, like, I, I think the, the passion you guys are showing for the other stuff I think is fine. But like, Okay. We uh, love uh, a, a gangly, tall Italian man sh- shaking in their boots. <laughs> Hopefully that was cool. Also, I don't really. I don't really. I say about that. I say that about everything I do. I don't really agree with calling Ikumi Nakamura a thing. (laughs) I'm saying you believe Sturry Hill ventured that out there. Favorite thing for nineteen women. To be clear, we know that's not what you meant, Sturry. Okay, so I hope so. I don't. Where are you at right now, Jeff? What would you choose? God, I. Let's pull up a gift you know, like, Luigi. No. <laughs> Cheating. <laughs> In terms of just the purest fun kind of thing, yeah. Luigi really stands out As to number me one. more than like I I love the idea of the live action cutscenes and when I first saw them I was like, "Oh, that's, you know, really fun." That's my I favorite guess. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um but I don't know if What about this? What if I cut you off? What if the list <gasps> is Luigi being scared as our favorite thing in 2019 and live action cutscenes for DMC5 as the runner up? Yeah. Lock really, it in. You, are you willing to kill? I am. You really to stop raising Kratos? There it is. Congratulations to the concept of Luigi being scared <laughs> for being our favorite thing in 2019. Oh, so you have the bold backwards, I guess. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't uh, ever get the bold backwards. All right. And bold from front to back. Great. Okay. 
Uh, next category. Uh, this was suggested from CT mm. Bishop, mm. MinMax community member. That is a very good one, too. Uh, which is a category I was kicking myself for not thinking of. The best podcast game in 2019. Thank you, CT Bishop. Is Dragon Quest Builders 2. I would like mm. to nominate uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Oh, my mm. God. This is going to be hard. Okay. So, I think my... Can you explain with the category? Yeah, you go. You, can, oh. oh. Okay. Uh, uh, it's just a good game that you can play mindlessly, right? Yeah. Like that. It's almost like maybe there's a lot of farming in it, or mm-hmm. something a game like that. that feels made for partnering with listening yeah. to podcasts. And with you know, being I was half distracted in doing something. I was, else, I, was right? I was prepared to argue for Death Stranding because there is a lot of downtime in that game. But I, I, I don't, I don't. Ultimately, I, I tried listening to a lot of podcasts while playing it, but there is a lot of cutscene and sort of. Uh, story yeah. that I feel like I have to pause often. I like for a podcast game. I like a game that like I don't really have to interact with my phone yep. at all, and I can just totally focus. I hear you. Yeah. And that's, that's for me. That was Dragon Quest because Dragon Quest is the story doesn't really matter that much, and it's also not spoken. It's you can read it, you know, if you want. Yeah. Um, so okay. that's that's my choice. Yeah. Can we throw on Trials Rising and Lonely Downhill Mountain? Oh, as two Lonely Mountains Mountain. Downhill. Yeah. There you go, Lonely Mountain. Which downhill. Nope, Lonely Downhill Mountain. <laughs> and to be that's fair, game. Uh, Jeff, I'm, I'm also I was going to nominate Lonely Mountains Downhill. So at that point, can we? Skip Trials Rising? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Again, that gets to that murky thing of, we're not filling a slot, but come on. We're uh, so why, why Destiny 2? I mean, is it just because Destiny is a very grindy game yeah, in general? Like they, they, there's enough to do there constantly, but like, you know, once you beat the campaign, once you, you're basically like, you are you are doing daily things. It, 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 it became part of my routine to like, okay, I need to build up my battle rank and I, I want to, you know, find this new exotic quest and it's very grindy. So like, I'm going to put on a podcast and play Destiny 2 for two hours. And that's basically what I've been doing for, you know, since that game came out is basically yeah, just yeah. listening to that listening to podcasts and playing that game. I would also throw What the Golf in here. Really? I would. It's a fun soundtrack, but I mean, yeah, that seems tailor-made. Yeah. I, I almost feel like that that would be like, that would detract from like a lot of what that game is trying comedy? to do. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying. I'm just what about, from... I mean, I don't think any of us played it, but should we at least mention World of Warcraft Classic? Is that like... No. If none of us played it, then no. Yeah. I think yeah. the same thing with like Final Fantasy fourteen. I guess. Which right. is... I would say Slay the Spire. You hesitated as you said it. Well, just because I know that no one else has played it. Yeah. But it is a. Is that this year? It is a yeah. roguelike collectible. Well, CCG, building, card game. Yeah, card game yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Which I put many hours into. It's a it's a thing you totally don't have to focus that much, and the audio is not a seller thing. Yeah. So. I would also throw Pokemon Sword and Shield on this list um, I cannot imagine the sound effects I cannot <laughs> imagine playing that game without listening to podcasts yeah. but for all story stuff I did pause it mm. so that is a factor Wait, yeah. do you re- do you regret that no <laughs> no 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 no. I'm saying like do you regret listening to the actual story because oh, like no, I, I specifically I saw it on sale and I bought it specifically thinking oh this will be fun to play while I'm just zoning out during Christmas break 100%. and just like have Fast and the Furious on in the background which I bought the entire uh, box set of congratulations but, like, just wa- <laughs> watching those movies and playing Pokemon and not listening to a thing in this I, I, I 100% yeah. Yeah, bought that game for that yep I think you'll be fine okay but what if the cries are really good though <laughs> the only cries I've you'll heard hear about these cries oh you should turn the audio on just during during like the musical gym leader and then yeah the end game legendary dog stuff it okay is. another uh, another good one uh, Crackdown 3 because you're just causing okay. chaos there's not really any story or, even when you like encounter what would be story with bosses they, they don't they they just walk out and are ready for the fight they don't really or you get could like just press the start button and then just listen to a podcast and 
not play Go the game anymore. Day, you know? Because like, the game was bad, Kyle. That is like, <laughs> a legitimate thing, though, is that, like... Ugh. I think there has to be a certain amount of quality of like you want to do this not like well I'm I'm putting up with Crackdown 3 while I listen to this podcast yeah I think the game has to be enjoyable while you're doing that but yeah I like Crackdown 3 yes okay alright I just wanted to make make sure that it's not like no it's just any game where you can tune out the story is a good podcast yeah no it's you're running around it's like you're there's like five different you know specific things you can do all spread out around the city okay. so you just like go point to point to point driving and blowing things up and yeah, yeah. it's just dumb fun is this our List to whittle down right now. I think we so. have Dragon Quest Builders 2, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, Lonely Mountains Downhill, What the Golf, Slay the Spire, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Crackdown 3, Who Sees a Cut? I will, since you questioned it and I think I played the most of it, I'll cut What the Golf. Okay. If you if you feel good about it. I feel sure. better about other things. Yeah, okay. sorry. I don't, yeah, What the Golf, I don't really think of as like kind of like a mindless thing really yeah not really i don't know because it's like every level's different yeah every level's supposed and... to be a joke well, yeah, and i feel like, like the the music would help yeah. augment you can you hear know. the music i'm not playing on mute you know you just yeah. have some talking in the corner i well oh, see i feel crap. like that's a key component of the podcast game is just like being able to mute the game completely I, you mute games yeah i mute destiny when i play because it's like you're just running you're around sick. killing waves of stuff and like you're like the soundtrack is good when you're in the campaign but it's like after a certain amount you just want to tune out the, the hmm. game like i i totally forgot the games that i like absolutely played the most while listening to the podcast, which were Grindstone and Dr. Mario. Like right. the mm-hmm. like in Dr. Mario, I think they updated to add an option to let you mute the music and keep oh yeah, the sound there's a whole going. kerfuffle about Grindstone. Grindstone, Grindstone was the one that they added yeah. that yeah. update specifically. Well, um, does yeah. that factor in here because you played so much of it without being able to do that? No, it was a quick update. It was just mm, it took a while. Well, it was like. What, like a few weeks or two weeks, two, three weeks? That's anyway, years in game I mean, time. That's wow. a, Grindstone's a very long game, and I listen to a lot of podcasts okay. while playing it. Okay. So I don't know if it'll make the cut that's ultimately, the, but like that. I mean, Apple it, Arcade match three ish game, if you don't yeah, recall. Yeah, it is probably the mm-hmm. game on, on those lists in terms of like podcast time versus gameplay time for yeah. me. It was Grindstone. I love Lonely Mountains Downhill. I think I'm at about three to four hours on Steam, though. Mm. And so I feel like. No one has poured the time in while listening to podcasts, right? To me, yeah, I don't know how long I would play that game to begin with. Yeah. And so, to, like, for me, the examples like Destiny 2 and Dragon Quest Builders, those are games that you're going to play for a very long time, so you have that time to fill more. Okay. Which, which if, if I felt that devoted to Lonely Mountains Downhill, then for sure, you know, I would be on board with that. Okay. But I just don't think I'm going to put the amount of time It's not a it. game that you play like three hours at a time. Right? I will cut you, it right now. Yeah. Okay. So this buyer. Can Do you feel strongly that? about Builders? I think Builders can go. That might be my number one person. Okay, okay. okay. there we go. Right. That's fine. He feels strongly. Like this muttering. category is just like going forward next year, which is going to be like... I need to start thinking about podcast games. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to cut Slay the Spire. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I haven't played it, so. Okay. It's a very strategic, thoughtful This is also game, like a right? weird quantity because so much of it is personal. It's like, what did I like, What yeah. did I go to when yeah. I played podcast? Did you play Crackdown 3, Serial? No, I didn't. Kyle, you're the only one here, and you yeah, seem fine. like Grindstone. You like more. Yeah, I'd, I'd fight, rather fight okay, for Grindstone. Gone. Dr. Mario World, I feel like you would fight for Grindstone over that, and you're the only person that really played yeah. a lot of Dr. Mario World. Yep, still playing it. There it is. Yeah. Dragon Quest Builders 2, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and Grindstone I feel like right these now. are all our individual number ones. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, yeah, you're right. That is exactly what's happening. I... But Kyle also thinks Dragon Quest Builders 2 is good. Mm. Yeah, I do. Did you listen to a lot of podcasts while playing it? Uh yeah I did. Damn um, it. but why did you do that? I'm sorry. You effed us. I don't. It's weird. I don't. Didn't you know that we were gonna have a category about just this thing when you did that? 
And I would say that unlike the other games, there aren't times where you're where you're gonna feel compelled to pause it a bunch. Yeah. Yes. As like other things are coming in. I would, but it, as my hammer in the pocket for Pokemon Sword and Shield, um, I don't think I would be able to finish that game if I didn't listen to podcast. I think that that was a necessary motivation because those battles can take forever. You can turn the animations off, but it's still so much slamming through text. I'm trying to decide if that makes it a good If that makes it a better or worse recommendation. Yeah. It's the podcast combo. Absolutely. It was some good... Some of my favorite times gaming, strangely enough, this year, was like listening to Blank Check's commentaries for the Marvel movies and playing Pokemon. Yeah. So it's a weird compliment for Pokemon to be like, man, that thing was really missing info in my ears <laughs> while I was slamming through those battles. Uh, and is yeah. Destiny 2, like, I'm, because it, I, I don't even know the argument I'm trying to formulate, but it's like, is it sort of just like grandfathered in because like that's just the well, game and that's, that just they, happens to be this year's they, Destiny update? I mean, update, they you specifically know? added a new mode that is like, you spawn, it's like a, a weird activity where it's like, you just spawn with, with five other people and the entire objective is you just go around and just kill stuff for like, 15 minutes and they added another activity in this latest update because there's a new season that is very similar so they are more focusing towards like before this they had a menagerie thing which is just like here's a six player match made activity where you're all kind of working together and by the time you do it once like you figured it out you don't need to like really pay attention to it so it is it is just involved enough that you are paying attention and wanted to keep doing it but it is because of the, the reward system in that game which like rewards you with good stuff uh, you are kind of incentivized to keep doing this stuff, and so it acts as a perfect revenue of like, okay, if I'm going to listen to a podcast, if I if I need something to do with my hands, I can just go and play Destiny. But that is like mm. very much my specific. That that is how I use it at that outlet. So right. <clears throat> this um, is tough. This really is tough. I want to cut. I, I, okay. Shadow okay. So I I would <laughs> I even, even though like I, I I would say like let's try to maybe meet each other halfway here and say like. I feel like the two strongest ones on this list are Dragon Quest Builders and Pokemon Sword and Shield because love multi- I multiple love people I love have said mm-hmm. I'm planning because I'm planning to play Pokemon Sword and Shield that exact same way. Yep. And if you guys both got something quite a bit out of playing Dragon Quest Builders with podcasts, yeah. I think that speaks more than there like, it is. We yeah. all have There's our the group. Beautiful. There's the group. That's Sorry, good. Grindstone, you got your due. Okay. Now, who's number one? What takes it, Jeff? How much time? And this is not a, a race. How much time did you put in Dragon Quest Builders too? I think I put around forty hours. Oh, oh, exactly okay. how long I put into Pokemon. <laughs> Kyle, did you also... Which do you think? Because you've played both, technically. Yeah. I, which w- This is your call at this point, right? I think Dragon Quest is winner because Pokemon has does have a fair bit of story stuff in it. Also Dragon Quest. Like, I started that and like on the ship and stuff. Like, there are it still has, a lot of people talking. It has talking. story stuff, but it's not stuff that you're going to feel compelled yeah, to you're, pause okay. another thing. Pokemon has cutscenes. Dragon Quest has dialogue that you can flip through very quickly. There yes, it is. Unspoken dialogue. Okay. Yeah. Podcast yeah. game of the year. Dragon Quest Builders 2. Official runner-up, Pokemon Sword and or Shield. Love so, it. So, yeah, that's, that's a weird thing where it's like, did the, did the Square Enix be like, hey, nominated for best podcast <laughs> game of the year. Hey, maybe. Don't pay attention yeah. to the story. Uh, Kyle, this next category. Uh, yeah, which I don't know if I fully understand, but I like it. Great. Uh, you want to say what it's called? <laughs> the Honorary Good Job Capcom Award. This is in honor of when Capcom the last couple of years has started releasing... Yeah, Monster doing Hunter, a good job Mega of Man turning 11, around. Devil May Cry, Resident Evil 2. Yes, yeah. and we started saying, hey, good job, Capcom. This is just a tip of the cap to an entity in the industry for like, hey, you're thinking of the gamers. 
What a, what a good move, right? Good job. Thinking Thank of the you gamers. for this. Jeff, you look at me like you're horrified. Uh, I think <laughs> that's, not, that's it's, not how I It's understood. weird because like anything Capcom does is like this immediate bias. But I feel yeah. like uh, my, Capcom my never... cannot be nominated. Wait, they can. No, I know. They're, but they're not a lot. But like for I the think, good job Capcom award. Yeah. I think my number one would probably be like Microsoft for Game Pass. I think that is like even though okay. there's a lot of business motivations behind it, and I'm guessing this is like, hey, we have to do this because you know this will make yep. us a ton of money. Great I think that they have offered people like a legitimate like the thing that people wanted from Stadia yeah. is what Game Pass is right yep. now. And my suggestion was going to be Obsidian and Outer Worlds, but in mm. a way, is that almost well also tip of the yeah. cap for Microsoft as well. Yeah, you know, for man, I really like the, I Obsidian. really like the Game Pass sort of okay. nomination. It, it is a good yeah. one. I would also absolutely put. Outer Worlds on there okay. in terms of in terms this of is what gamers Capcom? wanted. You did it. And this you is did what it. You got. gave it to yeah. them. It's, it's also a thing where only Obsidian could have done that. like Because Bethesda and Bioware, I think, could not have made the Outer Worlds because they could not just have made another one of yep. those. Yep. They had to iterate. And so Obsidian was uniquely qualified to fill that void. I mean, that yep. is true. Bethesda could have made the game that people wanted to play. Well, but like I feel like even after <laughs> Fallout 4, they felt compelled to like the like, fact we, that they feel compelled to do something dumb that's going to alienate the right, fan base because they couldn't just like is their well, own problem. Well, well right, but like I feel like as a studio, you can't just say like, yeah, we'll we'll like move the the stuff around and make another Fallout Four. Like I don't I I don't think like if the Outer Worlds had released from Bethesda like and was a Fallout game, I think it would have gotten flack for like, well, they didn't really iterate on the on the Fallout formula. I think the fact that like the Obsidian, the fact that they made. You know, a game in such a different context, I think, helped it, you know, resonate with people. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think there's any place on here for Drodo and Dota Auto Chess, or is that just hey, it's a just, success in the year, but not yeah, really? It was a good just job like a genre done. that got really popular. I mean, okay. like, but they they were the masterminds behind it. Like the, I, the fact that they created like I think that would have been a news story, honestly, if it was. just That's like, true. Maybe yeah. we should get But uh, no, I think like. I, it's a weird position because it's like, good job, Drodo, for inventing a genre. It's sort of yeah, like the, the yeah. crux You're of not it here. Just, it's about servicing fans, right? And they weren't doing that by inventing a new genre. It, it grew fans, but yeah. would we would we sort of connect No Man's Sky sort of uh, recovery to last year? I think 2018. So. I mean, I they did like VR this year and yeah, another yeah. big update, yep. but yeah. What do you think about Capcom for Resident Evil 2? Yes, obviously. And I would even lump in G DMC5, right? Yeah. yeah. Pretty close I mean, to what people wanted. Street Fighter had some pretty like it, they've been slowly very slowly turning that game around and I'm a little mad about the uh, <laughs> uh, the champion edition stuff because I've already bought like hot, spent like $30 on costumes and now they're like you can get all of them now for yeah. $25 <laughs> what do you think I of... want so badly for Capcom to be the runner up in the Capcom Capcom <laughs> award what about <laughs> um uh, it's odd. I it's like just that like, you're like distancing yourself from the the Street Fighter opinion of like <laughs> we have word on the streets. So it's like if you if you're mad about Street Fighter still, blame me. DM serial. What about D no? It's DMC five. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll want a DMC five. Any questions you might have? What do you think about Oculus Quest? That's just like a, a good piece of tech, but it's not like service. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I brought mine today, actually. I was like, well, so we can play Pistol Whip at some point. Yeah, mm -hmm. but We're no, I don't do think that. it's a. I mean, it's it's cool. It's a cool piece of tech, I, but not I also, a good job. I also feel like I don't know. 
the, the quest, I don't want to immediately dismiss the quest because it's like, no, they, it's great. They, that was them reacting like, no, we just, we don't want any cables. We just, we, like, VR is best when, like, you are not, yeah. like, confined I, by I this thing. I caution the word reaction because I, I think that's just been the goal and then they, yeah. they sure. finally hit it, you that's, know. That's what I was going to say. That that's, every, but it's just, everyone who is made of VR headset wants that as their end product and yeah. vision for what yeah. VR should be. But I, I think but. in the spirit of the, I would say, like, good job, Oculus, for making that, for for having a wireless yeah. headset that I just, don't think it hangs, though. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah? I, I like the yeah. other ones. What about better. Nintendo for allowing Cadence of Hyrule to exist? Giving an indie studio the Legend of Zelda to make yeah. something cool. A mediocre yeah. game with a great soundtrack. Okay, there we go. Doesn't ha- doesn't happen then. Just I was run thinking, the cap. I was thinking maybe the Super Nintendo game library was pretty good, but like it wasn't it's no. not good enough. And the you fact that I mean? it took this long, like no way. And they're not re- and not, not add, they are not yeah. adding new games every month. Okay, never mind. What about EA for the monetization of Apex Legends? What about pretty e- generous? I was gonna say Apex Legends in general. Yeah, for but like that, not... that was back when I didn't really understand what the category was, but of kind of them making a battle royale game that is kind of different gives people you know what they wanted, I guess. Mm-hmm. And also, like they they mentioned, like they were upfront about like, look, the reason we're not iterating on this game the way we are with Fortnite, which is maybe a different thing, but like this because we don't want to work, overwork our employees. We are we are trying to make this a sustainable thing, and like this is why the cadence of our updates is slower. Like I think the fact that they have decided to make a, a living game that is not you know kind of like plagued by overwork and crunch I think is is like like legitimately laudable. Yeah. So what about instead of good job EA, what about good job respawn and then you rope in the fact that Jedi Fallen Order yeah, has made, no microtransactions like of any a, a kind. Pretty strong battle battle royale and probably had to fight for it. Yeah. 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 So I, like good job respawn for going against, you know, typical microtransaction yeah. structures. Yeah. I mean both those games are great examples of different things yeah. that respawn you can give the credit to Respawn for figuring that out. Yeah, great point. All right, these are four. We have Microsoft Game Pass, Obsidian slash Outer Worlds. Let's just put Outer Worlds. Um, Capcom's Resident Evil 2 and DMC5. So uh, and I heard something about Street Fighter. So something, yeah. Street Pass. I don't know what's going to be talking about. <laughs> uh, good job, Respawn. They it again. <laughs> They gave uh, everyone a second V skill. Yeah. I I really like uh, I liked your Microsoft Game Pass suggestion. I think yeah. is I think it weird that like one. Microsoft Game Pass and, and Respawn are like me too? What about though? Like the spirit of the award, the honorary good job Capcom award that's, is that's, giving yeah. is giving gamers something they've been screaming about, and like a developer or somebody busting their ass to make it happen. Like mm. Game Pass, yeah, is I don't think Game awesome, Pass is that, but yeah. I don't think anybody has been screaming for ten years now. Please I give me I a could. subscription service for I games. Think people ha- I think people have wanted a Netflix for games, and this is like, this is as close as we're gonna get. Yeah, well, like, as close for, as we currently are. I guess yeah, like, and, and it's a and crazy want, generous deal. There's no doubt. But it's like this is what like you subscribe to a thing and you have access to like a wider rate of games that you wouldn't otherwise have. Sure. Uh, that you would otherwise have to purchase individually. But th- comparing to the remake quality of Resident Evil 2 alone like but like I think the fact that that yeah look I think the fact Resident Evil 2 that remake is great but like I think even like yeah they, they gave gamers what they wanted but it's also like this was final this was a, a like I think that should have happened a while ago like they 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 had like the people knew that they wanted Resident Evil 2 right but like I don't know it just feels like making a sequel to a thing that people wanted like it feels it feels a little less like Oh, you went above and beyond. Then, like you, you kind of did the thing that people kind of expected you to do, which yeah. is fa- like I, I know that it's in the spirit of the category, but like if someone is able to say like, "Hey, here's the thing we managed to pull off that so hasn't above been and done beyond. before," and yeah, and how about 
them bundling Game Pass with Xbox Live as kind of one thing kind now. Thingy, yeah. Which they didn't. They certainly didn't have to do. I don't know if that you know how long that's going to okay. go all right, on. Okay. All right. All right. It hangs. Outer World seems insane not to have on this list. I don't know. I, I don't like that. It's just a single. They, Obsidian made a great game. Like I don't. That makes it less exciting to me. Like I like the other ones that are like big. Like you know, a studio doing well over the course of a year where it's like Obsidian released a good game. Like we'll get we'll get we'll cover that in our you know in our discussion of the best games of the year. You know. Yeah. Like the. You're right. Okay. So. I'll cut it. Cut okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Outer Worlds is gone. We're down to Capcom Resident Evil 2 and Respawn. Is Capcom not making the Capcom? Good job, Capcom. <laughs> I like Respawn. I, if, as a if it wasn't, I feel like if it wasn't called the Capcom Award, we would not be having this. <laughs> but that's just me personally. But like, DMC is as, as the big as the person who has played all three of those games on yeah. the, in that suggestion. But I'm totally like I get the sentiment that they are deli- like they may finally give it gave us another Devil May Cry. They finally gave us like the the Resident Evil. Not only gave you another Devil May Cry, went back in time and basically erased. The their attempted one. reboot, yeah, the good one, <laughs> yeah, which I and continue to story which is that to me a ne- not- negative to me personally, but because I lo- yeah. I love that remake, but like oh interesting, I don't know, it just feels like they are doing, I don't know, I I feel like the respawn one and game pass ones are them going above Do and it. beyond what people expected Do of them. Do it. Capcom gone. is gone. The list right now, which isn't to say like I'm not, I don't want to knock them for it. Like sure. I feel like Capcom has has squarely fulfilled their obligations with yep. people. Okay, so the honorary they, good job, Capcom fans happy. Yeah. Yes, it's down to respawn for pushing for. Decency and no microtransactions within EA mm-hmm. with Apex Legends and Jedi Fallen Order and Microsoft's Game Pass. Respawn number one. Sure. Okay. No, because, because to me, like the Game Pass thing, I think is great and I think it's a great deal for people, but that is still so much of a business decision. It's a smart business decision yes. for Microsoft. You're and right. it's, it's kind of getting their talents into people, getting them on board with paying for a Game Pass to begin with, mm-hmm. which, again, still great deal. But in a lot of ways, Respawn is working against economic incentives You're to right. kind of right. figure out a there way to is. give people. Great point. Perfect. Respawn, <laughs> you know congratulations it. on getting the Good Job Capcom Award for 2019 Microsoft <laughs> I, I Game Pass. I busted that one through. Yeah, you got it. As the runner Mr. Up. Smith goes to Washington. Oh, boy. And now I have to pee. Oh, my God. All right, we'll take a break, everybody. All right, Jeff, you're back. Yep. Bladder empty, mindful. Already filling up again. The next category is... The greatest work of art of all time for 2019. For 2019. <laughs> this is an old inside joke from uh, the previous era. <sighs> this is also a tough one to come into late in the year of like, yeah, what yeah. is the greatest work of art in 2019? You know what it is? I think it was me singing Hamilton at karaoke to a bunch of people who didn't know what mm, Hamilton was. That sounds horrific. <laughs> Is that in any way related to this to uh, games? Uh, no, but it's it's related. To the, it, that's what kicked off the greatest work of all time question to begin with. It was Hamilton? Yeah, it's greatest work of art of all time of the, of all time in 2019. Do you have a suggestion out there? Mm. I, I have Wow on mind. Netflix. Is, come on, no jokes, Kyle. Right, it's a good movie. Do, does it have to be related to games? Does not. No. What? This is the greatest work of art. I thought this was video game related. Are you nuts? Be. It can be. Did you ever? So it's just anything that happened in 2019. The greatest work. What is the greatest work of art of all time? Banksy shredding that painting. Did that happen this year? I think so. (laughs) We should we should look that up. What about that guy that ate the banana that was duct taped to the wall? Mm, That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 
I mean, these are just straight up. These are just art things. It doesn't have to be art. That was 2018. Get out of Banksy. here. Can you Google? I can't believe you said okay, that. Okay, in Google, my mind, Google guy eats expensive banana no, and see if that was this no year. No one is interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> I followed along. That's amazing. I would argue sincerely, and maybe they'll blow it, and I'll regret this, but I don't care. In my mind, it's Watchmen. It is. It is Watchmen Ooh, on HBO. I like that a lot. Watchmen is very good. Just trust us on this. Yeah, apparently, well, we're going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to ha- this is like the dumping ground for like it's, recommendations. It's really it's like an amazing show in a sea of just tons of superhero media. It's like a fantastic show and it also does the the impossible task of doing justice to the original Hooded justice to the original exactly. graphic novel. Not so crapping on it. It does Night Owl to the original Watchmen. <laughs> he's in he's in jail. Uh what? Uh, I think that's a genuinely good answer. I think that, I mean, honestly, long term, I think we will talk about Watchmen on HBO as just being like stellar television. I think my my choice would then be like, it it is criminally under talked about, but undone from Amazon Prime, I think, is like my favorite thing that I've watched this year. Oh, Bob Odenkirk and Alita Battle Angel? Yep. She's like, that show is, it was, it's fantastic. Like the way it's structured, the way it uses, like it it is originally, it was, it's a little bit Scanner Darkly where they kind of draw all the scenes, but they use that to fantastic effect to sort of meld a lot of their special effects with the actual reality. Yeah. Uh, The storyline I think is really good. Like the, the way that that all that trippy stuff plays into the actual storyline and the plot and the way a lot of those episodes are structured in a very uh specific way to to lend credence to the storytelling i think is fantastically done hey is this our list folks i was gonna say dreams i was also gonna say dreams back when this category was about video games damn yes it. for giving people the ability to actually make stuff from their imagination yeah to make and having competent tools that make that possible damn it you're what, right. What about the Spirited Away episode of Blank Check? <laughs> I kind of like the Wind Rises good. episode better, personally. Oh, really? Yeah. The which one? The, the Wind Rises. The Wind Rises. Oh. I, I, I like good. Spirited Away better as a movie, but I think I like that episode of the podcast better. Yeah. Um, I like Dreams in this category. Yeah. Boy. He's, he says solemnly. <laughs> I, there's no universe where I'm leaving this room without Watchmen as number one. <laughs> That's fine with me. I like watching this run. You guys should watch it if you haven't yet. Please do. It's uh, finishing so. up yeah, this I weekend. I have not watched it. So. I it's. I don't know what discussions we have at this point because it's like, I. Uh. What am I gonna say? No, that show sucks. Having not seen it. <laughs> okay. I would say runner-up dreams. Sure. Yeah. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. The greatest. Watch Amazon on Amazon Prime. It's very good. You should watch sure it. it is. Uh. It's probably better than that. Amazon Prime. The runner-up is. Dreams. The thing that lets people make their dreams come to life. Yeah, Watchmen but they're kind of like underwhelming what everyone's made. So okay. We'll talk about next week. Next category. This is taken from the Twilight Highlight Zone, my Twilight Zone podcast with Jeff Cork. Um, adapted a little bit, obviously, and it is my favorite thing. Mm. The wait, most, so you do wait, want to put this category you put as, your favorite? as your favorite thing? Oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. Let's go back. All right, let's open that can of worms. Uh, this category is... The most aggressively mediocre game of 2019. We all know what Rage it two. is, right? I, exactly Rage I have one that I love more than that. Okay, hang on. So Rage 2, yeah. uh, the most aggressively mediocre game of all time. Uh, this frog- is tough because like, you can go off like the Game Informer review scale, and then like what is that, like somewhere around a 7-ish? What about uh, Frogger for Apple Arcade? Okay. All right. <laughs> he said like... Uh, also, give it its due. It's Frogger in Toy Town. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Sorry. 
Okay. I just feel like, yeah, Rage 2 is like my number one with the bullet here just because like, yeah. I, there's, I don't hate that game at all, but it's just like at some point I just completely forgot that I was playing it. Serial, <laughs> what and about? I just stopped playing. I just, I just like, I didn't, I didn't have a moment where I was like, man, screw this game. Or like, man, mm-hmm. I can't wait to finish mm-hmm. this game. Yeah. It, I just like ended up not playing it one day and completely forgot about it. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, just uh, body temperature I, bath. I had a, oh, this came out this year as I was playing it. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you think Little Town Hero deserves a spot in most aggressively mediocre game? I, I don't know because there are like okay. like frustrating moments in it. Okay, because it's like I, I know I gave it a five, which is you know mediocre, but it's like it dips kind of. Yeah, it's like it's right? like ups and downs versus like a complete flatline, which is what Rage Two was for yeah. me. Yeah, I would. Um, I have a contender, and I feel very good about this. All right, All right. Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black <laughs> Order. The for game, the most aggressively mediocre game. That weirdly has this sort of, like, group of people who defend it with the argument that it's, like, not good. Yes. Like, they are passionate that it's... But it's not that, that it it's, sucks. It's yeah. just so blah. It's, like, exactly what I wanted in that it's not very good. It's like, what? <laughs> okay. People are tortured souls. <laughs> Talk about podcast games. I think, yeah. I, think, I think that's a really good one, honestly. Thank, thank you, Kyle, uh, yeah. for getting my back yeah. on that. I felt amazing when I thought of that the, one. The thing that blows my mind is just how be, uh, constant, like, podcast, people are like, look, wasn't that good? But it's what I wanted. It's like, why didn't you want... Why didn't you want something better? Right. Like, right. Know, play Spider-Man again, you know? Uh. Any other suggestions for the most aggressively mediocre uh, game of 2019? I'm going to look through what I've played here. I mean, Far Cry New Dawn was another one, but it doesn't beat Rage 2 for yeah. me. So. Okay. Anthem was... Arguably actively bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just you can't have too many ups and downs. It's yeah. part of it, right? Yeah, it's just kind of dull. Yeah. That's a good list, man. I like. Right now it's Rage 2, Frogger in Toy Town, and Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I have no further questions, John. <laughs> I, I like Marvel a lot, just be, mostly because yeah. of the people who get who rally behind it, which is so confusing to me. Yeah. I think. So it's an FU I, move? I think you can cut Frogger. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, you can cut Frogger, yeah. Is this category Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, and Rage 2 as the runner-up for most aggressively mediocre game? I, I would swap those. I think like I would like swap them too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Rage 2 is <laughs> finish well, more. Is, I, I defy you to finish that sentence. Is more about competently <laughs> made than Black Order. Like but, Black Order. But does that, does that dip Black Order down into the maybe bad zone? And yeah, I think I think Marvel Ultimate Alliance often dips into like boredom, whereas like I was never like. I don't want to keep playing Rage. I just stopped. Like it, 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 it's just like this natural inclination to like I should go do something else. It oh, wasn't wait. like a thing where I'm done. We're forgetting Days Gone. I thought about it, but Jeff I'm like Days Gone. Yeah, do you? yeah. Okay. I, okay. I think it's I think it's interesting in what in what it does. Yeah, in, I mean, I just had that... what you're describing with Rage Two. That was me with Days Gone. Yeah. I played a bunch of it. I had a decent time, but it was just like one day I was like, I haven't played Days Gone in like a week. I don't. Yeah, I think I'm good. The thing you know? is that like. It is more competently made, but just coming out, like, playing it and feeling nothing is kind yeah, of like... That, that, like and, and have you played Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3? No, I haven't. Well, I'd be shocked you could have forgotten that you did, because it is just <laughs> zero. It is eating vanilla wafers. Yeah. I guess to me, part of it also is that I actually was looking forward to Rage 2, and it is from id and avalanche which you think right. they're going to make a kick ass action game yeah. and then 
as I was playing like, it, it's for all that attitude about like, hey, we're gonna have to give you like these interesting skills and things. Like the fact that like you just end up resorting to the same like two moves, and it's just like it is aggressively mediocre in insofar as okay. like it, it wants to have all this style and things, but it just everything just yeah. about that game just kind of blends. And it's into weird itself. that it's like it's somehow less than the sum of its parts. Yes. Like, okay, it's got progression, it's got action, it's got good weapons, the shotgun's great, and then it still just feels yeah. mediocre. I, I would even yeah. like one point in Marvel Ultimate Alliance's favor out out of this category is that like you can at least have like a, a time where you play it with your friends and like kind of all mess around and that this just happens to be the thing that you're doing. Isn't there co-op in Rage 2? I don't think so. I think there might be, but I want to say no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I think I think Rage 2 number 1 Marvel number 2 just cuz Marvel does dip into the okay. actively a little bit bad. There are there are more offensive. Yeah. Okay. The most aggressively mediocre Rage game of 2019. Player. There okay. we go. Is Rage 2. The runner up <laughs> is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3: The Black Order. Thank you so much. Feel free to put that on your box. Um, <laughs> you don't even have Aggressive. to email us. Dot, dot, dot. Uh. <laughs> Aggressive and meaty, they say. Um, best character of 2019. Well, this one. Do we? Right? Yeah, oh, Randy Pitchford. No. Uh, what, what's your... We all know it. Jeff Parvati. Parvati. Oh, sure. I thought yeah, you were going to say Luigi. Good. Luigi being scared. I mean, you can. Luigi's you can good. I'll put Luigi, Luigi on the list. list. Yeah, yeah. Is I, he a good I honestly is. Oh, now I feel terrible. I did not even think of Parvati. Yeah, you, when you think of best character, you kind of automatically go like, "Oh, what are the protagonists I like this year?" But like, it's always the side characters who are the more exciting ones, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you're spelling I think that it's right. two T's, right? No, there it is. Um, okay, Parvati, Luigi. Here's um, I thought of Captain Price. I really enjoyed him in Modern Warfare. Just like, but it's a little bit just. Here's just a standard guy who's guy. so confident that he's he's kind yeah. of fun. He's a superhero kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think any of us are into it, but this would be a place to honor the goose. I do believe. Oh sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are you into that, Jeff? Um? Yeah. Did I you play? It? I haven't. No, I haven't played it. I've seen it. I okay. I understand the no, but as a best character, I can totally understand that. I've seen enough of that okay. game to understand the goose. Have, untitled goose. I love that goose. Have you beaten it? No, I just started. Okay, because I think the ending only sort of. Makes the argument stronger. Interesting. Yeah. So, I, spoil I like, anything else here, Kyle? I'm doing my best. Right? I'm doing my best. Uh, I have a suggestion, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast table, I'm that's looking for I would suggest Mr. X deserves a spot on this list. I like that. He's a real character. Are you can throw him on there. He, I, I feel very strongly about that. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of a character I, that, like, yeah, you don't know what he's thinking, you don't know what makes him tick, but in terms of just one character this year that captured imaginations, I, Mr. Yeah, X. I, I totally get it. it. I'm at the point in that game where he is tormenting me yeah. in a bad way, but um, he is certainly a stand. He's, he's definitely a the standout character in that game for me. Well, I don't know. I'm a huge Ada Wong fan. <laughs> Uh, who's, kiss? who's the pilot in Fallen Order? Grease? Grease, is that his name? Grease is fun, right? I feel like I like Cal Kestis. I was going to say BD1. I was going to say the oh, second BD1 sister. BD1, I actually BD1's like. a great suggestion. Yeah, BD1's good. Uh, Serial, what'd you have? I had the second sister from Fallen Order. Over BD1? I She's mean, cool. I don't know. Like, I, learn, I guess that you learn... like, BD1 kind of strikes me as just like generic, very adorable, like kind of cute thing that's mm -hmm. going on. Yeah, it doesn't, good. It doesn't strike me as someone who's like... I don't know. I, I guess I like BD1, but he just seems like he's another one of those kind of like like... Pixie like characters Adorable that is just kind of like yes, yeah. yeah, just doing things that are cool. Also, yeah, there's a long line of like good partner character sidekicks like that okay. in Star Wars. But they subtitle but. his beeps and bloops, which is very fun. 
Okay. Does anybody <laughs> else have additions for this list? Right now it's Parvati, Luigi, Goose, Mr. X, BD1, Second Sister. Uh, I, like, I don't there know. There are I, three I, I very... <laughs> characters with basically that are unconventional here, but I like that. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of characters in Disco Elysium whose arcs I, I would love to see. Kim, right. Kim Kitsuragi, I think, is like probably my standout so far in terms of like a character. You willing to fight for her on this list having only played seven that, hours? That's the problem, is that like yeah. I I want. I just want to make sure that everyone yelling at their at their you know whatever device they're listening to. Look, yeah. Kim Katsuragi's probably would probably be my pick if I finished this Elysium. Right. And I apologize. Um, I also I like Trover from Trover Saves the Universe too. I aggressively I know you hate don't, putting you don't Trover like on him. this list. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't finish the game, right? No, I made it halfway through and I was. This tortured. is yeah. I don't. You're just. There's nothing I could ever convince you to, to like give that game a that shot. Was the most like, obnoxious. Do you ever watch? Thing. Did you watch Rick and Morty? Yeah, I all. saw the first episode and I thought this is obnoxious. Yeah, but I understand. I'm saying that there's no, a lot of good I, stuff in there. No, no, but, not at all. I. I, I well, it's no, just I think like people are angry. <laughs> I, I think you there's made a lot everyone of angry. Kyle. There's a lot of reasons to be turned off by like Rick and Morty at the start for sure. And it's yeah. like that. It is that sort of very and it, like I uh, talking to uh, Justin Roiland about. Trover saves the universe. Like that's his style that he likes. He likes it to be improvisational and weird yeah, and I incomplete. Like the, I like the spirit of it. Yeah, but, but it when just it's doesn't all just work screaming for you. for you know a seven-hour game, it's like Jesus Martha. Um, should I put down Jesus Martha as one of the characters mm-hmm. from Trinity? Um Okay, I I can live with this list. Start whittling down from here. How do you feel about it? Yeah. Uh, there's. I mean. I'm trying to decide what the best Fire Emblem character is. Oh, there we go. There's a lot yeah. of good ones in there. Because, well, I I guess the one that I'll have to go with is, is Claude from, because I played, you know, that faction. Claude. So, Which I, faction I, is this? Uh, the Golden Deer. There it is. He so, like, it. the way he's kind of like this casual. You made him say like, it. He, he plays the very, like, kind of knowing trickster role where he's kind of like, I'm going to be this affable guy who's kind of, like, always being mischievous and everyone's kind of like, Claude, you need to apply yourself and put, like, very secretly, like, behind the scenes, he's, like, the smartest person in the room in a lot of in a lot yeah. of instances. Uh, but, like, he is not, like, a bad guy in that sense. He's, like, someone who's trying to help people. And he's, like, he's the one in that world pushing for, like, the closest thing they have to a democracy there. And that is yeah. very much in opposition to the more authoritarian regimes that the other pe- that the other people in the Empire are trying to push. Yeah. But he's also, he, like, his voice acting is, like, su- like one of the best, like, that I've seen in, in kind of those games where... You know, where a lot of that game is is just character portraits popping in and out. Like his voiceover is like like really well delivered, um, and he he works so well with that group of people as just like come like the Golden Deer are kind of like a bunch of outcasts and kind of like people who aren't taking the conflict super seriously. And Claude is sort of the one who's like, yeah, guys, you, like I'm gonna let you be yourselves, but let's try to like corral this like ragtag group into something that can actually start winning fights and so he he is that leader in a very strong sense and he's he's pushing for like things that are like un- almost unequivocally good for the empire and he's kind of like the one as these two other factions are fighting he's kind of slowly like listen i i have my eyes on the prize for this Suriel, would you fight for him for character of the year uh i think my two would be claude and parvati I think Parvati, with the group and the fact that we all played that so mm-hmm. much and all talked about Parvati so much, I think I think she's on this list. I think she's on this list. I think Luigi's gone. I think Luigi's gone. I think second sister is gone. Although I did, I think second. I learned more gone. about her recently. Like I got to the point where mm-hmm. you kind of learn more about her, and she is interesting. But I like is BD it, well, one more. I mean, is it weird that BD one is a standout character from that game? Because I feel like I, I don't know. I don't he, think he, either he's not of them a, make okay, it. Yeah. Okay. I think cut. it's Parvati and Mr. X. Yeah, I think I also think it's Parvati and Mr. X. Yeah, I on, I like the goose. I, I like I honestly like it, you talk about sort of cultural impact of that sucker. Like 
Are we talking yeah, about that? Yeah, but is it like for this table though? Like, yeah, personally, I, I and the fact that the you're end, the only one that's finished the goose game. Yeah, which and like the end does sort of uh, give, give him like means. an interesting twist to his character. But I mean, I know, it's I mean, I know fire. that ending. I had it spoiled for me, but let's okay. like, and I and I do like that twist that he actually you know, well, that he's not. Hey, you know, I want to learn about this. Uh, but yeah, I like Parvati too. I Mr. X is a lock. Whether that's one or two, I want to see Mr. X on there for sure. Okay, I'm cutting goose. Okay. Bye, Goose. Claude, yeah, Mr. X, I'm the only one who's, who's going to defend Claude. I know you guys are... It, there's no universe where you guys are going to play fi- in a Fire Emblem to understand. And yeah, even correct. if you did, you might have a t- you might be like any of the faction leaders yeah. that you chose. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the Min-Max Awards, there is permadeath. <laughs> you are... Talk about been slain by Mr. Star X. Classic. Please add like a sound effect or something to <laughs> also, that. Like, <laughs> I, I will say though that if Claude dies, you fail the mission. He's like a, a character <laughs> who can't die. Like, well, look, hey, if Claude died to fail the mission, leave that comment uh, on this YouTube so video. Start this mission and start this whole award ceremony over then. So I guess Parvati won because like she's Parvati like a real X, person with a personality. And Mr. I don't X. think that necessarily means Parvati has to win this. Yeah. I mean, I like Mr. X just because he's like, he's. The second you see him, you're like, "What is this guy?" He throws a the helicopter having an impact on he's you. He's wearing a freaking like fedora. He's stupid. He's looking. like terrifying. Yes, I, I really like Mister X. Was he in the original game? He was. Yeah, yes. they looked different. Uh, uh, was he also only in like the rework scenario? Like, yeah, the B scenario. Yeah. 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 yeah, playing as Leon or something like that. But yeah, I, the, I the hat was like part of his original design before they scrapped <laughs> a lot of Resident Evil Two, so it was like added back as a fun Easter egg. But I don't know. Like I, I, I don't want to discount Parvati completely though. Like I, I like that. She has like a really interesting arc that is both new for like representation in games, her being a, in a sexual character, but also yeah. like her specific arc of you trying to like having a relationship with a character that exists outside of like they're uh, an asset to my team or I'm going to try to gift this person into a romance. Yeah. Like the fact that you are helping her have another relationship, I think is something genuinely novel in these kinds of games. Okay. Sure. I'll give it to Parvati. Number one. Sure. She Sister didn't, X she didn't, she didn't have a X going to give it to you like YouTube video, but. That's fine. Final category is... Oh, that's not true. Wait, no. Yes, it is. <laughs> best moment. Okay. Category is best moment for 2019. Again, we will try and give Warner's... Warner's. <laughs> we'll give uh, some David Warner's for some Warner spoilers. Brothers. But uh, you're welcome to skip this category if you're very scared. Yeah, mine's going to be a spoiler. Yeah, that right. Mine will too. I think mine will too. Okay, yeah. best moment. Who wants to volley out something? Maybe let's start with the non-spoilers. Well, you can do the Fortnite one, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Fortnite chapter two. So Fortnite chapter two, or just Fortnite black hole, yeah. right? I think that's an excellent one. Um, it's a it's powerful. It's around, Josh. Let me see. Um, yeah, my my one that I was had been preparing to argue, you know, assuming that we would have been doing this at Game Former, like I had one in mind mm-hmm. that, but it is spoilery. Okay, so if you guys, have I mean, this is the spoiler ones, category. Yeah, just but if we have non, if there's a way to talk around it, that'd be great. I don't think you. Can, I think if it's the moment that I that we both my, have. Well, mine's from Trover Saves the Universe, oh, okay. which is like kind of like I don't f th- that. I what I. F- you. <laughs> need, you were Dude, talking. You were just talking about the category because like, I know. I know the thing you're talking about, and I played it. And because you said like, oh, there's this moment, and I played it. And I was like, yeah, it's like, oh, something like unexpected happens. That entire game is people screaming unexpected things you at could, you. It does not. It's pop frustrating that you're just okay, like, but no. Like, okay, even, you know, even like give me a chance to explain it. But yeah, I, I think let Kyle talk about his thing. Sure. All right. And which you don't, it. and you just don't like the sort of tone of the game in general. So there was like, Correct. so, and to me, okay. So there's this moment where you get sent on this mission 
uh, where you're like, I need you to to kill all these people to free them from this like this burden that they've been that it, that they're struggling with, and you need to kill them in order to complete this mission. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go there, and it's like this planet with like green sky and these circular houses, and you can kind of walk around, and and there all these little creatures are walking up to you, and they're very nice and they're like cute. And Trevor's like, are we are, are we sure we want to do this? Like, I, don't, I guess this is what we have to do. And then you can slaughter everybody. And, and, and then when you come back to the guy, he's like, thank you so much for doing that. It was so important that that happened. That planet with its red sky and its square houses, like, I'm so glad you took care of that. And then you sort of continued the discussion, and he's like, wait, oh, crap, I sent you to the wrong planet. You just slaughtered, like, an entire planet just based on my mistake. And I, I, I thought it was hilarious, and I also love it because it was, like, to me, it was, like, commentary on, like, the idea of, player agency and just doing what you're told in a video game and right. like what that means and like I, I it, it cracked me up I thought it was the funniest moment in the game and like and you can't actually avoid it if you don't kill anyone you get sort of a different trajectory but like I totally like gave into the sort of the setup for it and like accidentally slaughtered an entire planet mm-hmm. and I, I thought it was hilarious and weird and dark and it I is really dark. enjoyed it. it is I understand it being yeah. the best part of that game I think why I resist it is like because you that don't would have like gri- that style of comedy. Well, that's true, but like if that popped in any way compared to the rest of the game, right? If like this was like a Mass Effect and you did that, it would be like, oh my god, that's one of the craziest moments of the year. And I'm not exaggerating. When the four hours leading up to that moment are literally like, hey, what the f- is going on? It's just nonstop screaming insanity. Like, oh, unexpected things are happening. It's random yeah. for this. Like a random. Look at all this random stuff. Oh, something else happened. Happened. That's random. Let's move on. Right. It's like, and then that happens in the I, middle I don't of that. Think so it's like it fully, doesn't. I don't think it's fully random. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think random's the right term because really? there is there is a trajectory to that story and a legitimate plot and there is like world building and different. Oh, things. there is something in there, but I'm just saying it doesn't. There's not enough contrast for that moment to pop compared to the rest of that game. Yeah, I disagree. I, it stood out to me in a big way. So I I really liked that moment and I thought it was really funny and it's hard to nail like a uh, comedy in a video game like that and the way that it like keep trying it took me <laughs> the way it like put me in a position to enact the sort of the thing that happened and the, I was the punchline the thing that I did as the player became right. the punchline for this yes. big joke really stood out to me and yes. I really enjoyed it I'm not saying it's not the a, end <laughs> okay that's fine and to be fair I did laugh while playing the game a couple times like yeah. it is I like the tone of having like natural delivery in a game and there is obviously funny stuff in there it's just yeah. You know, I get I get that it's like it's just not going to click with you, and that's that's fine. Stop like, trying to make me play Trevor's Universe. No, I know it's to. a juggernaut of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to acknowledge that wild like level juggernaut. Yeah. Then. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sure that'll be deleted before we finish this. It's on the list. Over it's on the list. Oh, thank oh, you, Jerry. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, in the realm of games that um, we maybe haven't played enough of, but I played two hours, and I understand it's not enough. Actually, probably less than that, but maybe an hour of um, Outer Wilds and I do think just from that hour I think leaving the planet for the first time in Outer Wilds is a very good moment this year really I, I don't know I feel like I feel like I, if I had done anything of note in my 40 minutes that I played of it because I did I did manage to leave the planet okay just that moment of realizing like wandering around that opening little village and then getting in the ship taking off and realizing like oh this is all physics based that actually was a real village on this tiny planet. The fact that I can do this seamlessly in a video game was yeah. one of the coolest ones. I guess, you I, guess I didn't have that No huge... Man's Sky. Yeah, it's it's funny. I think I... it's different because it's like small and like there are characters and it's like basically you know people yeah. call it like oh it's a Zelda like a Majora's Mask style thing. But imagine like that mm. type of thing and then leaving Hyrule Field and then just like oh it's actually just well sitting so, down so there one still. thing I do want to like I, I think maybe the reason that it, it did pop for you was that like it, it there's no like 
cutscene or transition that leads into that. You, yeah, it, exactly. It is, you, you are, it is taking place in the same like kind of view where yes. you, you, in first person, you're walking around, you get up into your ship, and then it's like, okay, now you can start viewing it through the like the landing viewfinder, which is like a different view of your ship that helps you land. And so as you're moving around, you just kind of realize that, oh, this is just going to keep going. This is There's not going to be like a thing where it's like, ah, it's time to start exploring the world now. Here's the menu. It's like you are you are exploring the world in the same interface that you were just exploring the the little village. And that like the fact that, that it, this is going to be one seamless thing. I, I is... guess I just felt the same seamlessness from No Man's Sky. Yeah, like, yeah it is at the same and ballpark. And it's funny because even though I didn't like... No Man's Sky, like the year it came yeah. out, and I didn't. I argued against it on our top fifty. I did try to fight for that being a moment of just leaving oh, the planet. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I think one of the things that holds me back for Outer Wilds is spoiled by No Man's Sky a little bit. But I also my knowledge of the game hurt that because like I knew that that's how the game was structured. Which is right. like, I, do you factor that at all? I don't know. It just didn't it have just, the same yeah, it's, impact. It's the, it's, it's the collective group's you know yeah. level of impact. So but I it is it. cool. Like I, I, I was more fascinated by going to the first planet I just like landed on a planet that had this like storm raging on it and I was yeah. like oh this is cool. I think like, that the same was more impactful that I landed to me too, yeah. than, than leaving um, but um, one yeah. that I don't think is going to hang but um, in modern warfare there's a moment where you know seems like price goes too far I won't spoil it because I don't need to um, involving do you remember this involving some torture <laughs> trying to get info and it's just one oh, of those yes. like wow like this is really crazy they're, that they're, they're doing this they're kind of like no Russian thing is, it, is this the moment you can opt out of? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, okay. I ended up opting out by accident, uh, so I didn't get to see that. Did you opt in? I, I guess? opt out. I opted out. I also opted out. So, but I, so I don't. I guess I don't understand. It still happened though. Like you went in the room. And it's like, oh, look at that. Oh, okay. I I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. Anyways, it's, I don't think it's even worth putting on the list here. But um, all right, serial. Uh, so Kyle, I think also had this one as like a contender. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in, in Sekiro. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing the, the, the ape. ape. Yeah. What's his name? The great ape? Grape ape. The great grape ape. <laughs> that, and that was the twist. His grape ape yeah. comes out. It's like this beloved uh, classic character of animation. And suddenly the yeah. guy... You're, no, but like... Okay, so you're fighting this ape and he's kind of like this wild ape with a sword. I believe... Here, I believe actually, even I think, in the first... I think I could talk around it maybe. Okay, go ahead. But uh, just real quick. I, the thing that it does that is interesting is it like... It uses what you've learned up to that point in the game on how you complete boss fights... And what you like when you know that you've finished a boss fight, and changes it in a radical way, and, and like use it uses it against you. Yes, uh, yeah. Which like maybe a, that's too vague, and or maybe we should explain yeah, I think, more. I but, think that's fine. Okay, okay. But it, it is I like love it. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's really cool. It is like the one time in games this year that like my jaw was literally like I was like what like yep. I my I was literally a gape. I was ape a gape <laughs> at the grape a gape. Yeah, I was a, a gape at that ape. Uh, <laughs> the grape ape. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, like oh okay, so there's this okay yeah, uh, hi, uh, and, and like the the way they deliver that moment and the context that it, that works around this moment is both yeah. like super surprising at the time of like this is ridiculous, but then they go and actually explain it in a way that is feasible within the context of that world. Yeah, I think which is the coolest it. moment from that game. For yeah, sure. all right, I think that's a real contender. Serial, um, I would recommend uh, Mortal Kombat 11's ending. I think what I would call that- Raiden's realization. Y- yes, the, I, I, I guess com- I'm trying to figure out like because there's like two moments in my mind that are kind of in that same part of the, the game. The flashbacks and then yes. realizing like this can only go one way, and it takes a certain combo to make it happen, right? Yeah, and certain powering up. That's yeah. just awesome. So, so the other thing that was like the way that plotline escalates at right at the end is kind of like this yes. weird. Like the last twenty minutes of that storyline are just like 
bonkers in a way that is like super fun in line with what that series has been building up to but also like like it is a like a bayonetta level of like okay now there's this like you thought the scale was large before and kind of like out there like it you know it does that many fold like right at the end but i do think that that moment is part of that i think is, is realizing that like oh oh okay so we're gonna have to do this then yes uh, uh, yes, that's exactly it. And, you know, it's weird for me because I never really cared much about Mortal Kombat before this year. Like, going mm. on the cover story, seeing the story for, like, 9 and 10, and then having a great time playing through the story mode for Mortal Kombat 11. And then, like, understanding and getting into the Mortal Kombat lore enough to the point that, like, the end of that game, like, this is awesome. <laughs> they did such a good job with that it finale. Was, it was interesting for me as someone who similarly doesn't care about Mortal Kombat, yeah. like, to watch you be like, oh, I actually like this. Like, it was, it's like, fun. weird to watch yeah. you sort of, like, uh, really just, in, embrace it in a yeah, big way by the it's end. It's just a super fun comic book story. Like, it's yeah. great. Um, for me, um, Jeff, did you play Baba as you? No. Damn it. Did you play uh, Baba no, as you? I didn't. Oh! <laughs> And Kyle's not the biggest Get it fan. out of here. There's yeah. just people yelling. It's all random. It's a bunch yeah. of random things. We have to figure things out. A lot of yelling no, Baba um, I feel bad. I wonder if Baba is yell. I, is it like, I th- like my thing for Baba is you, which maybe is what you're going for, is like understanding how the puzzles work initially. 100%. And yeah. this is the thing. Do you know how the puzzles work in Baba is you, Jeff? Yeah, you like touch things it's, and then it's turn It's like code logic, right? Yeah. It's code. Okay, so yes, I guess that's a spoiler which other people talked about when the game came out, so I'm okay talking about this basic concept a little bit, but I was trying to dodge it when we talked about it on the old podcast. But it is that realization of just, and I did this with multiple different groups of friends, of sitting them down with Baba's You and then playing through the first level. It's like, okay, I slide this block over here. It's a little puzzle game. Got it. Then you get stuck and it's like, wait. So I can push the words around, and depending on the order these words are in, it's changing the actual logic. And like the first first moment, I believe in that game where it really clicks, and I, it was so fun to watch several groups of people just be like, "Wait, what is Baba is wall?" Like when you become the wall for the first time, yeah, and then you're just moving the entire perimeter of the level to get the flag. Like that is one of my favorite moments of the year. Favorite moments of the last five years in gaming for me. Oh, I. I I'm with you. Like I, like, I know you're frustrated by the I, later I, half. Yeah, but. and because I think part of that frustration is because I like the beginning so much. When you're just sort of figuring out the basics, it's yeah. really fun and exciting. Like, so I, I'm with you. I think that is a, a really great moment hey, in games thanks. this year. You're so much nicer than I am. I know. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, is this our list? Is anybody else? There's uh, another I, one, but it's spoilery. I think the, uh, one of the there's a moment from in Travis Strikes again that I that I really like. That I think has made me my my personal favorite for the year, um, and I, I feel like I do have to spoil it because the of what it actually what the revelation actually is. So like think, you're okay. you're playing through these games, and it's like you know they're death marks and and the idea is that these are like left behind prototypes of games that never came out, uh, and then you realize that one of the games is named something I don't remember what it is, but then when you dive into it, you realize that it's Shadows of the Damned. So it's so what? like in. In Travis Strikes Again. Wait, should same- I play Travis Strikes Again? <laughs> I mean, like that. The thing is, is that like you weren't gonna play it otherwise, but like the, the I had to tell you that. Like, yeah, I, no, I, I if actually... I had just said like, hey, Kyle, you should play. It, you'd be like, no, I'm not gonna do that. So wait, yeah. what is it? Is it Easter egg or what is it? No, it is one of the level. One of the main levels in that game of like six is like you play in that same top-down world. You play through Shadows of the Damned backwards. So you start at the end of what? Shadows of the Damned. Oh, weird. Uh, and you play through basically. I, I I would have to figure out if there's like a direct one-to-one comparison. But you play through every level of Shadows of the Damned backwards, and then at the end, the boss is Johnson, 
which is and Big like, Johnson, please. No, they just call him Johnson because he's like oh. evolved into this. He's become from a gun. He's like one of the characters in the promo art. Yeah, is it a third person shooter? No, it's like a it, you play through like a, a top down beat em up basically the same way the rest of the game is. But okay. it's like it is but literally the levels the Shadows from of the Shadows of the Damned. Oh, that's great. And so like at the end you fight Johnson who's like, no, I'm doing this because I love Garcia and I'm gonna defend like I'm gonna defend Garcia's honor. And then like as you're fighting him, you kind of like Travis kind of starts befriending like, oh, this Garcia guy, I bet he was really cool. Okay, so you you put is this the, it? We're looking at gameplay footage. Yes. So you, you put the cartridge in. And it's not called Shows the Damn, but then when it starts, you're like, oh, yeah, this is just, it's like, uh-huh. it, it, it is like a fake out where it's like, here's this game, and it's like, oh, you land, and it's like, wait, this is not, like, this is not what I expected. This is like straight up Shadows of the Damned. This That's is really like where cool. you fight the last boss like in Shadows lot. of the Damned. And then, like, there's, there are some very minor kind of nods to the fact that, like, the, you know, he, like, pseudo working with EA didn't go super well. So, mm. like, there's, there's some, like, fourth wall breaking moments. In that game, yeah, he uh, he didn't like how that game came out ultimately, right? Yeah, he was like, I would do. Th- there were there were a lot of things that I would rather do differently. Yeah. That it, um, so mm. like that that was like a like That's as really being cool. specifically a Suda fan, I think it, it's like one of those things where it's like, dude, they made the like this was. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Inland Empire, no, no David Lynch. So, so uh, I've, before I talked about rabbits in a in an earlier podcast. Yeah. Do you guys remember that? So it takes place in the, in this one apartment building, right? Yeah. In this one room, and it's like a very short like um kind of like a short film. I think it's like an hour long. And so it's like this very, you know, surreal thing. But like in Inland Empire, which released years after that, there's a part where like the main character is having like this weird dream or breakdown. It's kind of ambiguous because it's David Lynch. And at one point she's just like wandering through all these halls and she opens a door and there is the apartment from Rabbits. And like, Mm -hmm. and she's like taking it on from a different perspective Mm because it's like Rabbits is a fixed perspective thing where you're always watching it from one camera so then she starts like running around the apartment from rabbits it, it was kind of like that in a video game form where it's like oh they're revisiting this idea in a way that feels like nostalgic without feeling like oh we're just gonna make do this thing like it, it mm-hmm. felt like a a weird uh like kind of introspective moment from suda which yeah. is like the thing that i want to see from suda games is like him being really weird which he hadn't done in like a lot of his previous games right and so this was the moment where i was like oh like this is like structurally like super interesting and cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's great. It's yeah. a great case for sure. Is this the list now? Well, Jeff, I'm happy. You had one more, didn't you? Yeah, it's from Jedi Fallen Order, and it's impossible to not spoil. I mean, mm, yeah, I don't. I could step away. I feel like Microsoft <laughs> spoiled it, didn't they? Well, I've uh, specifically been trailer. avoiding that trailer oh, for that reason. Okay. Uh, uh, do you want to step away for this, Kyle? It'll be very tough to come to the final verdict on that uh, without you. Well. Yeah, I really Can you just cryptically just say like is there's it just gotta like be a way to talk around the it. crazy ending no, or something? There, there there isn't because it's part of the crazy ending. So. Yes, it's part of the crazy ending, we can say. But anything anything else, like even if yeah. I try to keep it very vague, you're going to figure out what yeah, it what is. What about this cameo? Is that what it is? There's a cameo even that in Jedi Fallen Order? Like, you're already treading yeah. a fine line there, Hansen. Have you finished it? No, but uh, you know what he told me. Thank you. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is it beyond a cameo? Let's at least say a cameo in Jedi Fallen Order just for like getting it yeah, on a list. But it's that. like That's it's fine. not even that. It's like a little bit of how into that ties into the narrative. It, okay. it is not. It, it, it is, is not just it like is narrative, and it is gameplay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's wait, wait, before we get crescendo. to this. Do you feel like compared to this competition, you would it's, fight for this in the top slot? It is my f- probably favorite thing. Damn it. Serial, <laughs> are you, uh, but, are you but with we them? can we can go on. And the thing is, I know that Serial doesn't like Star Wars as much. Uh, so yeah, so it's like, have as much like I almost him. kind of expected it 
to say like when I saw when when I saw the thing, I was like, oh, okay, so it is kind of going for this thing. Then. Yeah, but but again, like I'm not like that moment would not have hit me like right. there wasn't. Sure. Yeah. Thank um, you uh, for dancing around spoilers, even though I did a really bad job of that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're I really appreciate it. I did spoil the Travis Rice skin thing. No, that, like, no I, that's, that's cool. Worth spoiling, that's, yeah, I love because, that. That's like, really I don't fun. think I don't. I I am more likely to check that game out now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The level after that is also I'm not going to spoil that one, but it's also it's also very. Cool. You said the Majora's Mask once to me, which. I, that's, a very small, that's a very small thing. It's not. It's, oh, okay, okay. It's, it is yeah, not this keep, level. Keep in mind, you've been people have screaming at you to play Outer Wilds all year, also saying yeah. Majora's Mask. Well, I know, but I know. 2019, I, the year I, of Majora's Mask. I understand why that reference for Outer sure. Wilds, where I don't know what you're getting at. Uh, interesting. I am willing, since it's my suggestion, to cut Outer Wilds because like, I thought it was cool, but if everyone else was kind of mm-hmm. meh yeah, on yeah. it. I mean, yeah. Also, I understand as. An outlet that we're blowing it by not giving Outer Wilds That's due what that in other, this episode. I mean, but. assuming Kyle plays Outer Wilds, we, the Outer Wilds yeah. may have its, <laughs> it's moment. All, it's all right. on me. It is all on you, baby. Uh, okay. All right. Um, oh, boy. This list right now is Fortnite Black Hole, Trover Saves the Universe, Planet Slaughter, Sekiro, uh, Great Ape, Agape Assassination, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 <laughs> and, is an ending, Baba is You, Travis Strikes Again, Jedi Fallen Order. Here's my... Again, self-sacrifice. I expect you guys to do the same. Baba's you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Your personal one. Personal, yeah, by a mile. But it is that argument of, that's just why I love the game, is for mm-hmm. the logic. And oh, I know sure. it was a moment of realizing what the logic was. It's, it's like realizing, oh, you can rotate the pieces in Tetris. No. <laughs> In fact, I'm going back on it. No, I'm sticking with that. It's just a moment. Good going, Surreal. Uh, <laughs> Even if it is a moment, it, with the competition it's up against, you still feel that that I Personally, pains. I'm not trying to tip this in any way. I think Sekiro takes it based, at the, based on the conversation. Sekiro is mine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my two would be Sekiro and Travis, but I know that people feel differently. But yeah, I think... I'm with Kyle on that. That that. Okay, I think. Yeah, let's thing. just lock Sekiro right now. As I mean, the we winner. don't have to bold it, like you know. But okay, this will make it easier. Top. And now, yeah. trying to figure out the runner-up. Kyle, I I don't think oh, the Trevor took moment. Fortnite out, huh? I don't think the Trevor oh, no. moment moment stacks up because like I don't know. Like I, I don't I don't have a Screw horse. Screw you, Cyril. Yeah, no, I don't, don't have be a dick, Cyril. <laughs> like I've watched Rude. I watched the season of Rick and Morty and liked it fine. Uh, <laughs> but like I I think is part of moment? it is that like there are yeah the I moment Rick that and Morty I, was okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think the thing about the Trevor season universe moment is that like I feel like games have tried to do kind of like commentary on player agency before, so it yeah. like it didn't strike me as a particularly novel. I think the fact that they're doing it for comedic effect is maybe the, the novelty yeah. it, there, and it also just worked for me. Like okay. I played into exactly what they were going for. You sure. know what I mean? So I clicked with me really well. Like it was one of those things where like taking notes on that game and I had an opportunity to talk to Justin Roiland afterward. That was my beeline question. I was like, let's talk about this moment for like 15, 20 minutes, which you can find that video if you want to find it. But I made my argument. I know Hanson's not on board, so like, I well, wherever it goes now. Let's slaughter it's it. Free. I got to talk about it. That's mostly what I wanted. Okay. Wait, I think it was actually the wrong moment. Kyle, I think you were you actually deleted the wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> That's fun. Thanks. Sorry, I was so proud of himself with that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do we feel about the Fortnite black hole? I think it was awesome. I appreciate it a lot. But yeah, the fact that's that the none of us thing. are Fortnite players is... It, it was just like watching it from the outside and being like, oh, that's awesome. That's cool they did that. But yeah. like... That, that has been me in Fortnite for like the last year. Yeah. Is like, oh, that's cool that they did that. I wish I liked that game more. 
You know, but this like, is a moment that like it expands beyond just we yes, don't play it was, it it was like because a cultural moment for because yeah. of how big Fortnite is. I, 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 yeah, but it's like I'm finding it hard to like argue passionately for it because it's like not a thing that I'm personally super like. Hype, yeah. like excited about but I can totally appreciate the fact that they are able to do this kind of thing I yeah. want to leave it on for now for now I think it's okay, okay. Yeah. Serial if you don't fully have my back with Mortal Kombat 11 I it's like not... that moment a lot it's just like it, I think for me like I, I like the Sekiro and I like the Travis Strikes uh, moment more with what about the but... fact that we both like the Mortal Kombat moment the ending but yeah, you're the but only I'm... one that's played Travis Strikes yeah, again. Yeah, but like I, I well, know. can I ask something about Mortal Kombat? Is it yeah. a story moment or is yes. it like a gameplay moment? It, it's a story, story. moment, but then it ties into gameplay. <laughs> Does it? Okay, because I'm always like uh, character yeah. changes in a really interesting way and that affects yeah. gameplay. Okay, but I don't think the, the part right. where it affects gameplay is like, you know, the like the major component of like they, they could they could have not changed that character and I think it would have worked. Yes. Well, not as it's well. It's overall but, story like, and yeah, a cutscene, but then it has ramifications. Yes. So one thing I would say. As much as I think that Shadows of the Damned thing sounds awesome, mm-hmm. like, I, if you're not a sort of a pseudo person, sure, yeah. like, I don't know if that would really impact you. And yeah. the reason it would impact me is because I think Shadows of the Damned is, like, far and away his best game. And I like that yeah. game a lot. But, like, would it resonate outside of that? Or would it, they, I most think people probably like don't either, even know if that you, game. If, you, if, you're yeah. like a, if you like Shadows of the Damned or like No More Heroes, I think it would resonate. Yeah, but, but outside of I, that. I understand that that is, like, an admittedly small, like, Overlapping, yeah, of, of interests. So, yeah, I guess you can cut it. I'm sorry. Right now, it is Jedi Fallen Order cameo, Baba is you, Fortnite Black Hole, Mortal Kombat 11, and Sekiro Grade Eight. Great, uh, grape ape agape. I'm sorry, yes, the grape ape. Which I th- I said on the stream. I think if you have no interest in playing Sekiro, but you want to see why that video, why that moment is so cool, yeah, check out Donkey's Sekiro video. Oh, right. He okay. like he actually like perfectly sort of shows why it's cool, you know? Sweet. Mm-hmm. Jeff, if he had to cut one. I would cut Baba is You. I apologize, but it seems like in terms of puzzle games, there there are a lot of puzzle games where you get that oh my god moment But it's not just oh my god, I know how to solve this puzzle. I know, it is but oh my god, the rules of this are something that I've never experienced in a video game before. Yes, but that I'm still saying that kind of experience of like, hey, we are breaking rules, we are doing something that is so outside the box that I wasn't expecting it. That is, is part of the pitch something... of the game as a whole to me. But Yeah, but I think it was just so awesome because I had no idea going in. I went completely blind. Did you too? Like that? That I was... think I did. Yeah, it was just given to me as a review. I'd heard it was good. That's all I knew about yeah. going into it. So, Kyle, where do you stand? If Jeff is nay, where do you stand I, on I Baba think... is you? Oh, man, this one's tough because like I can't speak to Jedi Fallen Order. I still really like Fallout or Fortnite. Sorry, I don't like. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, and I do think, oh, man, I don't love like the ending sort of moments. You know. Which mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat and Star Wars both kind of feel like. I, I agree with that. <sighs> so, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. that feels weird to me that we would not count a moment because they knew that that they built this best crazy moment and mm-hmm. put it at the end of a story. Sure, yeah. But you're saying it's just too broad, and maybe it's because we're trying to dance it, around Mortal Kombat 11 a little bit? It super isn't broad for Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. Okay. It is a very specific... Moment and then sequence following that moment, mm. but it, it is a very compact kind of thing that. Yeah. Serial, is he nuts? I think, I mean, I'm not a Star Wars guy, but I think you guys will get a kick out of it when it happens. If you finish it. Yeah. Oh, I'll finish it. 
But I'm, I I'm willing to sacrifice. Yeah, I'm also willing to sacrifice. Okay, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat 11, 11, which is a bummer. But we yeah. love you, buddy. You guys, I want to know what that is off air. Okay, it's it's also one of those things where it's like if you don't give a crap Mortal Kombat, it'd be it's like, not going to make okay. sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and it's like you know the music is amazing, like everything in that moment. Anyways, okay, um, but we'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh, all right. Mm. And who? Which one has the get over here? <laughs> <laughs> and who is the one who gets over there? <laughs> yeah, that moment is someone gets over yeah. there. Do you guys remember that episode of like the very serious AMC drama Mortal Kombat where it says, "I am the one who gets over here." <laughs> Swear to Fedora. <laughs> it's Mr. X. Uh, yeah, so Fortnite, I guess. Goes. <laughs> I don't that one's so tough because it's like It's just none of us are personally attached. We all just think it's a really cool moment from the yeah, year. Like if I had been playing a bunch of Fortnite like if you had been playing a bunch of Fortnite and you saw that, it'd be really exciting. Yep. I was excited about it outside of Fortnite. I thought yeah. it was really cool. But the, the fact but, that we can all agree that this is a cool is yeah, what has yes. me kind of really cool. is, is like, also even, where I am too. Even Ooh. having not played Fortnite, like the amount of like fun enjoyment that I got out of that moment having like being totally removed from it and yeah. like seeing like oh Fortnite's still down like and and, and you know my role is kind of weird because it happened on a weekend and I was reporting on it but yeah. like the fact like even that was I think super a super fun moment for me outside of whatever it was in the actual game as a player yeah yeah hey everybody is this list Sekiro's Great Ape as number one Great Ape Agape sorry yes and then number two Fortnite's Black Hole the runner up I think so I think so yeah wow Sorry, Baba and Jeff. Oh, that is rough. Jeff looks genuinely pissed. No, well, the only thing that I'm questioning is Fortnite the number one. Uh, I I don't think so. No, even even. Yeah, that I really like that uh, ape moment. Like, yeah, that, that is like yeah. a that is such a good moment. If you guys like, like yeah. the ape moment, then turning off the biggest game. Well, which was well, that's what here's which was another one that was reported everywhere. Well, here's the and, thing: like, if you, that is a really important cultural it. moment. It is like to me personally, it is yeah. nothing compared to that like Sekiro moment also, in terms of how like like surprising they've managed to pull out which is a thing because okay. like it it like it almost set you up to like oh I should have expected this yeah and it's not like what everyone else's reaction to it isn't necessarily like a major factor in our decisions here but like you can if you look up like uh, ape moment in Sekiro. Uh, there are whatever. reaction videos. You or just Google of, ape moment. Yeah, you will find like compilation videos of okay. like okay. Of groups of people yeah. like okay. playing that, that through was it and my, stuff. I, yeah. I was posing it as a question, guys. Mm-hmm. And it's you like, answered yeah. the question. Right. It also ties into the game into that actual world and story in a way that makes you super curious about you know why I'm, that happened. I am curious yeah. now and I do want to play it. So I feel so proud of our list, you guys. I feel so proud of our process for making it. Yeah, like it. It does feel like it. It wasn't contentious, you know. Like sometimes, well, that was that one. like sometimes it can be. It can be really frustrating. Have right opinions, and, and even though there were certainly categories where we all did have like very different opinions about things, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. Aside from Hanson telling Kyle to f off about and not even listening to what he had to say, because I knew it because I played it and it made me angry. Uh, Anyways, yes. I built it up too much. I shouldn't have told you. But that. otherwise, right. I think we really did this list. For a full recap, biggest news of 2019 was the Blitzchung Blizzard China Saga. The runner-up, Randy Pitchford's Flash Drive. <laughs> God, it feels like three days ago we talked about that. <laughs> the Oh That Came Out This Year Award or the blank check honorary game that does not exist yeah. is Sky Children of the Light. And the runner-up is Crackdown 3. I feel like that's such a good choice for the number one. Even someone who likes 
Sky, like say Matt Miller or something, if I asked him what is the subtitle, he would not be able to get Children <laughs> of the Light. Okay, next one. A game we all agree is probably good, but we didn't play. The winner is Life is Strange 2. Runner-up is A Plague Tale you, Innocence. You better play Outer Wilds, because... Oh, boy. <laughs> I like that there's like this sort of element to it now. Of like... I, I, I'm, I plan to play more Disco Elysium, because okay. I really you know like that game. Tonight, I'm not, despite... I'm not going to play Death Stranding. I'm going to play Outer Wilds. Great. Right. Good call. Do it. Speaking of which, the dumbest thing in 2019 <laughs> is delivering living people in bags <laughs> so and Death Stranding. I, I think the, the GT Goku runner-up is my is the thing that I'm most proud of in I, terms of getting things. You made a good list. argument for it. Yeah. Man. yeah. yeah. Favorite thing, Luigi being scared. <laughs> Which makes no sense unless yeah. you actually heard the actual yeah. discussion. And runner-up is live-action cutscenes. People are going to see the DMC text version 5. of that and just be like, what are they talking about? They get it. Best podcast game. For 2019, Dragon Quest Builders 2, the runner-up, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Which, uh, uh, an award you can actually participate in if you're playing Dragon Quest Builders right now. Oh. Interesting. The honorary Good Job Capcom Award, as in mm-hmm. tip of the cap, good job pleasing fans. Which Capcom got snubbed on. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Number one is Respawn and the Apex Legends and Jedi Fallen Order uh, not being microtransaction filled. Hey. and the. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, the runner-up is Microsoft Game Pass. Capcom has another shot next year, you know, like they're releasing <laughs> another game. <laughs> next yeah, another Street Fighter right. update. If they release another Devil May Cry game, maybe. It's true. Uh, Finally the, get that award, that they, yeah. that their titular award. The greatest work of art of all time for 2019. <laughs> Apparently Watchmen. Watchmen, is Watchmen on HBO. You guys will agree Undone with this. Undone on Amazon And the runner-up is Dreams from Media Molecule. The most aggressively mediocre game of 2019 is Rage 2. I guess, yeah. The sure. runner-up is Marvel <laughs> Ultimate Alliance 3 The Black Order. Shoulder, shoulder shrugs mm-hmm. all around. <laughs> uh, the best character for 2019 is Parvati from The Outer Worlds. Uh, the runner-up is Mr. X from Resident Evil 2. The best moment from 2019, the Great Ape fight in Sekiro. The runner-up, Fortnite shutting down and getting sucked into a black hole for several Hours. days, day and a half, whatever it is. A couple days. Yeah. Hey! Good job, Capcom. Good job, Capcom. Hey, my my favorite moment is was this list oh, that we God. made together yeah, that was and the friends fun. we made along the way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, should we take a little break and then answer some quick community emails? Yeah. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Here we go. Hey, this show's not over yet. Boys, we got a lot to cover, including uh, saying thanks to everybody that supports us on Patreon, because this whole thing is possible because of patreon.com slash minmax2ns, everybody getting in there and chipping in $2, $5, some people chip in with $100, and they're very generous, and so if you're just listening and watching this for free, you enjoyed those, uh, you know, big awards, uh, <laughs> if you were floored by those awards, consider uh, <laughs> contributing to our Patreon, yeah. if you contribute to uh, the $2 tier, you get access to the wonderful Discord, which is private and uh, Shangri-La. Uh, and also you then get to submit questions and stuff, which are going to be going over in a little bit here. Uh, something we changed last week was the Wall of Heroes. So if you support us at the $100 level, you can be on the TV behind us, the Wall of Heroes TV. So every time we do community questions, uh, we will have those names rotating through. And also, yeah. if you are a supporter... Uh, Michael Moray, by the way, is uh, oh he's, he's that's killing how it. Looks? Wow, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> very impressive. Uh, but uh, you can choose what goes up on there. If you want to put a picture of your pet on the Midmax set, even just for one month, that's cool hundred dollars of support. We'd appreciate it. Beaten down, Brian did exactly that. Jawar, hello. We could put his picture in there. Uh, the people that have supported us at the hundred dollar level, if your name is on there. I reached out to you on Patreon. Be sure to get back to me and let me know what picture you want on there. And we could also throw in your Twitter mm-hmm. handle, YouTube name, Twitch, whatever you want. There's a thousand things to promote. Just no D-pics. No D-pics, please. That's all we what ask. What about D-pad pics? 
That's possible. Uh, okay. Also, I was thinking about like we have been so close to our hitting our goal of eleven thousand a month mm-hmm. on Patreon, which would allow us to hire a graphic designer to kind of revamp the logo, uh, create great looking thumbnails and stuff for YouTube, and I think it would really help us grow and get out there in a big bad way. And we've been hovering at this ten thousand number for so long, and it's great. The community is unbelievably generous and supportive. Uh, and it's made this made us more than sustainable, but it's just like this frustrating thing of like, God, I just wish we could get over this goal. And I think the only way we can do it, I think it feels like our community is pretty saturated, right? I think we need to expand beyond our community in some ways. And I was thinking about this. What if we call it the great expansion? So how this would work in my mind, if you refer a friend or better yet, hmm. a small business or somebody that you know is looking to promote something, uh, if you refer a friend to our Patreon, that person registers on uh, the Patreon or signs up for the Patreon, I should say, and then that person sends us a message on Patreon saying who referred them, we will give the person that referred them a shout out at the end of the MinMax show. Does that make sense? Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. And especially like we'll we'll rank it too, right? Like if you refer somebody that you think could use the cheapest advertising in the world by being on the TV in the background of the back half of every week of the MinMax show for $100, um, then we'll put you at the top of the heap, right? And so again, refer MinMax to a friend. Once your friend uh, signs up for the Patreon, then just have them send me a DM. I read every message on Patreon and let me know who referred them and we'll happily give them a plug. Let's expand this sucker to hit that graphic design goal, please. Also, we should congratulate Richard Mady. Uh, he's a big supporter here at MinMax, and he wants us to say, hey, happy holidays, MinMaxers. Are you getting cozy in your brand new VR headset? If so, check out To The Top. It's a first-person platformer that gives you superhuman abilities and the chance to escape from your family with hours of gameplay. Official PlayStation Magazine gave it a 9 out of 10. It's available on PSVR, SteamVR, and Oculus Home. It's 2020, y'all. Take the leap into the future with To The Top. Again, if you want us to read your little plug for whatever you'd like, even if it's just, hey, I love my wife, I love my dog, (laughs) whatever it is, uh, that's uh, $400 of support on the Patreon, patreon.com slash minmax2ends. Thanks, everybody. Now we're getting to the juicy stuff. Now it's big old community questions. And Mm. obviously this is a a long episode, Mm. but we can't just ignore these wonderful questions. No, yeah. It's what That's makes what the show have. better. Yeah, exactly. We have to have email of the year. These aren't emails. So what are the email categories? That's right. Chris Back Bartlett in. writes in. He says, hey, now that we know Project Resistance is part of the Resident Evil 3 remake, do you think it might actually have a sustainable community? I doubt it would have sold as well if it's as its own offshoot, and even if it had been a standalone free-to-play game, I think it would have been harder to convince people to download it than it is to get them to click the menu option within the Resident Evil 3 remake, which is probably going to sell like hotcakes. Do you think you are personally more likely to check out Project Resistance slash Resident Evil Resistance now? 100%. Yeah. Yep. I think it's a super smart thing for them to <laughs> bundle those two things together. Yeah. Yep, because it's like, you know... It's like, okay, maybe there's not enough meat on Resident Evil 3 compared to Resident Evil 2 with all the different scenarios and stuff. And so just a very smart way of making up that gap that is Capcom saying, hey, all right, we'll put this 4v1 freaky thing in there. Even if you don't like it, it's optional. Yeah, Resident Evil 3. Yeah. Uh, are you guys excited about that? The the multiplayer Resident Evil 3? Uh, yeah. I 
like I wouldn't I don't think I wouldn't have played that multiplayer game outside of it being on Resident Evil 3 honestly yeah uh, but yeah no I'm, I'm excited about it I mean it's basically it's like a continuation of what was so great about the Resident Evil 2 remake I, I'm on board 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what the scope of that game is since it is smaller compared to Resident Evil 2 I'm, yeah. I, I imagine they'll probably have a little bit more of like hey here's new content that further expounds the story something like the there's, yeah, the there's more wiggle store. room in yeah. Resident Evil 3 which is exciting yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Bartlett says bonus question do you think Resistance could bring down the review scores compared to the more pure Resident Evil 2 remake I 100% think that's going to happen yeah mm-hmm. if people think this you know 4v1 mode is okay but on its own it would have scored like a 7 I do think that's going to drag it down which you know you can argue whether or not that's right since it's e- optional what do you do I think the one thing the factor that may change that is that people now know that it was kind of okay we're adding this thing as a bonus whereas I think when a game comes out where it feels more like one cohesive package but then people are like hey the multiplayer of this sucks you know I think that has more of a chance to influence ratings, but I think with this, it would be easier for people to say, I'm buying this for Resident Evil 3. This part's really good. They added this extra thing, but you can ignore it if you want. Hmm. Yeah. Which so think, reviewers do sometimes do. Well, you think of like the classic example of Doom 2016, right? Like, oh, the multiplayer was kind of disappointing there, so that's the opposite yeah, but example. I think, I think people... And also people wanted good multiplayer from that experience. Yeah, there was an expectation that Doom would have good multiplayer. But I think right. in hindsight now, if like if Doom Eternal has that same issue, like I, I guess I would be more okay with just saying like, yeah, you can just ignore that multiplayer. I still think, you know, whatever, if assuming Doom Eternal is good, then I can say like, yeah, you can have a totally great time and just completely ignore this part of the game. It doesn't affect the part that you like and want at this point. Yeah. Uh Cade Marks says, hey, we're all used to games being forced out too early by publishers with lackluster content and a myriad of technical issues. Many of these games, it felt like a letdown from the promise that they showed pre-release. So here's my question. If you could go back in time and delay one game by six months to give the developer more time to iron out the bugs or add more content to improve the gameplay loop, which game would you choose? Personally, I'd choose Destiny 1. Mm. Good uh, choice. Mine's a small one, but uh, we talked about it in the music episode, uh, that game Vane. It just needed six months, you think? Well, maybe not even six months, but it needed more time. Like, there was a really interesting sort of uh, abstract, cool game there, but, like, I just ran into so many bugs. And I'm not, not like, a a reviewer, I guess you could say, who is too... Bugs don't bug me too much as long as they don't, like, like, uh, radically screw me over. You know Uh what I mean? Like, a bug here and there's not a big deal, but that one, it it really affected sort of the the pace of that game. So I would have liked to see that game get a little more time. And then you'd be vouching for Vayne for a game of the year? Potentially. Wow, what a world, what a world. Uh, I don't don't know if six months would have been enough, but uh, both State of Decay games were the most go-to ones. And, like, they had a lot of time for State of Decay 2. That was so frustrating. Mm -hmm. That's a great... Great suggestion. This is a simple one, but like, <laughs> I think maybe with six months they could have ironed out the frame rate issues in Link's Awakening. I, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it wouldn't surprising. be like it wouldn't marginally if, like affect my experience, but I know a lot of people have that issue with that game. So um, that game that re- remake is also like also really good. So you know, I think it, not having that issue would be a huge. Just, yeah, just make it that points. much better. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, people can vote on it. By the way, for the final great goatee hunt stream which is going to be next week if you're ten dollars mm. support on patreon you get to choose what we stream and i remember i forget what the other three games are personally but i remember link's awakening is in that batch mm. uh zach brown says how do y'all what poke profession would you choose if you lived in the pokemon world would you continue their utopian society or just freeload like all those lazy trainers <laughs> 
That is true that, like, the trainers don't really contribute much other than, like, as a potential, like, part of a spectator sport, I imagine. Yeah, like, I guess as a sort of People give them money. So if you lose as a trainer, you have to yeah, empty your Yeah, how does your whole economy, like, who is funding <laughs> the, the people who economy? give you, like, oh, yeah, you beat me in a Pokemon fight. Here's, like, 500 yen or whatever they right. use in their Pokemon world. It is very confusing. But they just pull the coins off Meowth's skull, I think. <laughs> and so <laughs> it kind of works out that way. I would be um, a badge forger. I'd be like a blacksmith, but for gym badges, because apparently they give those away like candy. Because yeah. if you have a level eight Squirtle, right this way, <laughs> mm. you could. I would be like the first gym trainer because you, like you don't have to like get too fancy with the gym. Right. You kind of keep it simple, and mm. like everyone has a good time. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you're not a, a a hurdle for anybody. Yeah, no hurdle for that Squirtle. <laughs> I'd be one of the nurses. Don't they just like put them in an incubator or whatever, and then they're you fine? Them that's a good thing. Makes a sound. And you get that that healthcare bank. Yeah, but then what if someone <laughs> wanders into the Pokemon Center and is like, "Please, I'm bleeding out. Help me." Wait, the we human? Are you yeah. a Pokemon? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. We don't treat. Go to a human hospital. They you don't freak. exist. What's he supposed to do? Go die somewhere else. <laughs> Did you guys get think, on your bike and go die somewhere? Did you guys also think it was weird in the Pokemon anime when Brock? wanted to be a Pokemon breeder and his defining characteristic is that he was horny as hell. It was weird to me though that he was always like, Mom, <laughs> women, ooh, boy, nosebleed. And then he was yeah. just like, my job is I want to be a breeder. <laughs> it just was like, weird. I just like when <laughs> things breed. Really? I don't know. I haven't watched enough of the original Pokemon. You gotta start thinking about it, man. Yeah. I would be the guy who lets people into the Savari zone. Seems like a pretty <laughs> chill job. Here's a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blow it. Uh, Hans Kleinenberg says, I realize that the goal is a while away on Patreon, but do you guys have any idea what you want to do with the new studio space? Ben, I know you're a big Easy Allies fan, but I hope you're doing something a bit more less gamer guys. A bit more or less gamer guys. It'd probably be a little bit gamer guys, but maybe not as well, gamer guys would, as but you. But would it be a bit more or less? I think it would be a little bit more or less gamer guys. <laughs> Um, I don't know. That's that's if we hit 15k, I would love to get out of this cold basement. Um, we'd bring a, a lot heater. of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, one heater, <laughs> please. But Two I, heaters. I'm so focused on hitting that graphic design goal. Mm-hmm. If we hit 11k, like yes. we're so close to that. I just want to clear that but before the, studio, the new year. We need a green screen so that we can reenact ourselves in all these different games mm-hmm. that we're talking That'd about. That'd be right? pretty silly. Yeah, then we can make ourselves CGI in the podcast, and we won't even have to be Ooh. here. Oh, smart. Mark Charette says, "What is your biggest dream or hope for gaming right now?" Doesn't have to be too large scale or industry wide or anything like that, but just something you think or hope about often. For me mm-hmm. personally, the quality of the Resident Evil 2 remake and the absolute love and care put into it made me think about other games I would want remade from the ground up, like the Mass Effect trilogy. Biggest dream or hope for gaming? Uh, I, I want. Oh, you go first, Harold. I just want cross save to be standard across all games. I just. I'm so tired of like. I I've bought Overwatch on every platform, and the fact that I have to make separate progress and have different cosmetics, and like the fact that it took this long for Destiny to do that. I just. I want like I want every like even Monster Hunter is a game I would love to play with people on PS4 or just like even cross save cross play. That like the fact that those ecosystems still don't talk to each other is still like this huge. Like, I have to consult with people like, okay, what version of Anthem am I going to get? Ultimately, it didn't matter. But no like, version. <laughs> but, yeah. like, even if I want to play The Division, I can't, like, jump in with a group who's been playing on PS4 because that's their platform of choice. Like, I, that's something that I think is feasibly doable within the next console generation. Yeah. Smart choice. Great answer. So, uh, Kyle. Uh, I want... Uh, everyone to look at the Switch's success and make their own sort of portable hybrid 
I you want the PlayStation hybrid thing? Yeah, I want I, I want just a PlayStation 4 portable. Like, just sign into my account, all the games yeah. that are on I, That's That's what I want. Well, don't you kind of get that? Isn't there some PC thing? You can run your thing off of Wi-Fi. Uh, that doesn't work well at all. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's right. bad. Um, but yeah, even that's one of the reasons I'm excited about Stadia. It's like the future of like being able to play those games on a mobile platform of some You got kind. a pass for Stadia. Has anybody checked it out? I didn't get one. Uh, I got one. Oh, yeah. I raised my hand and you picked cereal. Oh, that's uh, right. <laughs> that's like the most appealing thing about Stadia for me is like going home and not having to bring my PS4 and potentially playing Destiny while on my laptop. Like yeah. That is... That is all I could expect out of Stadia, considering like Destiny is a free to play game, so I don't have to pay for it separately, right? Yeah. Like that's that is the most I could get out of Stadia, and I'm kind of happy to be able to do that. It is bizarre. I just toyed around with it a little bit and just like, okay, so Samurai, it's, it's like only showdown. on only on you have to use a Chrome browser, or is it like? Yeah, I ran it through this MacBook right here, actually. Okay. But it's so weird because you have to like unlock the games or buy the games on your phone. It's just it's so a weird. weird but you can't right play now. it on your phone yet, right? But that's in the future. Uh, not iPhone, at least. Okay, no. but Google phones. Are, I believe so. The Pixel thing. But did you guys? Does it work okay? Did you guys run into big problems? It seemed, or seemed fine. fine. I mean, honestly, fine. it was like I booted up Samurai Showdown and said, "Okay, this technically runs on a laptop. That's weird. <laughs> That's <Goodbye."> weird." <laughs> uh, Henrik Jacobson says, "Hey, minis, if you guys had to live in one of the <laughs> levels from Super Mario sixty four, which level would you choose?" Oh, man. That's a good question. I feel like we are living in the snow one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This like I'm the, gonna walk outside and go through like an elaborate slide, but I, I I always I'm always too scared to do the huge jump that could skip me half the right. course. Hundred percent, hundred percent. What was? Gosh, I'm you can't gonna... choose the castle either. That's yeah. not a level. What was the one that was like the most engaging and interesting to me was? It was like half. You could like raise and lower the water. Dry dry docks. Dry. Yeah. That's, that. Oh, sorry. Dire dire dry. dire dire docks. Something about <laughs> that, that world was always so interesting to me because bugs. It's the bugs, and then you could also launch yourself to like the other side of it, and there was like a town that seemed like abandoned, kind of. Really? Yeah. Is that where we could live? How's the real that's estate? Where we could live. Dire dire docks. But I don't know that that level and like there's a lot Do of magic. Do you want to live in a place called Dire Dire Docks? It's lovely. With, like, it's got bugs? a good soundtrack. Oh wait a minute. This is so I'm thinking the of the I'm thinking of the one. Jolly Roger Babe. Is that what it is? So that one's like a like an in, an indoor cave kind of with and there's the big eels down there. I mean, the no, eels I are think that's Dire so Dire Docks. I think Dire Dire Docks is the eel level. So I'm I'm definitely thinking of a different one. Uh, yeah. or, or rather, we're thinking the I same the, one, but it's the water the, bug one. Yeah, but we I don't know the, the name. I think the eels are in Jolly Roger Bay. Oh boy! No, I don't think so. I think that's Dire Dire Docks. Yeah, Wet dry to... world? Maybe. That that doesn't sound right. But that, I mean, that explains the level, though, right? Because you can raise... But I don't know. Like, there was something about the soundtrack for that place. Like, I don't know why it stood out. There's a lot of magic to Mario 64 that's kind of, like, hard to sort of it's a pinpoint weird exactly. But, like, that level in particular was always really fascinating and fun to explore for me. I, yeah. I don't know so why. here are the levels. bob on Battlefield. That'd be great. That Mom's okay. Fortress. Eh. Jolly Roger Bay. I don't think that exists. Cool, cool mountain. Big Boo's haunt. That's a Hazy, mansion. That might be okay. Hazy Maze Cave. Lethal Lava Land. That sounds no. nice. This time of year. <laughs> Shifting Sands Land. Didn't Dire like Dire Docks. Snowman's Land. Wet Dry World. Tall Tall Mountain. Tiny Huge Island. TikTok Clock. Tiny Huge Island would be fun. Yeah. TikTok Clock and Rainbow Ride. And we're so you pulled up Wet Dry World. Oh, these pictures are. I feel like Rainbow they're very Ride. small and bad. That's it. That sounds yeah. cool. 
Jolly Roger um, Bay is the underwater one, which oh, is what I was trying yes, to tell you, Jeff. Um, yes. I'm trying well, to explain. No, no, to you. the eel is not in there. It is. It's not. Look. It's the one that's fully underwater. Yeah, and that's what this is. You yes. have to collect the coins. This is it. Dr Jolly Roger, Roger Bay has, has to make this list. Dinar Docks is look at the all eel. the eels in Jolly Roger Bay. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jolly Roger Bay. This was the most contentious moment of this podcast, bar none. <laughs> yes, we got through that entire category awards <laughs> all right. list, and now we're all yelling at well, each what other. Is, what is it called? The one that's just Kyle. The, uh, look at this. Where's Open the your eyes. On this. Wet Dry World is the one with the bugs, <sighs> and you're changing the water level, and it's the one we're talking about. Okay, yes. Wet Dry World, I love. I want to live there. Great, and, and I'm going to live with one. Kyle, and no one can come into our I'm little going house. To Rainbow gonna... ride. <laughs> <laughs> Big tiny world. I just That's a good find one. my cloud and, and sleep on your for yourselves there. There's a okay. boat at some point. Great. <clears throat> Fine. Ed from TikTok Chicago. Right then it says, hello, Min Max crew. I love the quizzes people send in. Here's, we do too. Mm. Here's one for you. Match the following 10 fictional ship names from some of my favorite games or oh. franchises. Oh, gosh. Ship name trivia. Number one, Normandy. Mass Effect. Yeah. I'm sorry. He says that's a freebie and it doesn't count. Good, oh, also, good, good. you're dumb. Um, Jeez. All right. Ready? So these are spaceships, too, then. Yes. Okay. Any type ships of ship. Ships, ships, ship, relationships. Man. The moldy. <laughs> the moldy crow. Oh, man. Does that sound Is that like a banjo kazooie thing? Assassin's Creed, Black Flag. Interesting. No. Think about. Yeah, okay. No idea. What universe has the naming convention of the second part Bloodborne. of the ship's name being a bird? It's a very specific question. The uh, Ebon Hawk, for example. Chrono? Dragon Age? What's the ship called in Chrono? I was going to say Dragon Age, too. But that's just because there's a character named Hawk. Yeah, that's throwing right. us all. Uh, the answer is Dark Forces. Uh, dark Forces. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a Star Wars thing. I'm, ships are I'm quietly relieved that I had no chance to answer that question. Here's a very I smart... I don't know if I've ever noticed that pattern. Oh, <laughs> so really? Wars, yeah, I don't think so. Huh. Are there birds in Star Wars? Are so. there? There's Minox. There's Falcons, I guess. Oh, by the way, um, if you're just listening or watching this, uh, I recorded with Ross, the Star Wars man, uh, <laughs> commentary tracks for, spoilers, both uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Jeez. And so those are going to be going up this week. So That's it was like all. sitting down in the studio last night for five hours talking about Star Wars. It was super fun, but it is so nerdy. But if you are a supporter on Patreon at the $5 level, you get access to those in the podcast feed. Nice. Cool. Okay, anyways, um, this is a fun one. This is great. The USS Barack Obama. Shaq Fu. Excuse me? The Shaq Fu sequel. No. <laughs> Not close? No. Barack Obama appears in that game. The USS Barack Obama. Let's try and reason this out. What game? Civ 6. Interesting choice. Uh, no. Saints Row 4? No. Call South of Duty Park, Black no. Ops 2. Um, okay. Isn't that tricky? That's, fine. That's like the um, one call you haven't played actually. Mm -hmm. The USG Ishimura. Uh, Dead Space. Dead there Space, we go. Yeah. The Hyperion. Look at that new serial. Starcraft. There we go, baby! The Aquila. Uh, that's Assassin's Creed. Yes! Way to go. That's mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed 3. The Jackdaw, yeah. Assassin's Creed 4. Ah. Uh, Edrestia is Odyssey. Huh. Um, Ava's Hammer. Hmm. Is EVA? Yes. EVA. EVA. <laughs> EVA. Um, we did it. We answered the question. Moving on. <laughs> I was born in the cross. <laughs> All right. It's a very specific reference for anybody that cares. I have not yet. No I don't know. Uh, that is Wolfenstein New Order slash New Colossus. Um, oh, 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 that's right. Oh, I should have known that one. The Borealis. I apologize. 
Oh, oh right. Half Life. There we go. That's an actual like ship in the water. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. This is my favorite game. Mike Spam writes in, says, "Hey Ben, and the I'm making the insert joke here. By the way, I didn't read any of them, but so many people wrote in saying, uh, "Hey Ben and his computer loving cohorts." That's which, good. We like that. Perfect. I wanted to make CLCs. fun of at the start of the show, but we had a newspaper writer actually in the room at the start of the show. If you're <laughs> curious who Kyle is waving to, so like, we should <laughs> yeah. make fun of newspaper articles at the start. What a of the bunch show. of losers! <laughs> but my hometown newspaper wrote uh, an article about MinMax, and then in that. Uh, they said they like labeled everybody and they said Ben and his computer loving cohorts. I'm like, yeah. what does that yeah, mean? It's got, a, it's got alliteration, man. Yes. <laughs> what are you going to say? Video game loving. I mean, goose? they fact checked it. Like, <laughs> it's accurate. Second time I've been in a local newspaper, first time it's been positive. <laughs> okay. No, Expand. let's move on. We got a lot of What are you talking about, Serial? Because uh, a little while ago, they like, there's like a local newspaper who did a story on my brother. And I was like, oh yeah, he's like super successful. He's a he's a coder or whatever. He's like, I think I think part of the angle is like he's Mexican American, so it's like I you know for the heritage and stuff. And, and like at the end, it's like his brother might have more trouble like succeeding. He's an English major. Like, that is how they ended the article. Wow. <laughs> and look where I am now. They were right. Yeah. In a cold oh, basement. No. Yeah. Now I love computers. <laughs> I'm a cohort now. <laughs> okay. Hey Ben and the cohorts or whatever. I'm back with another round of. Game That Fact, where you have to guess the game based off of the questions asked by players mm. oh, okay. like you on Game Facts. That's good. So people mm-hmm. going to Game Facts mm-hmm. and searching for these questions. Good. Or typing in these questions, you know, you know the huh. drill. This is, a, this is a good angle. It's like very it. good. We played it once before on the Game Former show. It might have been in the uh, uh, Phantom Zone. Yeah, you guys no, I remember there. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I listened to it. I don't think I participated. There we go. All right. So we give the platform and the year first. Okay. The platform is the Nintendo Switch in the year 2049. No, 2018. (laughs) Okay. Question number one. Do we need to be friends? Can I can I ask if it's like a Switch exclusive or is that too much of a hint? No, 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 no. No, you buzz in with your name when you're darn good and ready. So do we have to be friends? Uh, Splatoon 2? Incorrect. Smash Brothers. Incorrect. There's more. There's two more questions here. Oh, okay. I could get used to this. <laughs> it's who, an online game of some kind. Who wants a real rival? Let's In, go Pikachu and Eevee? Yes. Correct. Oh, I thought it was only one. Yeah. I it was. was, that was you know I'm going to say oh. let's go Pikachu and Eevee? That is correct. Yes. And the third job. question was four trade evolvements. So, but do we want to actually play it that way? Right? Well, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Sorry. I thought we were just shouting answers because we were having fun. You are... No, I will play this properly. is no fun down Dude. here. I yeah. will play properly. Okay, the platform is the Nintendo 64, the year 2019, <laughs> 1998. Okay. I can't find the bow. Please help. And I don't know what stairs everyone is telling me about because there's millions. Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Incorrect. <sighs> if it helps, they misspelled or they used the wrong theirs. Question two. It does. It helps a lot. I actually know what it is now. Question two. Where are all the locations of spots to plant beans? Uh, the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. There we go. Way to go. Uh, Question three was, was what that. do I do with the blue chicken? <laughs> Man, I don't remember blue chicken. I don't remember that. Oh, either. my God. This is good. Platform is basically everything in 2011. Okay. Question one. How do I become a vampire lord? No links. <laughs> no links. Question two. The marriage ceremony won't start. 
Help! Skyrim. Yes, there oh, we go. Yes. Nice. Skyrim. How Question to get married three. in Skyrim. Yep. My companions are gone. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> I love this good. game. This uh, is good, platform yeah. is PS2. The year 2006. Okay. Ooh, really? Unique, isn't it? Why can't I kiss girls anymore? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is from Serial's Diary, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also released in 2006 on PS2. <laughs> So well. What did your memory card icon look like? Uh, this is a thing, a face of a picture of my face, kind of. It was oh, like right. a flash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question two: Defeating the nerd boss? Uh, bully. There we go. Oh, nice. There we go. Question three: Where and how do I find kick me signs? Okay. Uh, the platform is Switch slash Wii U in 2017. Okay. Super Smash Brothers. Nope. <laughs> Also, that was 2018. Also, the game didn't come out on both platforms. I don't care. How a to Smash Brothers? Whatever. <laughs> how to beat this game without a walkthrough? <laughs> <laughs> I love that he posts that wow. question to get help on how to beat uh, the game without getting hurt. very good. Oh, I'm dumb. I'm yep, dumb. Yep. Damn it. How do I fix part three stone monument when it isn't working? What do I do to fix is, this? I mean, is it Breath of the Wild? There it is. Yeah, Breath yeah, of the yeah, Wild. Yeah. Question three, where is the best place to find a shooting star? Did I? What is a shooting star in Breath of the Wild? Uh, it's a really valuable... Uh, I mean, you see them literally land from the sky, and then mm, you can trade them with one. fairies. To get, it's how you get some of the, like, the best equipment in the game. They're rare. They're super rare. It was actually like... Probably the one thing I left undone in that game was collecting huh. enough uh, shooting stars to get all the good stuff. The platform is the 3DS. I'm familiar. The year is 2013. As a hint, hang on, who's the who submitted this thing? Mike Spam. As a hint, Mike Spam says, this game has over 2,000 questions asked, and it's still getting them nearly da- daily on GameFAQs. What was the platform again? 3DS. 3DS. 2013. Okay. 2013. Okay. Question one. How to get a spider? Animal Crossing. There we go. Wow. Nice. Question two. Canberra gave me a happy tea that I can't wear and acted suspicious when giving me it. What is this event exactly? <laughs> and then question three is issues with long distance traveling and best friend messaging. That's very good. I love that game. I will play that game every week mm-hmm. if, yeah, if I like uh, Mike Spam, you want to keep that stuff rolling because I think that's awesome. Uh, it's been a long one, but let's wrap it all up with Get a get load, load of this. Alright. Serial, what do you got, man? Hold on, I got I was I've been told multiple times that I have to do the thing, so. Get a load of this! Woo! Uh, okay. There it counts. At I least. don't really have like a thing. It's not like a video or audio or tweet thing. It's Ooh. more like there was an article this week slash video on IGN that uh is called, I want to say, The Lie That Helped Build Nintendo. Hmm. And it is about how the Swedish distributor of Nintendo is like one of the only parts of that company that is independent from Nintendo. I I started reading this, yeah. Yeah, and they have like a history of like this guy who basically was like, I think he just owned like a store um, in Sweden and he was playing a Game & Watch and he was like captivated by it and he basically found a way to talk to Nintendo and said like, I will take as many as you can give me, but he didn't necessarily have like the resources or distribution network to actually sell those units. So he basically lied to them and said, like, yeah, I can sell these units. It'll, it'll be fine. And then Nintendo was like, okay, all right, here, here's, like, what I think the minimum order was, like, 10,000 Game & Watches sell these. 
And so it catalogs that history of like how this guy's company basically became the de facto distributor for Nintendo in Scandinavia and parts of Europe, uh, basically all entirely built on this guy having lied to Nintendo. It's also a really good headline and like framing for that story because how else would you frame that story of like, this Swedish guy is different? It's also, it was interesting to read just as like a time capsule piece of like him getting the Game & Watch for the first time Mm -hmm. and like flying back home. Yeah. And like the idea of like that was like the first time people were like playing games on an airplane and like he shared it with his neighbor and they're like what is this thing you know yeah. like it's, it's mm. interesting and they have like a whole story within there about like how he went to Japan for like the, the idea that he was going to go there to their two separate offices over like two days and then that like because of I think inclement weather and like scheduling stuff he basically only had one afternoon to visit both so he had to like figure out like okay how am I going to try to get these people to convince – how am I going to visit these people so I can even convince them to do it? So it's like, it's, yeah. it's a really good story. Yeah. I believe it was Joe Scrabbles, I think is his last name. I'm not sure if I line. Cool. Yeah. That sounds yeah. great. Love it. That's much more interesting than mine. Take it away, dude. Get a load of this. Yeah. It's cold out right now. <laughs> Sing that song. Yeah. Yes. In, uh, in the winter re- region, you guys know that I've been dealing with leaky tires on both of my cars, yeah. right? My my car, my wife's car, we've been trying to figure it out. Wait for this punchline, Kyle. It's going to slay. Yes. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, we, when we went to the community thing, yeah. when we came out, our tire was almost flat. And oh. it is that terrible feeling of like, I have to try and get this car to a gas station now. Hope that it has an air pump. Hope that the air pump works. All that crap. Yeah. So we managed to do that. Got it home next day completely flat. So we couldn't get it to a tire place either. I called my mommy (laughs) like a person does. I was actually trying to call my dad, but he wasn't home. So (laughs) he hasn't been home for 13 years. (laughs) So I I was, I said like, we need a jack. We have a spare for the car. We need a jack and, you know, a tire iron and stuff. She came to me with this miraculous gadget. It's about this big. It's just a tire inflator that you plug into your cigarette lighter and then put it on your car. They cost like 50 bucks and then you just turn it on and it will reinflate your tire for you. So instead of just pumping? a pump. No, well, the idea is, yeah, pump. because because you can't use like a bike pump or anything like that. Right. I, I thought you would have to get like a giant air compressor I love kind this. of thing. It's just a little thing that and I was like, oh, for fifty dollars I will totally because if you've if you've ever had a flat tire, like I am paranoid about flat tires from then on. Yeah. You know, and you can just throw it in the trunk of your car and just have it with you. And tire inflator? Yeah. I'll They're be fifty dollars. But that's not all. Because oh. that that will that doesn't actually fix the leaky tire. It just lets you refill it. So we took both of our cars to Discount Tire. This is not a promotion or anything, right? Hashtag not ad. Yes. But if they want to, we're open to it. Sure. <laughs> Way to poison the story, Kyle. But I at that point I was like, I don't care how much it's gonna cost. Like we just have to get these tires fixed so we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. We were there for like an hour and a half because it's huge lines because everyone is having the same problems when it's winter like this. They fixed both of them. They gave us our receipt. It's zero dollars. They just fix flat tires for free. And we haven't, we didn't buy the tires from Discount Tire. It's just a uh-huh. way to get you into the door. And then if, if your tire is so bad that you actually need to buy new tires, then you're already there and we'll probably buy it to them. But the guy just came up, was super nice, and was like, oh yeah, you know, we resealed them and patched them, whatever you need, and here are your keys now back. give us your wife. Have a good day. <laughs> wow. Yes, and then they kidnapped my wife. <laughs> <laughs> There but we go. So if you are in a wintry region, keep those two hot tips 
in mind. Both tires <laughs> you. plus? Yep. Right, no, right. no, discount tires. Oh, discount tires. Excuse me. Don't say tires plus. <laughs> uh, all right, my turn? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting to see what happened if uh, I didn't host it for a second. Get a load of this. Yeah. Uh, so this is this guy, Jasmu Archie Henderson on Twitter said, I am a music historian uh, with... Uh, Adrian RMG, I have researched the best-selling single of every decade all the way back to 14,000 BC. Here's a thread. 2010, Ed Sheeran's The Shape of You. So he has like... Slow down. What is this? Okay. This guy... 14,000 BC? Yeah, yeah. So so what he's doing is he's like like he's sharing like the biggest hits of all these years, right? So like the first one is like, you know, Ed Sheeran, a recent song. And this is a hot new song? Yeah. So this was, that was 2010s. This is 2000s. James Blunt. You're beautiful. We all remember where we were. And then (laughs) it's true. Mambo number five from the 1990s. This is important setup for, for everything. I got it. Oh, it's, we know it, right? We love it. And I was like going down this list and I was like, oh, this is, this is kind of interesting. Um, 1980s share. I could turn back time. Okay, classic. But then it totally catches you off guard because starting in the 1970s, and this list is really long. It's just made up songs, and this is supposed to be a song by the Bee Gees called "Ha." <laughs> and it goes like it goes on and on. This is uh, <laughs> the 1960 Herbie Bonson "Do the Crunch." Look at that picture there. Do the Crunch. Oh, that's very good. Uh, and then it just like it gets crazier and crazier, and then like they're like it just gets more absurd, and more absurd the deeper you go down the thread. And yeah. then it even like they they because Cher has like if I could turn back time, let me see if I can find it real quick. Go down the list. There's like Cher comes back <laughs> at a certain point. Oh yeah, eighteen uh, the fifteen eighties. <laughs> so and it's just like it's just this like it's not, it just <laughs> worked. A stupid joke. I, I loved it so much because like the first two, the first three are real songs. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. But your and first it, hint should have been when he listed it went back to fourteen thousand. Well, I know. BC. That's why I was like, what is this? This is right, crazy. And like right. the first three songs are real, but then it just gets so <laughs> insane of just like. <laughs> so what is it? Wait, this there we go. Uh, song from the 1430s. Anyway, uh, it's a really great, it's love really it. long and it's worth it just listening to every single song. It's very I funny. I love it. Beautiful. Uh, this is much simpler. Uh, last week, George Broussard, who's the co-founder of like 3D Realms and Apogee and mm-hmm. helped create Duke Nukem and all that stuff. Yeah. He just tweeted um, some data from Google Trends saying, currently Stadia is trending downward, downward towards hot dogs on Google Trends. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what this means, and present it merely presented present merely it. as a data point. And I went and checked the update now, and yeah, hot dogs are a hotter Google trend than Google's own Stadia. There you go. Talk about things people forgot came mm. out this year. <laughs> yeah. Also, exactly. unfortunately, you didn't say get a load of this, so it doesn't count. Oh, you lose. Listen, Trover is another moment. It's a moment of the year now. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks so much for sticking with us in the long haul. I hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or consider supporting the Patreon if you have not checked it out yet. Patreon.com slash minmax two ends. We'd really love to hit that graphic design thing by the end of the year. Next week. Maybe we'll be even longer. This is going to be oh Midnight Wars Round 2, otherwise known as the actual ranking of our games of the year. And we're not doing it individually. We'll have our own individual list. We'll probably share on Patreon or find some clever way to do it. Maybe YouTube in some way. Um, but this will be for the communal table min-max assessment of the official ranking of top 10 games. Or maybe more. Let's find out next week, eh? What, wait, hold on. What is up with... 
you randomly, while Father was telling a story, you just grabbed two cans of LaCroix, LaCroix or whatever, <laughs> LaCroix. and put them on the table. I wanted to not forget that they were down there. There's not some Easter egg in these uh, cans okay. on the table. <laughs> Sorry. We've lost our minds. We've been down here for too long. Thank you so okay. much, everybody. Uh, again, there's that GoFundMe link in the YouTube description. Uh, we'll be buying a bunch of fun toys and games for kids stuck in the hospital soon, so donate there if you want to feel good over the holidays. All right, everybody. Be good. Have fun. Let's go. Let's go.